Painkiller Already, episode 416, with our guest, Dick Masterson. Kyle? Two sponsors tonight, Goat, Stitch Fix, Movement Watches, Get Quip, and Monster Energy Espresso. We'll talk about those guys later on the show, of course. But yeah, I got plenty of fun topics tonight. We got our old friend Dick Masterson back from his... On his last appearance, I believe he was getting a little drunk with us. So I think I died on that last appearance, guys. I think yeah, you, <laughs> he got the most you, drunk, right? He won the episode. Well, that's what I was I trying ate to the convince most him. Chicken I, wings yeah. on the show—that's for sure. You did eat the most chicken. Kyle was neck and neck with you with drinking, though. Like, oh, Kyle was was. was if you watched the last hour of that show, you know, I, Dick definitely is the winner, as he often is on his show and here. But <laughs> Kyle is a co-winner. Like you really, you gave it your all that night, Kyle. I was proud of you. I did give it my all. I you ran out of liquor. Mortgaged the next day. Like, oh yeah, to, to uh, yeah. yeah. Just just for, just forget tomorrow. I, I think I drank the whole bottle. Well, you like night. like going through that. I had a whole. We both had a whole bottle of Tito's, and at one point in the middle of the episode, you had pulled so far ahead of me. You had finished, gone and grabbed half of another bottle, and I was still so drunk that I then began comparing my bottle to the second of yours and thinking that I'd caught up until I rewatched. I was like, he went and got another bottle. <laughs> you fucking loser. Like, Hell yeah. I finished almost that whole bottle of vodka. Alcoholism is in my blood. Yeah, you can't compete with me. <laughs> you guys are so good. Three episodes, three drinking episodes ago at PK Santa's, that's like three years ago. I won. People didn't know it, but I was the most drunk. I was the guy on the floor, uh, wish, you know, thanking that the tile was so cold. Uh, since then, I I just haven't been proud of my showings. I've I've lo- I've I've lost a step. I'm picturing like I a mean, back in time party, Woody, with like a mullet, like rocking <laughs> out, ripped off sleeves, drinking like an animal, being like, "Oh, that was three years ago." Oh, huh. <laughs> Well, that's the one where you're like, I'm out of booze. Well, we have a really old, warm white wine. Yeah, it was and then red you drink wine. Yeah, a red wine. Just tip I, was it like, back. I was like, wait, are you drinking white wine warm? You're like, how else do you drink it? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's like you guys have said, like, I forget if it was Kyle was telling me, but someone was like, you know, go to the bar. Step one, couple shots. After that, they taste good. It's just, it's yeah. an investment. Well, I, I, I was well invested by the time I broke out that. A wine from a Quip sponsor from 2016, mm. and uh, uh, it was, everything was tasted good at that point. I think after yeah. that episode, like right as it was ending, like Kyle and I got drunk, but not destroyed like you did. And I was like, Kyle, want to play Company of Heroes or some shit like that? And then we're sitting playing after the recording, and we of course are in a group text with Woody, and we keep getting these texts like, "I'm dying." <laughs> I feel- <laughs> Like man, you guys Woody's not played video not. games yeah. after that recording. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, you guys get ten points for drinking and style and video games. Uh, <laughs> after that recording, I played the video game of piss all over the bathroom floor and make my girlfriend <laughs> clean it up. That was where the I Lord. scored one out of one. They're talking about a few episodes ago, though, not the one oh. that you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we yeah, made a horrible. That last drinking episode was chip a tooth in my sleep. Yeah, that's from right. grinding. Forgot yeah. to put in his oh. bit. Taylor, that was rough. Taylor, with with great power comes great responsibility, and you have a powerful jawline. You have the the, the powerful jaw in the world. My dentist told me he didn't say that, but I assume he would if I asked. Oh, okay. Yeah, like you, that man, you can get a gold tooth now. That's awesome. Just knock the whole be, thing out, or get like, like a pirate uh, like tooth, a gold tooth, or a silver tooth, or just like an eight ball. Looking tooth, that'd be cool. Like a Russian mafia guy. 
Why is oh, the yeah. eight ball so cool? Why are we all I in s- love with the eight ball? <laughs> well, it looks cool. Yeah. Like I would, I, I could shake my head, and then it would like reveal an answer, and the question would always be, <laughs> "Should I murder this guy?" And it always has yes. <laughs> and it, so that's my my Russian gangster plan. But yeah, so uh, we're actually due for another drinking episode, as much to Woody's chagrin. Oh, fuck, we do it right now, baby. I got I got a fucking <laughs> handle in the refrigerator. We can go. We can go hard. I've got beer. I could grab a beer. I. <laughs> Look at what he just tried to replace our faces with our hands. Like, <laughs> you, throw the, you throw the gauntlet down, and I'll. I'll you know going. what I think? I think you two should drink. I'll grab a beer in a bit. Uh, so, Dick, I was. Uh, of course, I follow you on Twitter. Your Twitter's hilarious, by the way. Thank you. Uh, and I saw you were promoting uh, Winner's Drink, and you like. It's almost like you read. A problem that I think everyone who's ever done a drinking game before has thought of, where you're like, wait, I'm yeah. winning this drinking game, and I'm not drinking. Like, I'm no. providing the losers the with losers fun. The losers are it- always getting the drink. Why the fuck do yeah. the losers get to drink? The winners should be drinking. So, yeah. based on that, and based on how much I hate Cards Against the Humanity, which I think is socialized fun. Every, every time somebody breaks out Cards Against the Humanity, I feel like I'm at a... <laughs> Like a work function. Like, I feel like I'm bowling at work and pretending to be funny without actually being funny. I tried to make a card game that would actually be funny for guys to play. That would make your girlfriend not want to play it. That's what kind of card game it is. It's a pack of cards. You take it to the bar. You pull a card. You do the card. And whoever wins gets to drink. That's the... That's the, uh, the 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 rules of the game. What would be an example of a card? You said you do the card, like, <clears throat> yeah. Um, go hit on a girl with a pickup line decided by the group, and if you puss out, somebody else gets to do what's on. If you say no because you're a pussy, then you don't get to drink, and somebody else can p- grab the card and they get to go do it. It's the kind of shit that like. I've been I have been shit faced, kicked out of bars, got into altercations with people, and embarrassed myself in front of women you. my entire life. I tried to put it in a card game. <laughs> Get a pretty good reception. I saw you sold out real quick. Uh, it hasn't even. It's just got printed. I think it's somewhere between it's somewhere between Chicago and China right now. I haven't seen the finished product yet, but I'm really excited about it. Dude, you're making bank on this, aren't you? I'm excited for it, you. It's good. It's a good month. It's a good Christmas for me. Nice. Uh, I'm really going to have to come up with reasons why everyone got shitty presents this year. <laughs> I love everyone gets the card theme. game. Everyone gets the card game this year. <laughs> <laughs> like Scrooge. I'm going to give them all signed copies of the card game. <laughs> <laughs> Your own show's t-shirts and a card game with a hot goss yeah. sticker. Yeah, Thank just you, a bunch Kyle. of shit they That's... don't want. How many games did you sell? Like 20,000? 100,000? No, I ordered, um, I ordered 1,000. Okay. Because um, I want if I sell out a thousand, then it will have sold more books than Maddox's last book. I'll have sold more <laughs> of Winner's Drink than Maddox's last book. Which I failed. love you, man. So, <laughs> <laughs> I'll buy. I'll, I'll buy five. <laughs> <laughs> well, I bought a thousand. I bought. I bought a thousand, and I gave them to. I gave them to all the huge supporters on Patreon. The guys who've been there, like the guys at the top tier. Just I wanted mm. to do that for Christmas, and then it kind of mm. turned into this whole big project that uh, I said, "What the fuck? I'll get a. I'll get a ton of them and sell them." Well, that's awesome. Well, I'm happy for you. It, 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 every so often we have a guest who's got something cooking that's just 
you know, a big deal, and I'm happy for you. Me we too. We all know you're rolling in the patron bucks. What do you like? What's your the thing, the stupid thing, maybe that you blow money on, like home gym stuff, video games, electronics. Like, what is what's your dumb thing that you spend way too much on? Oh my god! Uh, I guess um, this bitcoins is probably the worst thing. Can <laughs> 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 oh, I talk about Bitcoin for a second? Here's the thing: I, I am in the world of finance. I'm yeah. a bigger asshole than Neil Tyson DeGrasse, right? And, and, and the reason is this: <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Neil Tyson DeGrasse. Neil Tyson DeGrasse. Oh, NTD. <laughs> What's his real name? Somebody help me. It's Neil Tyson DeGrabass. <laughs> I stand corrected. All right, all right. So the thing is this. He has this idea that most people in the world are not scientifically literate, right? We're all familiar with whether you're literate or not, you can read. But whether you're not, you know, basic science is like a lot of people don't he'd probably call me scientifically illiterate you know there's just too much i don't know about the basics of this and that and he can be a bit of a pompous ass when he looks at movies and says you know what uh icicles would never stack that high they just have not enough density for strength the maximum height of an icicle is 100 feet or whatever the fuck he would say and it's like oh yeah thanks for ruining the movie for me that you're so smart I have that inside me on finance, right? So I, I have uh, two undergrad degrees. One is this business computer thing, and the other is accounting. And uh, my observation is that it seems like most of the world is financially illiterate. So when I hear these guys claim with wicked confidence that the stock market is about to do this or that Bitcoin is about to do that, Bitcoin's going to 100 grand, I guarantee it. Like you are just making shit up, but you're so confident. So it's not that I'm rooting for anyone to lose money, quite the opposite. It's just that I feel like the guys who acted like I was stupid for thinking that 14 grand was high uh, are getting uh, like <laughs> this is don't where worry, I get we're my getting our, we're getting our desserts. For, for those of us who don't follow Bitcoin, what's it worth now? Like what 3500 30, 30, Yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> uh, you're totally you're totally right. My dad was a stockbroker my whole childhood and that guy like he makes money with his money. So anytime I have any questions about money, I call him. Uh, when I was a teenager, he would ask me about tech stocks. And every time I gave him my opinion, like after a couple opinions of mine, he came up and said, hey, uh, Dick, I'm never asking you for your opinion about tech stocks again because you're always fucking wrong. I'm like, yeah. And that continues today. Like, I'm just I don't know how you guys do it, but I look at I look at the market and I'm like, well, fuck, I best I guess I got to buy now. And the next week it goes, I ask him and he goes, no. And I'm like, well, how'd you know that next week? Right. You know. Um, have you yeah. have lost a good bit on Bitcoin? No, because I got in early, but uh, I, it, but yeah, because I didn't get out at the peak. So yeah, it's stupid. It's fucking stupid. I did a stupid thing with Bitcoins. Um, it's hard. To, it, 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 this is Bitcoin or stocks or whatever. At the peak, looks like the time to stay in. Enthusiasm is never higher than it is right before the crash. Everyone is just, you know, they, like... It's riding up. It's up. You've you've never thought you've been smarter financially because you've just had this gain. And and the opposite is true at the bottom. At the bottom, it looks so ugly. You know, like it, it, when our next recession or whatever, we'll be talking about horrible job numbers. Some this time it's different kind of thing on why this recession is such a big deal. And uh, that's the time to buy. But it just it never feels like the right time to buy or sell. Yeah, I bet Do you we have give? a recession in like a year. Like we're due. Do you- 
Do you give financial advice on the show, Woody? Because fucking everybody could use some of that. Like, I get, that. <laughs> I, I, I get asked that and women questions more than anything. The thing and is, I can't answer either. So I've given, <laughs> I've, I've done some videos on financial advice that that people have liked, but uh, a lot of times the advice they want is timing. And that I don't give. You know, I'll talk about the miracle of compounding. I'll talk about you charge. You know, safe. Right. No, I just, I just don't feel like I'll get it right. Like anyone who claims that they know how to time the market is probably one of those financial literates that I make fun of. Or a criminal. Or a criminal. Or a criminal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Criminals may know something. I used to be an insider trader, not a, not a legal one, but <laughs> I. Um, yeah, when I worked in IT, I used to be an insider trader. Going to be in prison. <laughs> I, I was uh, oh, this is uh, just a show. <laughs> <laughs> it was just one or two stocks. <laughs> certain IT people are not allowed to buy and sell stocks with the outside outside of certain windows because they have privy to the financials. You know, like I, I have direct access to production databases. I have direct access to our ERP systems, and could in theory look how the quarter's going to go before we release results. So because of that, I wouldn't be allowed to trade in certain windows. But I, I guess an insider, I don't know if I use that term right, but uh, I was privy to inside information, so I couldn't trade anytime I wanted to. See, then you weren't insider trading. If you were like, well, they told us this nonsense because we had information that we couldn't trade. Never stopped me. Like <laughs> no, that. no. Yeah, just what I did was I just told my buddy. I gave him a bunch of money, and then he invested for me, then he paid me the dividends. That's great. It, That's not insider trading. <laughs> no, That's just a conspiracy. The truth is, it would have been a lot of work to put it together. Like, one, the ERP system stretch around the world, so you got to, like, consolidate it. And two, a lot of times it wasn't, like, done done until, like, right before results came out. Like, there's still massaging it, figuring out if they want to write something off or depreciate it slowly or whatever it is they're doing. So I... I don't know. I never felt like I had solid enough data to trade on anyway, even if it were illegal. But you know, the only thing topic. I spend money on, Taylor, is yeah. these days is uh, Mexicans putting concrete in my yard. Retaining walls, patios, decks. Oh, baby, I can't get enough. I, I'm on Pinterest all day looking at retaining wall porn at this point <laughs> in my life. Like, oh, man, do those are those dead men's? Did, how many you got in there? Like, oh, let me, I need to see the whole I need to see this deconstructed. I need to see the DIY video of this thing. man. Concrete can be curiously expensive. How much? I'm, this is rude to ask. Are you spending deep into the five digits on this? Like, what do you? It's a lot, right? Uh, no, no, I'm not at that level yet, uh, oh. but it is it is expensive. It is expensive because it's like. You know, two guys are I don't know five hundred bucks a day, and all the all the materials is it, it adds up, but it's it's not a lot cheaper it, than two girls. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if they get paid by the hour, let's talk about that wage gap. All right, because because me, the, the, those two Mexican fellows five hundred a day, I'm paying three thousand a day for two, for two Colombian women. This is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say the, different tasks. Though. The I mean, they're both making the Colombian women form retaining walls. Something the concrete like around that. my pool was almost thirty grand, if I recall. Like it was, it, concrete can run up in price. That's yeah, just that's the concrete the, around your pool was thirty grand. Uh, do you remember Jesus. how many yards of concrete that was? No, but it was a bundle. Like it, it, we kept scope creeping it. Like originally, we're like, yeah, you know, we should get a pool. Yeah. It's not that expensive, and there'll be like a four foot rim of concrete and like grass on the way from the house to the pool that you have to like get your feet dirt. And we're like, all right, no, I guess we don't want that, you know. And, and the thing about concrete 
is it's not like you can do a little now and add some tomorrow and add some later because it's just not right. Like you do it It'll right. Stupid. You do it right the first time, and that's just how it is. So we just kept expanding and expanding the like side. We're like, well, what if we want like you know lay down lawn chairs on both sides of the pool? Like we entertain all that much. <laughs> but, <laughs> so it just kept growing and growing, and in the end, it was a lot of expensive concrete. But we we like it. But it's just a lot of money. You could pretend to be the great Gatsby out there now. That's all that matters. You're assuming I'm more educated nice. than I really am. <laughs> oh, it's, it's probably a magician, maybe. Yep. Well, that was a conversation killer. I, I just lost all you guys for a sec. Sorry. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, I, I just didn't know the great Gatsby story. Well, I, I just got a. Some good news from a text. So as Dick doesn't know, but house everybody buying? listening knows. Yeah, house related. Uh, I've been buying a house and uh, I've, I've put some offers in before on a few and nothing's panned out like the negotiation process. Like they weren't they weren't being what I would say are good faith offers to my offers. Uh, so ditch those. Found another one uh, last week and then put an initial offer yesterday or the day before then had a couple back and forths yesterday and today and just got a text from my agent that uh, they they accepted it. And so hopefully, uh, barring the inspection, everything will be good to go. I mean, the inspection, anything can happen and they might find like, oh, the wiring's all fucked up and I'll have to cut and cut and run. But I'm pretty excited. So uh, that's that's very neat. Congratulations. Congratulations. So here's Thank my you. question coming the first out of this. house. You have been... <laughs> really good about remembering that there's more fish in the sea, right? You didn't fall in love with a particular house and pay 30 grand more than you wanted to or whatever. Like some people do. But having done that, where does this house stack rank amongst all the houses that you've wanted so far? Honestly, like at the top. Yeah? It was it's a layout that I really, really like. It's a, a ranch style mm -hmm. house. And so it's got like the high ceilings on the main level. It's got like I like two-story houses and, and like colonials and stuff too, but I don't I don't like the lower ceilings and I don't like those like wasted rooms that I feel like I don't get any use out of. Whereas in a ranch, you walk in very open. I feel like even if you're not using like an open dining room, it still makes the place feel bigger and happier and lighter. And so I, I really like it. There's not a lot of work I have to put into it. Um, there's a couple things I want to do for resale, like uh, you know, but but nothing nothing huge. So I'm I'm super psyched. I'm very excited to have gotten that. That well, when you're ready now. to buy a lawnmower, you call me and I'll set you right. I will because <laughs> I, I now I need like adult things. I need a lawnmower. I need a trampoline. Uh, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. <laughs> we veered off course for the adult stuff. <laughs> I need a razor scooter to coax all the children in the neighborhood to come play with me. Uh, Gotta get a zip yeah, line. Oh, a zipline, <laughs> like a real asshole. Yeah, I, I'm super excited. It's going to be a ton of fun. I'm already like picking out all the, the weight room shit that I want. I think I'm going to do a garage gym because I don't mind parking mm -hmm. in, my, in my driveway. Uh, I, I'm picking out TVs. What you just said, Woody, where you were like, yeah, I want to have full, like, 10 full recliners on both sides of the pool. And then you were thinking, like, how many times have we had 10 people here all in need of reclining? Like, I was looking at giant because i want to get this like 85 inch samsung tv i was going to do the projector but then i was like ah no i want it to be more of a social room because i, I want to be able to have everybody in there sitting around watching with the lights on playing pool or whatever else i buy for in there instead of like it having to be a a dark area so i'm i'm, I'm going for the tv instead of the projector someone messaged me on reddit and and told me that and i was like oh that's that's one of those things that i wouldn't think about until the first time i wanted to turn the light on 
Oh, I had the projector on. And I'd be like, fuck. fuck. Well, mm. this was a huge waste of money. Uh, <laughs> so I'm picking that out. But oh, to, to your point about the, the recliner things, I was looking at sectionals, like big ass sectionals to have in front of a TV. And I was like, man, I could fit 10, 11 people on that. And then I was like, when's the last time you had 11 <laughs> people over? And I just pictured myself alone sitting in front of an 85 inch TV <laughs> in the middle of an 11 person sectional by myself. Uh. And it was. Just Paradise. It's paradise. That's paradise. <laughs> Stay the fuck away from my need, house, everyone. <laughs> I need some way to lay down at a 90-degree angle to make proper use of this thing. <laughs> like, how can I stretch? My hands up, too. Yeah, I'm doing that. I like those, oh, yeah. uh, I like those couches that are, like, uh, basically movie seats. It's like the... It's oh, like, they're like... They're, you you broke up. I think for I think you're... Uh, I think it's a Skype thing. I think, like, if we talk at the same time, Taylor doesn't come through. That's lame. But it's a, a couch. You can either go two wide or three wide, or they probably go even bigger. But it's like $1,500 for a two wide, which isn't that bad. But it's got, like, lights, and it's got, like, a whole, like, the cons. Yeah, cup holder. Yeah, cup holder and, like, power outlets, and it reclines electrically, and it, it looks really fucking cool. I, I, I've been looking at it for a while. Whenever I get the TV, that's coming along with it. It's cool. What's something when you guys bought your first house... I know I've asked Kyle and Woody, but I want Dick's perspective. What's something that you didn't do that you wish you did or something that you did that you wish you didn't do? Like, just well, advice for, for a first-time first guy all, like me. What's your rape dungeon situation like in this <laughs> new place? Because that, that was a big it's priority a for me. Stand. Yeah. Uh, I, have a, a, I have plenty of room for dungeons. Okay, that's good. Um, my, my AC didn't work, but that might be just a SoCal problem. I wish I would have had a guy come out for a hundred bucks and looked at it and said, uh, this unit, this is completely fucked and it's not even put together correctly because the inspector who comes out is just trying to inspect the house to make sure it'll sell. And they're not actually looking for what fucks up for you. Um, yeah. I think that was about, that was the only thing that I regret on mine let me try to think i was the the best part about my house was discovering the as i said the rape dungeon if you i army crawled under the house to the other side of the house and there's like this whole unused room behind the master bedroom that ha it has a slab it has uh two by fours put all around it like all i need to do is knock through the wall and put up some new drywall and it's like a whole new room in there yeah, kyle you're saying I no Get rid of the door. See, what you want is a room that has no doors. The only way to get into the room <laughs> yeah. is, is via a hatch in the floor. You have, to, yeah. you have to go down the hatch, crawl under the house, and up through another hatch. You're which dead would, right. Which is concealed, of course. You, you're going to want tile flooring there. You can, you can make it so that you, you, know, you, you, gotta have a, you don't want it like fingernail style where you like pull the tile up that way. You need a special tool. I'm thinking the gym should be above uh. the rape dungeon, right? Because there's more than one way to work out, for starters. Two, yeah. you know, you might have like a CrossFit situation. <laughs> <laughs> and two, you could easily cover the hatch with heavy things, dumbbells. And it'll scare oh. your prisoner when, like, the loud clang of the deadlift hits the top of their <laughs> chamber. I really like idea. this secret door. I, I should do a bookshelf or maybe, like, a fake arcade game that you can crawl through and you got to give a little I noise know to get in. I know someone. I, it would never work if I had one of those bookshelves that was a secret escape hatch because I fucking guarantee the first thing that happened when I had people over is like, yeah, there's a kitchen, there's a living room. Come look at my secret, my secret <laughs> door through the bookshelves, and everyone would be like, all right, well, we know where Taylor is. Like, if, if shit goes down, like, I, it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be I, worthwhile. I know someone who has a secret hatch. 
All right. I, they um. So you go in this person's house, and there is like it looks like a broom closet, like a like a cupboard. It's a very it's a regular st- regular sized door, but it's a very shallow closet, like we've probably all, all seen in a house somewhere. You know, it, mm-hmm. it looks like it's good enough for a few cleaning supplies on racks and a broom or two. No, the back of that door, the back of that little closet comes away, and it leads downstairs into a gun room. That's so cool. It looks like it looks like in one of those '80s Arnold Schwarzenegger movies when it's time for him to gear up to go take out the Colombian dictator. Like, like it looks like that. All right, you go down there, and it's a fucking it's it's let's let's just say 150 rifles, 50 handguns. The the body armor is hung onto mannequins. There's three sets of body armor for each individual that's in the home that, that that's a that's a fighting age male as the military calls why, them. Why would you need three sets? One for each fighting age male. Oh oh I misunderstood. I got yeah. the impression there were nine total. And I, and, I, and 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 the body armor isn't just like a, 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 a like body armor. It's it's the plate armor, right? That I've shown off in videos before and a bunch of people have or whatever. But it's got all the magazine carriers on it. And each one is set up for a different firearm rig, right? Like one of them has like MP5 and and uh, and like Glock magazines all over it, right? Right next to it is the MP5. The other one is set up for like an AR-15. So it's got AR-15 magazines stuffed all over it. The AR-15 is right there next to it. It they're all three like that, ready to rock and. Fucking roll. If I had that, I'd have like a billboard outside my house that said, I'm out of town. (laughs) Like, just just something to try and get it moving. (laughs) The security system at that house is absurd. We were were off site at one one day. We were several miles away, and his phone did a thing. Like, like that that sounded like an Amber Alert or something. He's like, uh oh, someone's breached the perimeter. And I was like, what? He's like, get back to the house, boys. And like like two guys hop in a truck and haul ass to his house because he's got he's got a lot of valuable things aside from the guns uh, that that aren't in a dungeon or whatever and and he's like I'm like what are they gonna do if they catch somebody there he's like oh, 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 uh, it won't go well for them and we just sit there for like 15 minutes and waiting to hear back if like a bunch of intruders just got mowed down back at the compound or whatever it, it was turned out to be nothing yeah there's one like, less raccoon in this world. Yeah, yeah, right. It was something like that, but but yeah, wouldn't want to wouldn't want to try to invade that guy's little fiefdom over there. It's it's pretty legit. I might be alone in this, but as you were describing just how ready he is for the next Chinese, Russian, Cambodian invasion or whatever, home intruder. It started to feel a little like <laughs> US cosplay, invasion. right? No, 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 no. Well, see, he's a, he's a famous guy who has a lot of money. And gets threats, right? Like this is someone who is preparing for a known threat. You know, it's not like okay. Joe Schmo down the street has an arsenal in his basement with a rocket launcher. It, it's more like a guy who routinely gets threats from scary people who are like, "Oh yeah, I'm going to come to your house and do X, Y, and Z." Is like, all right, well, I'll prepare for that possible eventuality. I guess I have the money, and it's kind of, it, it, you know, right, you've won me over. You've won me. Over. I, I pictured. You know, it would be cheaper uh, and as effective. A cheaper and as effective of a home defense technique, I think, 
would just be buying, going to like a Nordstrom rack and buying a bunch of those creepy ass old mannequins that they don't use anymore. And then like do disturbing like eye scratches on them. And then like all the pictures in your house near the entryway, of course, have like your own family. You switch these out every night. It's a time consuming process. And it's got like your own family, like with the eyes X'd out. There's a, there's like dolls with no heads sitting in corners. And so if somebody bursts in and they see 10, you know, oddly placed mannequins around and pictures with eyes scratched out and like something else random, I don't know, a bolo tie sitting around. Like they're not, they're not going to want to come in. They're going to leave. I wouldn't rob like that the place. Home Alone defense system, like yeah. the Michael Jordan. This is the Home Alone defense system, but it's a hundred percent a bluff. I know because another guy. Up, not, at no point when it, will a can of paint swing down <laughs> and and get them. It, it's just a spook. I know another guy who is ten times more wealthy than the previous guy I talked about. Maybe more. Um, he's a he's famous amongst like the firearm community. Like if I if I said his name, a lot of people would know, but like you guys would have no fucking clue. But um, he owns some firearm companies, plural, and um, in any case, his home is, first of all, it's kind of in the middle of nowhere. It's a, it's, it's a bitch to get to, but once you're there, there's literally this tower that comes up in the middle of his house that, that's basically a sniper tower. I mean, it looks decorative. It doesn't look like something ridiculous. It doesn't like, look like Rambo. It's, it's like glassed in, although the glass opens up. And I was like, ah, oh, well, that's not overboard. It, I mean... Shit, it, it looks nice, and I bet if you go up there and drink coffee in the morning, it's a pleasant thing to do. And then I find out that he has all of these diesel generators and all this fuel stored, and that in the basement, he's rigged it up so that he has these, these HEPA filters, that even if there's some sort of chemical attack outside, the air will be purified down, down there. And I'm like, well, what if you run out of filters? And he's like, oh. And he's got filters for days, these really expensive, massive HEPA filters that it, and he had like massive supplies of ammunition, like not a th not ten thousand rounds, eight hundred thousand rounds, <laughs> like like like, I, like like bushels of rounds, and and not not just like AR fifteen ammunition or AK forty seven ammunition, fifty caliber ammunition, and not the regular kind, <laughs> like the the fancy kind that that that's uh, like like Ralph's round. What was he preparing round. for? Anything. I don't, he told me what he's preparing for, but I won't go into it. He's got. He's got the the crazy like um, I'm trying to think what they're fucking called. I I had three of them and I was proud of myself. And he had thousands, uh, but it's it's um it's like carbide or something. The tip is sharp like a needle on this 50 caliber round, and it's meant to pierce things. It'll Jeez. pierce through like a large amount of hardened plate armor. You you need reactive tank armor to stop one of these bullets effectively. And, <laughs> and he's not shooting them one at a time. You're probably picturing a guy with a bolt-action 50 cal. No, this is a guy with many 50 caliber machine guns. And they're not all just sitting in a closet like, okay, what are you going to do? Put your 50 caliber machine gun slowly together while they come at you? No, he's got one mounted on a tank. He's got one mounted on an armored personnel carrier. He's got them mounted on tripods that are easily like like put into place. It was... It was a realization that, like, this isn't the only guy out there like this. This is, this is, th there's a lot of these guys out there. And, and, it's like and a Waco they are, situation. you know, oh, Waco was, they had nothing like what this guy's got. They had that show, <laughs> they done better. Preppers, yeah. that I was really looking forward to. But mm -hmm. this, I want to see like a lifestyle of the rich and famous, but like lifestyles of the rich and deranged or the paranoid <laughs> and, and armed. Cause that's fucking awesome. <laughs> like, that's better than Shark Week. See, I, the problem if, if is, you were, 
I, I've been I've had the same conversation with some of the guys. Like like I I worked with the Doomsday Preppers people at A and E and did some work for them. And I also yeah. worked with an, another show that's similar to Doomsday Preppers but more of a ghetto version. And the issue that both shows had was the legit people, like the people like you're talking about, like like and yeah. the people that I'm describing here. There's a reason I'm not using their names. They wouldn't appreciate that, and it wouldn't be cool of me to say their names or give their locations in the world. These are people who they're not doing anything illegal. Everything they have is is 100% on the up and up. But they don't want people knowing that they've had millions of dollars worth of stuff, you know, sitting around. And they don't yeah. want, you know, it to be a known thing yeah. where things are, layouts that, and such like that. That's the worst because part of being secure in a, you know, when the shit really hits the fan is, yeah. you know, anonymity. It. Yeah, anonymity. You know, like here's where the secret door is to my bunker, and it's, ah, right? that doesn't that doesn't doesn't work. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It would be but, a neat show though. I would enjoy it. Oh, if they did but some with sort all of those preppers. Like, I feel like there's a critical mass where it's just useless. Like, you can't, unless he has a militia of people with him who can operate those other weapons, it's like, like he's going to be like a kid in a candy store when the military finally does show up. He's not going to know what to use. He essentially does have a militia. I, I actually, that guy's part of a militia. I, I remember that. Now. Okay, that's pretty dope. That's, yeah. That's awesome. Um, well, well his, empl he, his employees are all, all seem to be knowledgeable. Most of them are ex-military. Um, and I don't mean he has three employees. I mean, he has hundreds of employees and stuff like that. Jesus. And like, I met a lot of these guys at the Knob Creek, uh, machine gun shoot in Kentucky and militia's not a dirty word there. I feel like, like at large, it, it has kind of become a dirty word because it gets mixed in with a lot of that Charlottesville white supremacist tiki torching asshole shit. But that's not the case generally speaking, right? It's, 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 there are some guys who, take the constitution very seriously and they're fulfilling a, a militia role and and they're and oftentimes they're in really remote isolated communities where if something did happen a militia might be your last resort you know the same way that in certain areas like you call if you call 911 they're like all right see you in half an hour so it's it's smart to I, to be armed yourself i have a much mm -hmm. smaller sample size with regards to like talking and knowing militia members compared to you i would guess but the people i see who are into this in a big way, like their hobby mm. and passion is the apocalypse, are almost wishing they lived in a different world. Like whatever set of skills and circumstances they have in real life, they're not thriving, right? They're just like, oh man, you know? But as soon as zombies hit, I'm going to move from this trailer to that guy's house and I'm going to be... Uh, who's the, the... Not Rick Grimes, but the guy he fought against for two years. The governor. Nope. Ne um, Negan. Negan. I'm going to be Negan as soon as the, the apocalypse hits, right? I've got all the guns. I'll have all the, the henchmen. And, and it's like, dude, stop it. You're not preparing for anything. You're dreaming. You want to sure. prepare for something? Go get a fucking accounting bachelor's degree. You'll improve your real life. Yeah, for sure. That's, that's not as exciting, though. Because that is, like, I, I feel that. I wish that I do wish that the happening would finally happen. I know a lot of my guy friends who are exactly the guys you're talking about, Woody. I know that they'll say we'll get drunk and somebody will go a little too far and say something like that. And you're like, ah, you said it this time. You <laughs> fucked up this time and let everyone know that life is soul sucking depression because we have Dick, no you're innate thriving value in, this in real life. <laughs> you're crushing it. You've got a card game. And I, Taylor says your Patreon is awesome. And I, um, but we need we need more. We're designed for more. But you, than... Do you have a real job, Dick, or is this your yeah. job? Well, I mean, real job. I got a square job. 
Uh, I got people that I don't tell when I'm on shows like this. Oh, yeah. See, yeah. there will be a point. I say, guys, I, I think you. I think you're very good at this. There will be a point where your regular job becomes a waste of your time and talents, and you're like, you know what? Fuck that guy. I'm gonna spend all my time telling dick jokes on the internet, and then uh, you'll have no reason for a militia. You will want real life. It's better. I agree Even with then. you. The older I get, that the that call of the wild is less. I do. I um I founded a marketing company years ago that mm-hmm. I still run with my partners, who was part of the lawsuit. Like they they got sued along with me for online comedy stuff. Uh, I love I love that job. It was fulfilling before all the comedy stuff. But I agree with you. I'm just saying. I want a holiday for men where we can, where everyone will participate in our shared delusion that the world is under attack and they need us. We'll to call it the purge. Out. Yes, but now no one has to get hurt. <laughs> it's just a Halloween for men. That's all to get all this Christmas oh, yeah. shit out of our system. <laughs> this would be great. Doors, and and, and <laughs> this is what International Men's Day should be. Women yes. have to stay indoors. And we get a whole day to go play out our, our archaic fantasies of yes. fighting with each other in the street. For that Apocalypse. day, everything's legal. The police take a day off. So I guess it's, it'll be like most days in St. Louis, where <laughs> you, you just start fights in, in the middle of the street. Nothing happens. Yeah, that, like, I, I do think you're onto something there, not even in a jokey way. Like People do want more. Like There is something primal that they kind of, you know, well, obviously, these people fetishize end times to a great deal but most people i think like, everybody's fantasized about that how they would do it like the exciting aspects of it oh i'm on the opposite side i think of how much it would suck i feel very vulnerable out here in the middle of my grass i i don't have much cover uh, they're coming i was out flying my paramotor today an osprey went by and a military here. black hawk went by and I'm like, either one of those would just fuck up my whole situation. I don't want a single hole in my roof, let alone losing like one of the sunrooms or something. Like the 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 apocalypse, the end times, the the Chinese invasion or Russian invasion from my childhood. Uh, it, it like none of these things would work out well for me. The, yeah, the, what I, I have I, is better than any of these. Yeah, as a kid, you never thought about red dollar. Oh, as a kid, yeah. The, the scenarios that a lot of these guys lay out as like potential like doomsday type scenarios are not not necessarily that it's the doomsday where like nothing will ever recover, but that like this is a scary time that I'm preparing for are things like um, like a biological outbreak, something like that, or the dollar or some sort of a financial attack, some sort of electronic financial <laughs> attack, like making the dollar like worthless suddenly. So much or, wasted or, time and effort if money's or, suddenly worthless. Or if uh, electric, uh, you know, if the if the electrical grids all went out for say a month, right, and all the food in the grocery store goes, first of all, there'd be a run on food. You, we all know that if there if there's ever a blizzard, blizzard in air quotes, because like three inches in the south is a blizzard, then like there's a run on bread and milk. Like everybody's making French toast apparently because there's just <laughs> it's all fucking gone, and and all the canned goods. It's like they're getting enough food for a month, and suddenly there's not a lot of food left in the in in the world. You need those trucks to be able to make it down the interstate and get it to you. Well, if there's no electricity for to run the diesel pumps at the mm-hmm. fucking gas station, all of a sudden those trucks aren't showing up with food. If there's no electricity to to keep all the food cold at Walmart, well, then it all rots. All of the perishable goods. If there's if all of the security guards and employees are protecting their families back at home because we've seen what happens in a Katrina situation, right? When all of a yeah. sudden there is no rule of law, there's a disaster. 
there's roaming street gangs and stuff running around, raping it up and 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 and, and looting televisions and shit. So Heineken in that t- in well, that put- type of c- scenario, <laughs> you know, put, put maybe- yourself in the in the in the looting mindset. It's all going haywire and you're out there in the mix there. of it. And I know what I would do. I'd be like, you know what? I'm not going to be the only one not looting. That's embarrassing. Yeah. And so I'm going to loot too. Where where are you going to loot? Pornography. I think that's everyone's going to run out of all their other items. But what are you going to do? Draw your own pornography? You got to come to old Dicky Boy. I got all the <laughs> magazines in town. <laughs> you got the stickiest <laughs> magazines in town. <laughs> Gobble them all Pictures. up. Can I tell a pornography story? No. I, Oh, my mistake. I'm like 10 years old or something, and I, I discover my father's massive cache of pornography, right? And, and they threw it away. He had Playboy magazines that I'll describe as like 30 inches tall, right? That's how many Playboys he had. And uh, all right, fine. I get them. I pick off like half a dozen that are now mine, right? The rest, we let them get thrown away, and now they're mine. And I think my friend or so, I had some older friends who were like 14 or something, and I'm maybe 10. And he eventually asked me, what do you do with the pornography, right? I'm a long way from coming at this point. I'm 10, so I'm a good like six years away. So um, he, he describes to me what he does with pornography, and it fucks up my head for an awful long time <laughs> before I realized he's not really doing it right either because he would roll up the magazine into the, into a cylinder and use that <laughs> and put his dick in it and, and like jerk off. Like he's not even seeing the magazine at this point. He's just turning it into some sort of vagina that doesn't work very well. This is, I want this guy on the show. <laughs> I thought your this guy is, is a serial up. killer. now. <laughs> This guy is still to this day like like he can't look at a Cosmo without getting hard. He's like I just want to roll you up and oh yeah <laughs> yeah oh that's good binding. Oh. <laughs> and oh and he, I, like I don't know I'm like 15 or so and I, it's like but doesn't he get paper cuts? Like it, it seems like he's doing this wrong. And uh, you want only glossy for me, Mr. Woody. <laughs> only glossy for me. Uh, did, you, uh, did you call him and tell him that he was doing it wrong when you figured it out finally? No, I moved from like one part of New Jersey to another. We weren't friends anymore. How, can, Once he figured out the right Facebook. way. I wonder if I can find him on Facebook. I, I do know his name. I was going through some of my dad's Playboys with my friends at about the same age. And uh, one of my friends turned to us and said, yeah, you know. But that's not how nipples work. That's not how nipples look. Like he was the only one who had gotten any action of us at that age. And he said, yeah, but that's not how they look. And we found out we found out like 10 years later that his girlfriend at the time had inverted nipples. So he thought that all of these. Yeah. Where he thought they were all Photoshop or were, I guess, airbrushed at the time to look like that. I found a stumped us for years. Like, why did he say that? Man, she pulled off quite a hoax. Where she pulled off, she took her top off for the first time, and he didn't say anything, and she was like in the clear. Like, she's not <laughs> gonna. He's not this gonna is normal. Fucking... I uh, I found a a pornographic VHS tape in a junkyard, uh, like behind the seat of a pickup truck. Like like um, my dad would go to the we'd go to the junkyard regularly. Like like he liked to fix up cars, so we'd be there looking at like old crash classic cars and stuff, and. I, as like a ten-year-old fucking like thief, would go around and like steal like the um, 
change out of them. I figured it's a wrecked car in a junkyard. It, it, they didn't just like get trucked in today. They've been sitting there for a month. So I, I'm on the lookout for quarters, right? I'm, and, and I'd like to go through. The, it's fun to go through the consoles of these cars and see what's in there. Because if there was a crash, a lot of times the car just gets hauled off and auctioned away. Like there's no the person doesn't spend time like looking sure. at them. I've been in that sometimes situation. Never saw the car again. Sometimes there's blood, which like it's kind of it sounds a little fucked up, but it's like, oh, look at this. Something bad happened in this one. Sometimes if it was a fat guy driving and he gets rear-ended, if you think about the physics involved, he's driven backwards by that by that rear impact. And so the seat would get bent backwards in a really weird way. You could always tell. A fat guy got rear-ended. Oh, look, you could tell. You could tell. And I, <laughs> anyway, I'm going through this Chevrolet pickup truck and I, and I look behind the seat and there's a VHS tape. Give me head. And I, I don't even know what, I don't know what head means. So I read it as heed. Like, <laughs> like give me heed. So you didn't even read Lord. the word right at no, all. No, I didn't. Like, but, but there is no H-E-A-D that's pronounced heed. No, I know there's not. No, I, I thought I'd found it. I thought I discovered the first one. But like, give me head just didn't compute. Like, like what could that even mean? And, and so I had it. And I took it home and popped that bad boy in. And I had that thing for years. Years I had that thing stowed away. I don't even remember where I used to keep it. Oh, I think I kept it like in the sleeve of something else. Like way in the back of where I kept my normal VHS tapes and stuff like that. But that was all I had for like until the internet came came out. <laughs> until there was internet. All you all had was give me heed. <laughs> until <laughs> the internet. But, and as the name would suggest, it's nothing but blowjobs. It's mm. nothing but blowjobs. I, like, like you'd see a little pussy, but there was no penetration. It was all blowjobs. And, 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 and to this day, I'm like, who is this guy who only wanted the blowjob tape and kept <laughs> no, it behind that's... the seat of his truck? Yeah, <laughs> you never know when you're going to roll into a truck stop where the HBO is out. <laughs> I, uh, oh, did anyone else watch the scrambled porn? What's that, well, Woody? Woody? Sorry, Anyone else watch Scrambled Porn? Like, did you oh, see? hell yeah. The Spice Channel. 50 us stare at that motherfucker for hours late on Saturday nights trying to see a tit. <laughs> and every once in a while, it's just green gobbledygook, like worse than the Matrix. And every once in a while, you'd get three or four frames of tits going bouncing across the game like, oh, yeah, that was worth two hours. I'm going to sit here <laughs> mining for pornography for another three hours. <laughs> That's what it was like. I remember like every time that the uh, Girls Gone Wild infomercial would come on when I was younger. Like, if I saw it and I was alone, I'd be like, I can make this work. <laughs> like, it was, I, and I even knew. Like, it was it was something like, like because it was like six steel minutes drums. long. or so, It was like a six-minute long infomercial. Mm -hmm. And then, like, yeah, you hear the steel drums, and then you're like, dick, uh, like, fucking one of Pavlov's dogs perks up. And then, <laughs> like, there was also a point in there where it was like when the girl got on the bus towards the end of the spot, where I was like, I got to get this done. We're in the final minute countdown, <laughs> and so I, yeah, I had to, I had to get it all done in the middle of the girls gone wild thing. But uh, dude, the, the, I had a friend who bought that earlier. Was saying the uh, about being Woody. You were saying he fucked a magazine. Did you guys ever get told other things about masturbating or sex incorrectly that you didn't figure out later? Because I had a kid. I was on the opposite side of Woody, where I I was masturbating long before most of my peers because I matured much faster. And I remember sitting at lunch in like seventh grade and this dude was like, we were talking about masturbating and you know, I was like, or just, I don't remember how it got brought up, but he started describing how he does it. And we all 
just like looked at him like a maniac. We're like, that's not that's not how you masturbate, dude. And he's like, well, I'm coming, I'm coming. You, dude, you're telling me it doesn't work. Coming. I've what heard he did from he, a lot of guys. His, I, yeah, go ahead. He, he, he grabbed his dick tight, and then like he was like trying to win in a mini game in in a, in a <laughs> Mario <laughs> party, just like this, and rub on his palm. And he's like, dude, it feels so good on the head, of your dick. Like, but the rest of us just just masturbate. And he's like, nah, dude, you guys are missing out. And like, I still know him to this day. No one's ever brought it up. <laughs> I have heard so, from so many so. guys who learned how to jerk off weird by like humping their wrist or so, like guys who will confess it in the subreddit and then a doctor or somebody will come along and say, you're going to fuck up your dick if you keep jerking <laughs> off like like do it normally. But they can't because they've been doing it for so long like that. Like Dude, uh, no. some kind of some kind of intervention program where a guy like you, Taylor, just goes from school to school for every day. And like, look, this is how you do it. <laughs> well, yeah, but what if I'm, I do it like this? Don't fucking do it like that. That's wrong. Hey, Nobody right, let kids, him. Kids, let's just go ahead and take all our pants off. Penis is out, everyone. Girls on the left side of the room, boys on the right. I, yeah, I that... do remember trying to figure it out. And I've told this story before, but I was uh, penthouse letters, right? I don't, it, back in the day before the, you know, the internet was the thing, penthouse playboy and penthouse letters for some reason captured my imagination. There were still some pictures in it, but it was basically these ridiculously fake, although I didn't know it at the time, stories about sexual encounters. And um, at one point, now I don't know how to masturbate at this point, but I'm trying to figure it out. I don't even know I'm capable, right? Maybe, maybe I was and just didn't know and I wasn't very good at it. But at one point, they described that I think the woman's wrist brushed the penis and sent electrical chills down his spine. So I'm like, well... This is a clue. <laughs> so, so, you know, you, you get you, and I'm just like, ooh. <laughs> like, Let's yeah. get something to this. <laughs> kind of, not electrical, I don't think. <laughs> but, but yeah, so that, that was a thing. That you happened. would think in your household, getting shockingly exposed to so much sex, that right. you'd be the, the, the kid in school who's like, oh, no, no, no. Yeah. Let, let me explain to you how this thing works. Yeah, you, you're going to get tennis elbows with that, kids. <laughs> let me show you how the pros handle it. No, yeah, you would think so, but actually, they never taught me how to masturbate. Dude, I remember there was a kid in our so in high school. We all had to shower together in just a big room with a bunch of spigots and everything because you were actually sweaty. Had to do that. Yeah, we had, well, like oh. they didn't make you shower, but I showered every day because I didn't want to go back to class and sit next to girls all day and smell like shit and be that guy. Because there were those guys that would not shower and humiliated themselves in front of girls all the time. I'm like, just fucking shower. Who cares? But there was a dude I knew who like fancied himself a prankster, and this was not the poop bandit, uh, Kylan Woody. This is a different guy. And like we, we were talking about like prank stories and things at the the lunch table one day, and he's he told us he's like, dude, like he thought he was coming up with a real good one. He's like, dude. <laughs> The other day, right after everybody else got out of the shower after gym, remember that? Yeah, I was the last one in there. I came. <laughs> you're like, <laughs> you're like, what? You you masturbated right after we all left? He's like, yeah, dude. <laughs> we're like, dude, that's fucking gay. <laughs> like, so you were like five yards through a wall from us, hearing us naked, and you beat off in there, and like, you could still smell dude, us, dude. dude. Dude, Ted, wh when does this become a prank? You just masturbated in the shower. We all have to shower in there. I don't. <laughs> none of us appreciated it. So, yeah, that, that guy was not as prolific a prankster as the poop bandit. Not as successful, <laughs> rather. So, do you guys have anything like that? 
Anybody at your school who like fucked under the stairwell or like got caught beaten off in class? We had a kid uh, in one of the special needs classes who, uh, you know, the special needs group, they gossiped like nobody's business. Like something happened in the special needs class, that's all around the school because they would spread it. And like one of the kids one day, like they had a beanbag chair in there and apparently he just sat back and did that thing that children do where they, you, they think that because, you know, Oh, they can't see my dick. It's in my pants and my hands in my pants. They don't know what's going on. He just laid back with his eyes closed and like mouth half open apparently and just <laughs> masturbated in his khakis as like the other kids learning uh, hooked on pants. I feel like adults do that on planes. Oh, there's a blanket here. Can't tell. Yeah. I, I, I do that. I have, two, <laughs> do that. <laughs> I have two sort of stories that are a bit dissimilar. Uh, when I was in third grade, um, I was in normal classes, but my mother taught in the same school the special ed the special ed class well the special ed class is going to go to the tennessee aquarium one day and and she's and that morning she'd been like hey do you want to go to the aquarium with us today i could probably just get you out of class and you could go with us we're going on a field trip and to a third grader at least to me all the way yeah. through like like school field trips are like a holiday or something like that yeah. it's like there's no school we get to go it's cool to be in the bus with all your friends it's cool to go somewhere and get those. I like the sack lunches. Everything about a food, uh, uh, a field trip was really cool and fun to me. So I was like, absolutely, I want to go to the Tennessee Aquarium. That sounds great. Now, me today, I'd be like, won't I be with all the special education kids? And when I walk into the aquarium and line with them, won't anyone working at the at the fucking aquarium think I'm literally retarded? <laughs> <laughs> but but I had none of these thoughts. And so we go, all right? And good trip, whatever. I, I, had, I had the old you know, cassette tape player at a little Walkman. So I didn't talk to anybody on the bus. I just sat there in my seat and listened to my, uh, my cassette tape. Had a great time singing to myself all the way three and a half hours to Tennessee. Went to the aquarium, had, got a bunch of little goodies to take home they, you know, in the gift shop. Saw some fish and shit. Well, on the way back, Tiffany Jones. That's right. I said her name. Shit, her, <laughs> shit herself. Oh, <Aww. laughs> And to make matters worse, I, I, sh I, sh I should have said that second, because first we stopped for lunch at a rest stop, and my mom's assistant teacher picked the place, this grassy area, for us all to go and, like, eat our sacked lunches. She picked the area that people take their dogs to shit. So all, <laughs> of, the, all of these retards are walking in dog shit unknowingly. Mm. So now everyone on the bus has dog shit on their feet. So it already smells on the bus real bad. And then Tiffany sh Jones shits herself. This could work to her advantage. Right? It she could have slid well, under the uh, radar. It, no, no. <laughs> Kyle, I'm sure that she shit her what, pants like, no, that's early into shoes. the trip. She shit, no, no. It, uh, it was like, it, it's not like we started it at, at like a three on the sneaky scale and, and slowly like rat, rat, ranked up, uh, ramped up. No. There was a moment when suddenly, pow, right in the kisser, we were at a nine on the on the liquid shit and <laughs> Tiffany Jones sweatpants smell scale. And it was like, all right, everyone, everyone lower your windows down. <laughs> they literally had everybody lower their windows down to like one third crack or whatever to deal with the shit smell on the bus the rest of the way back. Uh, best field trip ever. Had a ball. Did anybody, <laughs> clean, did anybody clean Tiffany up or did they wait? I don't fucking know. I'll ask my mom tomorrow. I have no idea if they cleaned Tiffany up. I, I wouldn't want that. I know my mom didn't clean Tiffany up. That wasn't her job. <laughs> no, no. 
No, and I feel like you should be allowed to like like if you are the special ed teacher, you can't show back up at school with a shitty kid and pawn him off, right? Yeah, yeah. You, I think you just drop him off at the office and like be like, hey, we got a code seven over here. Uh, you want to call uh call call Miss Jones' parents? Let them know she has ruined herself. Yep, it's in the pussy. Yep, she confirmed that. Yes, <laughs> deep in there. Yeah, she's been scratching it a lot. Yeah. So uh, and then the other thing, which is more sexual, is when in high school. Um, w- one of the teachers was having an affair with one of the coaches and okay. the teacher was the mother of a student who was my age and my friend and it became, and they got caught in the act in school, in his office and it spread like wildfire. And then they, then the mother of my friend got a divorce and I knew her, his dad and it was a debacle. He was a really, he was a cool guy. He was a popular guy. So everybody just, nobody gave him shit about it. And nobody really talked about it openly or anything. No one ever made fun of him at all about it. But it was a known thing that, yeah, like, Miss So-and-so was fucking coach, blah, 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 in his fucking office. And Larry walked in and caught him. And then he told on him. And then they both got in trouble with management. And she lost her job. And then her husband divorced her. It was a and whole thing. Himself. There was a, <laughs> a, a known thing at my high school. <laughs> there, was a, there was a guy, and they threw a party at his house. It was a smaller party. I'll say 15 people there, and they were like the coolest kids. And apparently, like the girls were all getting uh, misbehaving and showing boobs or whatever, and the guy's mom joined in. And people saw her boobs. <laughs> I misinterpreted the situation as thinking that guy's mom was super cool, right? But he was very sensitive about this. She drank. And, and it, she was very sensitive. He did not like that his mom embarrassed him like that in front of people. And it, it became sort of, it, it got hushed up. You know, no one talked about it. No, no one wanted to hurt him because it was hurtful. I have Dude, the opposite humiliating. story. I have the opposite story. You say no one embarrassed him about it. No one wanted to hurt him. There was a kid. Harley. She's uh, <laughs> <laughs> <Jeez>, Kyle. <laughs> uh, Harley doesn't watch. Harley's mom was a stripper. And mm. she would strip at this uh, this local biker bar, which I ended up later in life like going to a ton and like, like playing poker. They had like a sketchy poker game there, like a cash game. And like I'd notice like if you'd sit in the, the booths along the wall. There were like pictures of chicks, you know, flashing and stuff in the bar, right? That's they take Polaroids and like nail them up on the on the wall. It was that kind of joint. I don't even think they had a liquor license. And one of the kids, this guy who was like, I don't know, forty five, but still in the twelfth grade or something like that. He was <laughs> like, Yeah, I saw your mama strip at the flats. I saw her strip up there last night. Your mama got some nice titties and just, oh, it was <laughs> awful. It was, it was so <laughs> awkward to be. I, I like I. I wanted to melt away. I was mm. like, oh, I'm glad my mama doesn't strip at the flats because that's humiliating. <laughs> and, the strip know, club can, is called the flats. It's not a strip club. It's a it's a bar at a you know, there's it's a place where I, I, it's a place where like there's two hills and they they go down and there's a flat area. And, and that that place is called the flats. And it's it's like a little biker. So bar. she took her titties out just for the fuck of it. Like, no, she just she's took a her stripper. Tits out. She stripped in the bar for and people gave her monies. Okay, man, it would be impossible to talk shit as a high schooler to anyone if at any point they could be like, hey, after school, I may just go have your mom's tits on my face. How would you like that? Yeah, like you you couldn't talk shit. You couldn't. 
And then, like, a girl I was friends with worked at the local grocery store. She's like, yeah, I've seen Harley's mom come in. She pays with ones. (laughs) (laughs) Very sticky ones. (laughs) What are you doing with the ones before you give them? Never mind. (laughs) Well, it's where you put the ones when you give them. Oh, okay. I literally thought, like... Do people ejaculate on their singles before they stuff them in the in the, <laughs> in the in the bikini? Like it, that just doesn't even make sense. You guys yeah, are crazy. Yeah, they roll them up into a tube <laughs> and then jerk off with them, Woody. That's why you sit right next to the stage. That's what the oh. champagne room is for. Oh, is you that go what back happens and in the jack off in all your money, and <laughs> you come out and throw it in singles. At now, the I, now it all makes sense. Yeah, that's that's the that's like your like only real way to touch a stripper at a reputable place is when you tuck the money into her uh you know panties or her bra or whatever it's kind of a a fresh way to like you can you just know, briefly touch her belly with the back of your finger yeah. well well you, you know you keep going oh, farther and don't farther act like that's nothing woody it's, it's that's not- <laughs> Got, a woman could graze your dick with her wrist, and you're into it. I could, I could feel a lot with the back of my knuckles, sir. If I've been staring at it corrected. for an hour, don't act like that's not worth a dollar. <laughs> Usually, <laughs> Mister, I don't want the apocalypse to happen. Fucking you, Warren Buffett over there. Don't act. Think, don't. Don't you dare shit talk on tipping strippers a dollar. <laughs> Usually the girl will indicate, she'll indicate where she wants the money put. Mm-hmm. And if she's not feeling you, she's, they've often got this, like a garter. You know what a garter is? Like yeah, it's on yeah. your thigh. It's that round fl- frilly thing. They'll be like, yeah, right here. Cause that's like, that's the lowest tier of where you get to put the money other than just putting it on the stage. If she's just like, yeah, just put it on the floor near me. Yeah. Now you don't need to touch me. But then if you're going to touch her, the lowest tier is the garter. But sometimes she'll be like, yeah, right here. And you're basically just like touching her pussy with 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 your, you know, the your back of your knuckle or whatever. And, and you know, if she likes you, you know, you get as fresh as you want. And and the the less reputable the establishment is, the more you can, you know, touch and do What's stuff. the what's the freshest what's the freshest you've ever got? Oh, in a she, strip just, club? she just she just got in the back room. Like oh. in, in the the main area, the freshness. Like how maybe like a, a 10 second knuckle rub on her clit. Like, I was on Adderall you? one time in Vegas, and I, I think I dry-humped a stripper's snatch for probably 20 minutes while she counted her money. That, <laughs> that like, Adderall and strip clubs for me is, pre- is pretty much better than anything in the world. Uh, <laughs> what the hell does Adderall do? That It makes... Me so focused and devastating <laughs> when it comes to women. Like I don't say any <laughs> weird spurgy things. I don't try to be funny. I become like Don Draper with the right combination of Adderall and liquor. It is the complete opposite of me. It would be unrecognizable. Like it would be like Edward Norton and Tyler Durden. The difference, but it's fucking perfect. Does Adderall I don't know keep you awake just, like caffeine? Or did I Adderall make that up? More than no, caffeine. Yeah, it, it it gets it, it keeps you awake for quite some time. So I wouldn't want to take it before the show. Uh, if you take a quick release and you only did ten milligrams, then it'd be fine. Like like I I've I've taken one before the show in the past, and it's like, I mean, you know, I get to sleep by one or two. You know, it's not like you're up all night. I'm or up anything. that long anyway. Exactly, that's what I figured. Yeah. Um, as far as getting fresh in the club, I've definitely like touched her pussy with like uh like like putting the money in there. <laughs> Um, and like touched her nipple, like putting it, it, cause some, some places aren't, you know, she'll start with a, a, like a top on some, mm-hmm. pl- some pl- I've been to a place 
wasn't even topless. It was like a burlesque type thing. And I was immediately like, shit, they tricked us with that cover charge thing. Yeah. I already bought a drink. Like, like, like I guess we'll finish our booze. Um, but but Did they read you any British poetry during their burlesque show or whatever they do with their liberal arts degrees? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like it was disappointing that there weren't titties, but at the same time, it was sort of nice to see like some sort of mystery because like like chicks sometimes some chicks definitely look better just in lingerie than than topless or naked, and it seemed like these were the girls who, who that was true for, and they they seemed like better dancers. And there was a better performance involved because you got to make up for the fact that there's no titties, right? So it was a, it, it was a, it was a bit of a show. And you're and, not on ecstasy. Yeah, yeah. right. And uh, but but in the back room, I mean, I've had chicks just go ahead and get naked, you know, 100% when they're not supposed to. I'm pretty sure I've been to. I it, it's fuzzy. I don't even remember if I've been to places where the bottoms were off, but I think I have. I'm almost sure I have at some point because I've been to strip clubs in like several states, but it just doesn't stick out to me remembering that. You'd think I would, but I prefer those places 100%. Like that would be the way to go. Like the idea that they're just topless is kind of lame anyway, if you ask me. What's the selling point to a burlesque show over a strip club? Like it's, Cla- they just, it's, they, it's the same thing, but they're wearing clothes, right? They're, they're wearing like lingerie or like, like basically swimming suit type I situation, like the, underwear. See, that, that's, not a, that's not a selling point to me. Like if but you want to go, it's a classier. Go bigger, go home. It's a classier show that you could take, like someone who wouldn't go to a strip club too. Like, like maybe if your girlfriend's uptight and she doesn't want to go to the strip club, she would go to a burlesque show a lot of the times. Like you could take your parents to a fucking burlesque show. Aren't they funny and like have like almost an act? Like yeah, they have an act. Sometimes they do. You know, <laughs> it, it depends on the level. Like, like there's levels to the shit, right? Yeah. You know, like like so like that crazy thing I went to in New York that time at that club called the Box. That was this weird mix of performance art and BDSM and stripping and pornography and like it was everything all mishmashed into one. Like one minute there's like a, I don't know if it was a man or a woman to this day, but they came out mostly naked wearing a dog mask on a leash and collar. And then mm. the chick like put whipped cream all on her pussy and like shoved his face in it and then fucked him with a strap on. And then, all right, next show. And and out comes some lady wearing a necklace and streaming down from it is like a beaded curtain. And that's all she's wearing. Is and, and so every time she like sways as she sings, you're seeing everything briefly. It's perfect. But she was a great singer. And I, we were all just like, you know, she's got a killer body, but god damn, she's talented. She could sing. And they but they told me the re- the way they got me to go there was like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's uh there's this one guy, he eats an entire pizza. Right there on stage while he talks to you. And then he, <laughs> then he vomits it into a bucket. And then he eats the vomit. Huh. And I was just like, you're shitting me. Huh. No, that's not a thing. That's not, that's not a thing. Yeah, yeah. He, he's, he's like, yeah, yeah. Mike owns the place. And I was like, you own a club in New York? He's like, ah, 2%. 2%. I'm like, that's a lot. That's good enough. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that was, that was a ridiculous. I saw Hamilton movie. last weekend. They uh yeah Hamilton is now on the road and it's like the the real production is doing a national tour so it's like I guess it's not on Broadway anymore but it's the same dudes and uh, I like Hamilton I had heard it before so I knew the plot and it was it was cool they're amazingly talented it's like these people can run around they they shouldn't they be winded yet they still sing great but their mics are on you can hear them breathing sometimes and they're just super good Hamilton I've talked about it before it is. It's hard to even follow the characters because the thing is so diverse. 
right? There is an adult black man playing Alexander Hamilton, who is played by a Mexican dude married to a white woman. And the adult black man that is his son is an, an adult black man, right? So the way that this like 30-year-old pretends to be six is he acts retarded, right? So he's like learning to play the <laughs> piano damn next to drooling, <laughs> just like, oh, oh God, God. God. No wonder people and, love it right? so much. So, dude, <laughs> I can't, I'm having a hard you time. You know, I like the historical accuracy, but the retarded kid playing the piano, really. <laughs> the, I'm, the adult I'm ha- black man acting retarded. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but that is I the love, way that he that portrayed. That was my favorite part. <laughs> Wait a minute, are you, are you sure that it's not so diverse that they just got a retarded man to yes, play that because he aged, right? He got ah. unretarded by the time by the time he was like eighteen or nineteen. Okay. Now he can like sing and dance, and he's doing his Hamilton stuff, and oh, and God. yeah, oh. Hamilton's really good, actually. Like I like it. And a thing that can make Hamilton better is if you are like me, you don't really know your American history well enough. I'm like Hamilton. Like I'm like. Uh, I don't know, maybe 50-50 on whether or not he becomes president, right? There, there's some... <laughs> the ending was a big surprise for you. Yeah, yeah. Ah, oh, it turns out that wow, was... Wow, so he did make... I never thought he'd go from retarded boy struggling to play, you know, <laughs> You're thinking of the sun. But yeah, yeah. Of but these United States. It's like there's a Harrison, right? And I was like, I think there might be a Hamilton. I'm not sure. Yeah. See on the money who's on the twenty, which is Jackson. It turns out, but but yeah, if your history sucks, Jackson. It turns out. <laughs> thanks for that hot take. <laughs> <laughs> so so I don't know the way it ends all that well. No, I do at this point because I had heard it on you know, tape. But the first time I heard it, I'm like, well, how's it going to go? And there's probably things that even if you think you do know history that you might not know, like the, the situation with his wife and the uh, mistress and and how that played out and stuff like that. Oh. I was I was shell shocked mm-hmm. at the end of the passion. Thanks. When when he dies. Yeah, yeah. It was like whoa, whoa. They they killed him. What is the passion? Yeah. Of the, the passion Christ. of the Christ. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just like to imagine Woody watching like all of these historical like dramas With and Titanic shock every time. Like, the Titanic sinks. <laughs> Leo, come on! Gotta, yeah. Get to the engine Dude, room quick. It, Fuck the lady. But I'm telling you, you'll be JFK. Did you know he was gonna end up <laughs> shot in that one? <laughs> so, so Hamilton is played by like a Mexican dude. <laughs> And that one kind of bothered me because their thing about their diverse cast is they don't care who and what you are. They just hire the best person for the role. <laughs> but not white. then when the yeah, yeah. Not, oh, there's yeah. there's one white guy in the show. I'll circle back to him. Then uh, when the 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 guy who wrote it and won all the Tonys and whatever, he walks around with a dog mask, getting pegged. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> they when he like left the show, they hired a lookalike. Which is a different dude. I don't know if he's Mexican or Native American or whatever the hell he is. But it's like, oh, wait. They didn't hire the best role. They tried to replace the other guy who they claimed they hired for the best role with a lookalike different Mexican dude to play Alexander Hamilton. Who did? I, I Googled him. I know he doesn't look like that. But, yeah, he, he does in the show. And, and it, it is weird. Thomas Jefferson, that guy... I, I don't know how to politely explain. Like, he's really black. Uh, like there, he... is he always <laughs> reminding crazy. you that he's black? Because I fucking hate that. Like, uh, <laughs> I hate the guys where I can tell. Like, I know that you're acting more black, so that I, so that we all see it, and it's fucking annoying. Me. There's was... a couple black comedians that do that. Yeah, he kind of. 
like ramped up the 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 jive, you know, like when Will like Smith goes, ah, ah, yeah. like can you fucking <laughs> stop going, ah, you stroke victim prick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, but you know you have to be. I guess in, even if they were all white guys, you'd have to know that's Thomas Jefferson because he's not going to look just like him. Or, or even if I really know what Thomas Jefferson is supposed to look like at that age. But uh, yeah, you just, all right, all right. Black guy wearing all purple for some reason. Thomas Jefferson, I've got that mapped. Uh, you know, and, Like Mr. Glass? <laughs> yeah, he dressed like Mr. Glass. But it was, I enjoyed the show. I liked it. They're amazingly talented. I um, I like musicals. A little more than I like rap music, which which is to say, like, it, it, I like rap music. It just seems like I like 3% of it. You know, if you just turn on whatever's popular right now and some mumble rapper's doing his thing, probably won't be my cup of tea. But I could list off 30 songs that I actually really do like. That's where music It's hilarious because what you just said could be construed where it's like, I usually don't care for black art. But in this case, but you know, they're, they were history. acting pretty white. The worst part <laughs> is some of my favorite rap music are Eminem songs. And it's just not my thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, but I liked Hamilton. Hamilton fit in that, like, you know, it, it was good. It was good. You'd like it. It was kind of expensive, though. It was more than ah, other plays. I don't think I would like it. I, I, don't, I The only musical I've ever liked, well, to be fair, the only musical I've ever seen uh, is, <laughs> the south park one the mormon one and that actually had me laughing out loud quite a bit that was hilarious i saw mary poppins at the fox in atlanta and i really liked it mm. you know like, like i i knew a lot of the songs because i've seen fucking mary poppins a time or two or whatever and uh i don't know it was really fucking entertaining there was there was a part where you know mary poppins is if, if you're not familiar is is like a witch or magical or some shit. So she can. She, I think Mary Poppins is a witch, right? Like like what else? Yeah, she's she or or a demon. She is at least one of them. <laughs> demon. You some sort of a theory being and and she's been them. possessed by Pazuzu or something she's like that. She's herself. I thought you. Yeah, know. because because she can do some shit. And at one point, she literally takes a run at the side of the stage, and you get a. You know, is it, the fox has this enormous stage. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say it's 50 feet tall that you can see, and it's of course a, a theater-sized stage. It's very wide. She starts running up the side of the stage, straight, shit. straight up in the air, and then she's upside down, 50 feet in the air, singing supercalifragilisticexpialidocious and dancing upside down. They've got her on some sort of a wire rig, and I'm just like. Fuck yeah! Did her skirt fall down? <laughs> I don't remember. Uh, that's what <laughs> I, I need to know. Even looking for those tits look like. I think I would have remembered that. Your tits. It was. Uh, it was amazing. It was. It was so entertaining. It, it was like a, a little bit of circ. Cirque du Soleil, like mixed into this Mary Poppins like musical shit. I I enjoyed it a lot. I feel like a lot of guys hate on musicals, and then they're like, oh, you know what? But I actually did like this one, and I did like that one, and it's like, yeah, I, I if you gave it a try, you might find you like musicals more than rap. I I definitely yeah, but well, it's like four hundred that. bucks. That's the yeah, I'm not that's interested why. enough Hamilton to like read his wiki. Like I don't fucking care, you know. Well, then you might. Be surprised by the ending, like me. Do you know how? I it... know he was a president. So I, I, I wouldn't get caught off guard with that, but uh, I don't know the whole story. But I also know he wasn't black. That might take me out of it. <laughs> yeah. and, and, and his son uh, has a you know a little side plot that that I didn't know. Don't spoil about. it. Don't spoil it. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. It's 
it's history. <laughs> do you know? Do you think everyone knows what happened to Alexander Hamilton's son? I, he defeated retardation by playing. <laughs> <you know. laughs> yeah. See, yeah, people no, don't I, know. I don't think everyone knows. I didn't know. So um, uh, I don't want to support federalist propaganda. I've <laughs> always been a hardcore Whig. I continue to be. <laughs> Let's bring Big Party back, or the Bull Moose Party, dude. Hey, I, North Carolina is once again reigning supreme. People talk about Louisiana. People talk about New Orleans. People talk about Chicago as hotbeds for political uh, corruption. I'm foolery. North yeah. Carolina, motherfuckers, back on top. We're literally throwing out thousands of ballots, collecting them unsealed, filling them in, and counting those as legitimate votes. Democracy. Where democracy is like legit under threat. Here, they they a, a woman. So the the Republican who ran for NC nine, I think, or whatever the hell that is. Um, it's this fucking bumfuck, like. Uh, rural area of North Carolina. He paid $400,000 to a Democrat whose job was to make sure the votes were counted honestly to not count them honestly. That that's appears how this thing is coming out. So uh, he wins by like 900 votes or something. And she fucked with tons of them. And there's all these like statistical anomalies. Like no one in California, in uh, Carolina, North Carolina, this term won more Republican voting or write-in vote, not write-in, uh, absentee ballots. Democrats won absentee ballots in every single district, except this one, which is wildly lopsided the other way. Apparently absentee ballots were the way that they fucked with votes. There's thousands that were thrown out. Uh, there, Dude, there was so much shit the across FBI the board is this like election coming on, in on both time. sides. Do you guys think it's fucked that we don't have some kind of voter ID system? What is, where's everybody on that? What's, I don't the, understand. what's the room temperature? I mean, I, I definitely think that we need a voter ID system. Like, like every every nation, every Western nation, first world nation in the world has that. Mexico has that. You have to have an ID to vote. Like, it, it's integral to, so, to democracy that you prove you're a citizen. Somebody, American Idol has it. We don't have You could walk where I voted at like this elementary school down the street. You could walk in and do the old restaurant reservation trick. And just read it upside down and say, yeah, that's me. And that's it. And I feel like people act mm. like requiring people to have voter ID is somehow at all akin to what they used to do like 60 years ago, 70 years ago when they were like, all right, take this voting test. Have you seen those? These, have like, you ever? Super yeah. They're scary. fucking it's like, hard. Say, oh, it, it's <laughs> not even hard. It, it's made to be impossible. It's made yeah. to disqualify you because it'll say like, like number six, it'll be like circle the first O in this sentence aside from the overall first or like whatever, like just written yeah. in a way that's deliberately super confusing so that no matter what the person did, they're, they're going to get disqualified. They used to do that to black people in the, in the South, but like just saying, Hey, you should have an ID, a government issued state ID. It doesn't have to be a driver's license. can just be a state ID. That's totally reasonable. I Every wish someone has. from the blue side. And if people don't know, I'm, I'm the bluest guy on this show, I think, but I wish someone would explain to me why requiring an ID hurts Democrats so much because it almost sounds racist to me. Like, oh, you know, Democrats, they're too poor for driver's licenses or going to a bar or all the things like buying cigarettes, like all the things you need ID for. Like, really, is that a thing? Like a or driving a car or going, it, you have to show ID in so many places. Buying like, a tobacco like, or alcohol or renting a car. Is the or assumption going that all these Democrats have warrants out for their arrest and they don't want to be identified when they go voting? I think I, the assumption is that, that 
I think the assumption is a lot of them are illegal immigrants living living here. They're 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 not legal, and, and somehow they're still voting. That's well, that's what I mean. If you believe Fox News, they would say, but that is horseshit because you do have to be on the list. You know, they don't require ID. They do require you to say who you are, unless your state's different than mine. I, I voted in New Jersey and North Carolina, and you go in, you say, I'm my, this is my name, this is my address, and then they look you up and make sure that your name and address is on that list, and then they give you a ballot. So, yeah, I, in some it, it, I mean, like if that. that's true, I just don't see why anyone has an issue with it. Like, like, the reason that I want it to be true is, like, I like the sanctity of the election, right? I want to make sure that who won, won. Like, whether I like that person or not... Mm -hmm. Whoever wins mm -hmm. should win. Uh, you know, like like we're not. Uh, th that's that's what the fucking election is about. That's why who we're are doing these it. People that don't even have IDs. I, I don't know and who those fucking I, people. Yeah, are. I don't know who those although, people are. That's although, a better like, question. You meet these people all the time. Like Shroud, for example, does not have, have a driver's license. It's odd to me. Now he is from Canada, so maybe that's on him. Like the, like when you meet someone who's an adult who has a job and they don't have a driver's license or state ID, it's like it's not like a oh man like like. Uh, you're you're incapable of getting this done. It's like no, you need to get this done. You need to take the steps needed to get your ID like that. Well, I, I'm totally I'm bored with Woody, where it's like, who are these people with no ID? Like, no. who, who are they? I, 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 it, it, it's always odd to me when someone doesn't have a form of ID. It's bizarre because like, I feel like it's a bit of a rite of passage to have a fucking government issued identification card of some kind. You know, I've got a couple. I, like, like, I don't get it. It, it doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't compute with me. And so when one side is like, no, um, we don't want to lose our voting block full of people who don't have any form of identification whatsoever. Don't worry about who they are. They know who they are. They'll give you a name, a, a name. I'm just like, well, that sounds kind of fishy to me that, that you're fighting for this so hard. Yeah, I don't know why. I, it's, it seems to be universally agreed upon that it hurts Democrats if you require an ID. And like mm -hmm. I said, if you're in the bubble and you're an idiot, then you think that it's because they're illegal immigrants. But that's not the case. You need to actually be registered to vote, and you have to be a citizen to get registered to vote, unless there's a mistake. It's just they think Democrats don't have IDs, and I don't get it. What I don't get it either. Using someone else's name. What if they say they're you, but they don't have to prove it? They well, I mean, people do get caught doing that. That's how like dead voters sometimes do it. But usually, like the dead voters like mail in. Hello, uh, my name is Matt. My name like is Matt. Thirty of those out of fifteen million or thirty million. Uh, oh, I'm, I'm just saying yeah. it happens. And like, I mean, I and you guarantee you don't catch all those things. Like, I don't think that's swaying any elections. I don't think that enough dead people are voting that it's swaying anything. It's you know, another thing that they do that like they shouldn't be able to do, like the news should not be allowed to do this, is calling races when there's like seven percent of the vote in. Like, if you notice that, where they're like, all right, well, uh, there's still four hours left in Virginia to vote, but I'm calling it for the red guy. I'm calling it for the blue guy. And it's like, you know that people who live in that state are watching this right now. Like, you're actively influencing an election by by calling it that? early. People are going to think, oh, I may as well not even go. Or, oh, now yeah. I... They Fuck don't call them. the votes before Fuck the polls Fuck stupid close, people. Though. Fuck the people who don't need a license. <laughs> Fuck the people who get influenced by the news and ads. Fuck them. They're idiots. They don't need to vote. They call Apparently it... Fox did for uh, Fox and CNN, and or maybe not CNN, some other source, like a couple of them. No, I think it was Fox and CNN or Fox and MSNBC. Like two of them called races beforehand when there was still hours and hours to go. People, it was a big thing on Twitter. They absolutely the do that. Because, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. There will be like a small percentage of the vote in or whatever, but there's there's people still in line, and and they'll they'll be like, ah, we're we're making a prediction that 
Jimmy Popcorn is going to win the, the <laughs> senator seat from Rhode Island. And, and I feel like if I'm in line in Rhode Island, and it's like, shit, where's the front of that line? Oh, Jimmy? Jimmy Popcorn won? All right, let's call it a, call it a day, boys. I, I don't know. It, y'all yeah, got any more that, stickers? <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm not stopping until I get my I voted sticker. <laughs> uh, if I love can't brag about voting, what's the point? Let me, uh, let me do some advertisements here. Yeah, tell everybody about GOAT. If you're buying sneakers online, there is a good chance that the shoe you're looking at is fake. How can you be sure it's real? Well, GOAT.com is the safest way to buy and sell authentic sneakers online. They're the largest marketplace in the world for authentic Yeezys, Jordans, and over 600,000 sneaker listings. They've made the whole process frictionless and trustworthy. They do this by only accepting sellers with the best reputation and by verifying all sneakers to ensure their authenticity for their buyers. Every detail is inspected, from the stitching and the color to the size and weight, GOAT certifies that every pair of sneakers on their site matches exact factory specifications. With over half a million sneakers on the platform and 10 million users, you won't find better prices for verified, 100% authentic sneakers anywhere else. This month only, uh, this month only uh, get free shipping at GOAT.com PKA. That's GOAT.com PKA. Shipping this month, uh, oh, that's written it interestingly, shipping this month only, free shipping this month only. Plus, you'll also be supporting our show when you go to goat.com slash PKA. That's uh, spelled G-O-A-T dot com slash PKA. They, uh, there you go. Check them they out. Sent, they sent me a, uh, a couple hundred bucks in goat credit, and uh, I have not picked out a pair of sneakers yet. I've been pretty busy, but uh, I'm going to go on there soon. And, uh, and and pick up some shoes. They have. You gonna get some active wear? You gonna get something more dressy? What are you? I don't know. I have to look at the selection. They have this. It, it's it's. I I've went to the website three times now, maybe, and looked at hundreds and hundreds of pairs of sneakers. And I'm afraid I'm gonna like purchase a pair with my with my free credits, and then see something that I I, I wanted instead. So I I don't know. I, I got to find the right pair. When you uh, when you rank them, you can like sort. When you sort the shoes by like most expensive to least expensive, it's shocking how like like some of these super super rare special edition like sneakers how how expensive they can be. Um, the the cheapest sneakers on there are twenty five dollars, and I think the most expensive pair is fifty thousand dollars. And <laughs> fifty thousand <yeah>. dollars. <laughs> yeah, and it runs. Were they on camp. the moon? Where but, were these sneakers worn? What, your shoes aren't fifty grand. What do you guys pay? Pleb, and it, uh, <laughs> it runs the gambit in between. It's not like the, like most of their sneakers are, are, are thousands of dollars, but if that's your style, they definitely have those like thousand dollar plus Yeezys and like super rare special edition Jordans and shit like that. Uh, it's, it's really cool if you're a sneakerhead. Check them out. Some people collect sneakers like they're Pokemon cards. Yeah, like they'll have yeah. closets full of sneakers. We'd uh, we'd like to thank Stitch Fix for sponsoring tonight's episode of PKA. Style. Some of us have it. Some don't. But just because a sense of style seems elusive for some doesn't mean it's impossible to obtain. Uh, there's there's no time like the present to discover that style you never knew that you had. And you can, with a little help from our friends over at Stitch Fix. Stitch Fix has reinvented how we find and buy clothes. Just answer some basic questions about your sizes, favorite styles, and your budget right from your laptop, smartphone, or tablet. And your personal stylist then springs into action. Hand selecting five brand new clothing items just for you. I know, I know. Personal stylist sounds like something only the rich and famous can afford. But you can, too. Stitch Fix's styling fee is only 20 bucks, which is applied as a credit toward anything you keep. And since your personal stylist uses only your preferences to pick your clothes, you're still in complete control. Once the items arrive, try them on and only pay for what you keep. 
Don't like something? Need another size? Just send the items back. No questions asked. And shipping is, of course, free both ways. Get your fix wherever you want or sign up to receive uh, scheduled shipments. The choice is yours. I love Stitch Fix, and I know that you will, too. Hurry to stitchfix.com slash pka to get started now. Keep all five items in your box, and you'll get 25% off your entire purchase. That's stitchfix.com slash pka, stitchfix.com slash pka. Did you get yourself a Check beer, Taylor? Yes, I did. Are, are you on your first beer? Uh, second. Mm. It's light beer, so it barely counts. Do you have your... Oh, you got two things. Oh, I guess a shot and a chaser. But I got these. I was at the store. Every once in a while, I buy like specialty cream sodas, like not diet ones, the good kind. And I got Farrah Fawcett cream soda, which they have. And then I got um, <laughs> Muammar Gaddafi cream soda. <laughs> <laughs> it's oh, called right. Cream My People. Is liberating it really? taste. Yeah, it's, it says liberating taste on it. <laughs> but so, cream my people is a little sexual. Is that just me? It maybe is. You know, Kadabra uh, was the guy who had that that team of hot, sexy female bodyguards. Did you remember that? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. So he he was into creaming his people and gassing them. Uh, uh, purportedly. Ah, who, who are you gonna <laughs> believe, George Bush? Please. Wait, was Gaddafi the one? Did he get accused of gassing, or is that no, just a I don't side? Think so. I want to say that Gaddafi had um, like yellow cake uranium or something. He had chemical weapons or, or some shit. And like right after 9-11, I feel like, like like the Bush White House was like, all right, anybody who's got any shit out there, we're coming for you. And Gaddafi was like, my friend, take all of my shit. Take <laughs> it all. And then he's dead like two years later. That, that, that sent a great message to all the despots out there. Don't give up your scary shit. Or they'll kill you in a, in a year or two. That's all that's keeping you alive, scary despots around the world. You're scary shit. Noted. K- hold on to your scary shit. Yeah, hang on to your nukes and your smallpox and your sarin gas and your VX rockets and all that shit. Or they'll come and get you. You know, like, maybe I'm just being a pessimist, but I don't think we're going to solve this Middle East situation. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think we should probably out. just fucking cut and run. And just get out of there, right? Like, we've done nothing but ruin the lives of millions of Middle Eastern people at the expense of trillions of dollars for taxpayers. All right. Like, I, I, no. I, I agree with you, but I want to I do a little topic change here. Yes. Uh, that I, I have a couple things. I find them all to be hilarious. These are some things that happened this week. I'm just going to pull up my little tab here. So, Brett Far- the thing where Brett Favre got trolled, I think that's funny. I have a menagerie of ghetto fights, we'll call them, all with women. I, I only like the ladies when they fight. Ladies, all right? Uh, several of them end up getting hit by cars. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> um, and I also have Pathetic Mealtime Episode 1, which oh. is... I want to see that one so much. Can we do it first? I, I'm absolutely fine with that. Now, now, Did you give a backstory for Pathetic Mealtime for everybody? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyone who's not aware of Pathetic Mealtime, it's a, I am the executive producer slash creative director uh, of Pathetic Mealtime. Uh, basically, it's our friend Anthony, who's a, a $50 a month patron. He, uh, he's a fun guy. Um, I think he's about 20 years old, something like that. Uh, he's out in California. He's got a, a little bit of a rough living situation. He's had a hard time uh, growing up, and it's made him a, a bit of an odd duck. But but we but we like him. We have a good time with him. 
And uh, he's got kind of a rough life, like I said. And, and currently, um, his home life's a little um, complicated. So late at night, if he wants to eat something, there, he can't use the kitchen because there are people sleeping in the living room. And so he had to go out on his little tiny balcony to cook something. And I told him, like, like we were, I, I was like, you know, man, when I was a kid, if I wanted to cook something late at night, like in the summertime when I'm staying up all, all night long, you know, you're, not, you're out of school, and I didn't want to wake my parents, I would take like the George Foreman grill or like whatever out on the porch. And I would, uh, I would cook out there. That way I didn't like smoke out the house and wake my parents up and get in trouble. And so he sets up a little kitchen out on his little balcony and he sets up a live stream on Twitch. And it was very sad to watch because he's making these <laughs> enormous, he's making these enormous double cheeseburgers. He's got a pet carrier as a table and he's got like a George Foreman grill <laughs> or something like that. And he's got all of his condiments laying around haphazardly. And he's got these massive beef burgers he's cooking. They're double cheeseburgers. Can burgers. I just play this while you're talking? It's an hour long. Yeah, yeah. You're going to want to skip all through it. You know, like, like, like I'm, I'm telling you, like, like maybe like show a little bit of the cooking. Like, like do it at your leisure. Because, like, you know, I, I've only come on board as executive producer slash creative director today. <laughs> today. <laughs> So, so oh, I yeah, had... he is using a pet carrier as <laughs> his, as his canvas here. Yeah. So his man, phone, this is sad. Probably <laughs> for sad. a pit bull. What I'm time of day is bull. it? It's it's five, oh, dude. It's five a.m. California time. I woke up at seven a.m. Where does this guy live? Uh, he wouldn't give a shit. Sacramento. Uh, oh. I, I I I'm obviously on the East Coast, and so I wake up at like seven a.m. I'm like rise and shine, motherfuckers. And I, I hop on online to see if anything happened in the world while I was asleep. And everybody is talking about something I'm not seeing. And I'm like, what's going on, guys? He's like, they're like, he's streaming it. He, he's streaming the pathetic mealtime we were talking about. I'm like, holy shit. So I, I hop on board. And, and, and he's, he's already cooking. And he's got like, keep in mind, this is his like cell phone jammed up on like a rug that's rolled up and stuck in the corner. Like, <laughs> I like, love the like, tripod. It's not plugged in, so the battery is like ticking down, and the, it's an hour long because that's when the battery died. Okay, on his cell phone. Right? <laughs> at so one off his shoe for some reason at thirty-three minutes. I'm not getting one, any audio. Is there audio? There should be audio, but 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 I can't confirm. There was audio at the time of the of the broadcast. <laughs> oh, um, I heard him say something. Yeah, at one point towards <laughs> the end, after he finishes both of his gigantic. I want to say it was a pound of meat. Just a pound of meat with cheese melted on top. Five in the morning? At five in the morning. He was hungry. And at the end, he's wearing full PK. <laughs> if you're not watching this like a fool, he's wearing full PKA gear. He's got the hat. He's got the sweatshirt. And he like gets this really greasy hand from like the burger grease dripping on it. And just wipes it right on his <laughs> pants. I love that. Like, like, And so all this week, we've been talking to him about like video ideas and and uh, we've been we've been buying him stuff on Amazon for the show. I bought him a hot plate. Another guy bought him a, uh, a deep fryer. Is this if, uh, I don't I don't yeah. cook. My, is this a hot plate I'm looking at? I want to say it's like a George Foreman type thing. That George he's Foreman is like a clamshell, though. This is just a hot surface of some sort. This is only half of a George Foreman mm -hmm. grill. Um, yeah. Look, I, I, okay, okay I yeah, it's, it's some kind of an electric griddle. Okay. I, I I, I actually didn't see the cooking live. By the time I tuned in, uh, he was eating. 
and and it, because and that to me was the funniest part. It was like, all right, well, let's just watch Anthony eat a few gigantic burgers <laughs> while he's making stares. four huge burgers, four like three yeah. quarter pounders or something. It, they it's were satisfying they were to watch a guy eat for some reason. It really is, and and so I was immediately like, this is not epic meal time. This is pathetic meal time. First of all, don't move that bicycle or that lawnmower you've got in the background. That's Carol. Yeah. My wife, my, my, wife, my right daughter now. has a... the same bike, I think. Don't get rid of the pet carrier. <laughs> that, is your, that is your work surface, the pet carrier. <laughs> At one point, he was going to get in the pet carrier, but it was wet on the inside. So I'm hoping tonight we get him in the pet carrier. That's right. Pathetic Meal Time, episode two, premiering tonight. If you're a Patreon... Get on over to Twitch and watch little Anthony, big Anthony. He's going to be cooking up some corn dogs and some French fries. I suggested that earlier tonight. He's been out all this afternoon shopping for cornmeal and sugar and flour and stuff. <laughs> I got my, my buddy Slate, I think, PayPal'd him a, a few monies uh, so that he could afford uh, so some, happy. some ingredients. Oh, nothing makes this man happier than, than monies and, and corn oh, dogs and, and beef. Is. Video the eating though, like the, if you go to like forty minutes or so, it's funny. I, I think I know what he's talking about. Like when he's sitting there, first of all, to set the stage, there's a pet carrier. There's the smallest little like coffee table kind of thing you can imagine he's eating on. There's two old bikes. There's a pile of trash in the corner. There's a string. <laughs> there is. There's like two strings tied to a lawnmower running the length of the small porch. Oh, the lawnmower the is the um, yeah, it, the laundry line. Shit. You realize a, that's a, a laundry line. Setup. It has the clips yeah. on it. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. got. We're gonna line utilize going that. We're going to utilize that in the cooking process later. Now, I didn't realize the lawnmower he's, was he's the sitting post. There, and as he's eating, in silence, alone, 5.30 in the morning with his burger, like he'll take a bite, take like three chews, and then like give a half smile and like nod to himself. Yeah. Like, Things you know are... what? In the midst of this, this burger is good. So episode two, good. If, you're wa- if you're a patron... And you're watching this early, like tonight, as of like you know December sixth, or it may roll over to the seventh at midnight or whatever. He will be streaming tonight, I'm sure. It may be late. I don't know. I'm I'm asking right now what his Twitch is because I don't know exactly. It's probably like Xbox PC man uh, or something. Can I interrupt shit like you? That. Yeah. Anthony is me, all one word. Thank you. You nailed it. And um, so that's episode two tonight. Will be corn dogs. I hope that's that's what I suggested today. He he loved the idea. I sent him a few recipes. And, uh, and and French fries. I told him like all you need is a potato, some wieners, and you know batter mix, etc. And you're good to go. Uh, episode three, uh, which which probably will debut this weekend, uh, he is going to take that bicycle, and with a shoestring, I'm not making this up. With a shoestring, he is going to tie a wagon to the back of that uh, bicycle, and he is going to pedal to a nearby park. To use their grills, right? <laughs> they, they have those grills that are free to the public. And in uh-huh. the dead of night, in a scary-ass, crime-riddled park with prostitutes and heroin dealers and addicts, he is going to grill something up for us real nice. Now, I, he, he, I haven't financed his, his, next, uh, his next adventure yet. Pa- episode 3 has not currently been funded. We'll see how Episode 2 does. So if you're listening to this, let's support Anthony. Anthony has a rough time. He's an Uber. He is a Uber Eats driver. Um, he has a hard time getting by when he puts gas into his car. His car is like a. Uh, it, it barely moves. It, it's a real, 
it's a That's real how much gas it needs. <laughs> he, just, it, six, he, was, he, he was like, I need $16. The car has cancer. He was like, I need $16. He's like, I have $24 to my name. It costs $16 just to get enough gas in the car to make it to the store and back. Because he's getting like three miles per gallon or something. Probably needs a quart of oil, too, to make that drive. Because it's <laughs> burning oil. And and then after that, I've got like $8 or whatever to like buy the ingredients. And we're like, all right, well, we'll help you out with the ingredients, man. Let's, let, let's get pathetic mealtime rolling here before we we'll, we'll roll out the merch <laughs> later on, you know. But but for now, let's just get some recipes, some uh, some utensils. Some, some cooking implements. I hope and, you stay as passionate being the venture capitalist for this endeavor because this is hilarious. Like, I, I like the idea of you sending him burgers like, for all the prostitutes and drug dealers. That would be a good show. You could be hilarious. Like, I skipped around. Did he sit there and eat all four burgers? Yeah. 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 He, he made yeah. doubles. He made doubles, double cheeseburgers. Oh, and and each man. one is like a, a half a pound. And, and he ate them up like, like a champion. And then he stared into that camera like Private Pile from Full Metal Jacket and talk to us. <laughs> oh, I scrolled through. Like, I scrolled through the last, the last hour of it, and it's him standing there, like, in Paranormal Activity when it, like, gets to 3 a.m., and then it, like, fast-forwards to 7 a.m., and the woman's standing there the whole time, totally still. It's really... Don't do that anymore, Anthony. <laughs> no. Like, sit down when you address the camera, because no. that's creepy. No, no, no. Keep... Oh, don't, don't you try to mess with my context? talent. <laughs> don't try to mess with my talent. A A Anthony's charm is that he's probably got Asperger's. Anthony's <laughs> charm is that he's not great socially. Anthony's charm is that he is pathetic mealtime. Okay? Man, you're really pumping this guy up. Dude, oh. I like Anthony. And, and so I only see him in the context of the Patreon hangout. And uh, yeah. I find him to be... I, he doesn't talk a lot. But my impression is that he's keeping up with everything socially with ease. You know, he's he's laughing at the people less socially adept than he is. The people who know him were having a real laugh at you saying that about him. They were like, <laughs> what he thinks he's a step ahead socially. <laughs> <laughs> it's because he doesn't talk much. So it doesn't expose if he's behind. Exactly. Anthony's For those who don't know, Anthony's the, the same guy who did uh, he did the cosplay of each of us, where like when he wore a, a fan on his back with the trash bag as Woody, and I don't remember what he did for Kyle or, or me. Uh, yeah, he, he cosplayed as all of us. It was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, what did he do for you, Kyle? I don't remember. I think he was drinking. Uh, he had like alcohol and maybe a a, a, a a shirt and a gun of some kind or something like that. I, I don't remember. It was something like that. But yeah, we're gonna make this a thing. I, I um, the only limiting factor will be his get up and go, his drive to do it, because he has a couple of um, of benefactors in myself and another gentleman. Who, uh, Slate. He's got a lot of pans in the fire, Kyle. You can't expect to get all of his enthusiasm and drive on your project. One of my video ideas is now that he has a deep fryer that that the other guy sent him <laughs> is to put the deep fryer in the passenger seat of his car, buckle it in. <laughs> Get one of those adapters so he can plug it into the cigarette lighter and go to like McDonald's and order the burgers while he's frying up the French fries and be like, come on, you got to hurry. They're almost out. <laughs> and be, like, and be like, like making fresh French fries over there in the corner. Or if I can get him to like be cool and like not care about being embarrassed to like order raw French fries from McDonald's be like, no, 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 no. I want them frozen. Give me a pack of frozen fries and then just dump them into the into the deep fryer right next to him and drive while he cooks. That's and harder like, to do than people might guess. 
Like off the bat, I'm like, dude, I would totally do that. What's hard about that? And then the real me doesn't like vlogging in front of strangers at the mall or something. Like, Dick, have you done that? Have you done things? I guess you have, but like in in public where strangers will pass judgment on you, talk to his um, phone on a selfie stick, making oh, videos. Oh, like and, out in public? Yeah. Bothering people? No. I think it's no. helpful if you're a character because like my, my, my shtick, of course, was like being the Russian guy. And so like when I was doing that, it sounds stupid as fuck. I wear, I'm aware, but like... I really got into the mindset that I was that guy and that guy doesn't get embarrassed about shit like that. And so like when I went to that liquor store that time uh, with the keg that was all shot full of holes with the two pretty like girls behind the counter and was like, yeah, my fucking keg was defective. Look at this. <laughs> it just it just exploded. Look at all these holes in it. And there's bullets in the bottom of the keg. Like, if you shake it, you can hear them rattling around in there. It was a full keg I bought and then shot with machine guns. So it's, like, all shot full of holes. And I'm just like, yes, this. I tried to tap the keg. It explodes. Beer everywhere. We get no party. Bitches all go home. And, and keg is ruined. I will not pay a deposit. I want money back. And they're just like, really? Did that happen? <laughs> and like there were hot chicks and, and like I would have had a hard time just going in there as me and be like, yeah, this this keg that I bought earlier, it, <laughs> it was defective. But because I'm sick, no, the keg explodes and the Russian keg never explodes unless you want it to explode. Uh, this is bullshit. I want my money. Get manager. Manager! You know, I have no problem being a. It's like a, it's like a shield, an ego shield, where Absolutely. like if it were you going in, they'd be like, ah, I'm presenting myself as a, as a retard. But you can exactly. leave as the Russian guy, being like, oh, no, no, I'm not retarded. Dimitri's retarded. Exactly, and and it really does. Like, I don't get the shame. I feel no shame doing it. Whereas, like, I, if a and honestly, the cameraman is a bit of a shield too. I feel like for whatever reason, because oh like, yeah, didn't consider like, that. Like Chad is there with like a, a legit camera like setup with like a stabilizer and a nice DSLR and like he's running like a big like shotgun mic or whatever and he's he's right there with me and you know we've gotten permission from the owners to go in there. People thought that video was fake. They're like, there aren't any liquor stores that just look like that. It's like, dude, we we picked a really nice liquor store because we knew the owners of the place. You, the you girls, staged an entire liquor store <laughs> is what you did. <laughs> and, and and like the, but the girls had no idea. And they were buying it. They were like, he said that the, that the keg was defective and it just exploded in all of these holes. Look at it. It's ruined. And I'm, I'm just like, I want my deposit back. I want my, because when you buy it, when you, in case you don't know anyone, like when you get a keg, you pay a deposit because you're gonna return the big stainless steel mm -hmm. cylinder and everything back to them. That's the that that part's. I don't remember what kegs cost, but I think a Miller Lite keg is like a hundred and thirty dollars or something like that. And like thirty dollars of that is the keg or something like that, and you get that back. And there's like a hundred dollars worth of beer in there. It's like twenty gallons or something like that. And yeah, that, that that was fun. And then I got into more trouble because like I. I I may or may not have went out with the girl behind the counter and then <laughs> and then online someone asked Dimitri if he got the girl behind the counter and Dimitri said something and some sort of Russian nonsense like yes comrade we we, we take the pussy and then she replies and she's like no he didn't take the pussy and I'm just like oh 
either I argue with her about whether or not I took the pussy or I just block her and end this debacle right now. <laughs> I just blocked her. <laughs> it was just like, that's easier. That's easier to do. I don't want to get into an argument about whether or not I took the pussy or not. I took the pussy. <laughs> I know it. She knows it. Don't care if they know it. Let's just get this over with. This is just not. This is not a good look for me. But and then like now every every now and then I drive Pat through that area and she's on a goddamn billboard and I'm just like yeah I took that pussy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you gotta send that time. bitch to improv class. Never gonna go stomping stomping in there with a no. Man, I'm the feeling, hell out of here. I am. Uh, I'm feeling those drinks. I, I did about. I'm gonna call that three or four shots of vodka there and. Tito's vodka is smooth and delicious. I have I have definitely made. The I wouldn't turn- say delicious. <laughs> well, I, I've got this pineapple mango juice that I chase it with, and I don't taste shit. Like I really don't. I get a little in my mouth, do a shot of vodka, chase it and down. You get your vitamin C and your vitamins. Like mm-hmm. you're set. Staying hydrated. You're like you, you're like all about a. Uh, are you ever gonna leave your Tito's phase? Because you were on that Grand Gala phase for a while, but you've been stuck with Tito for a while. The thing about the Grand Gala is there's a lot of calories in there, right? And uh, after the fi- after the fitness thing, I've gotten right back down to like a-, a good weight for me. I'm feeling good about myself right now, and so I'm I'm watching my portions. I'm eating one meal a day. I, uh, I I I'm still limping around, so I can't go back to the gym. But I have the gym membership now, and I plan to go back. And and, and I'm try to maintain this nice weight that I'm at right now because I'm liking it. All all of my clothes fit, even my medium shirt. <laughs> my, oh man. You know, I've, I've got, stopped looking at half of my jeans. I'm like, you motherfuckers. I know I sit there and pretend like I'm picking them out. I have <laughs> two <laughs> <pairs of laughs> anymore, you fat fuck. I have uh-uh. I, have you ever I, like thought that you didn't gain any weight? And then like you no. like have you like wash your <laughs> jeans in a few days and so you throw your jeans that were comfortable in the wash and then you take them out after they return to like normal jean size and you try and put them on you're like oh no this is a wake up i've got no. like these pairs of shorts that are too big right you know they jeans? they fall off Never me when them. i walk you have to have to have to have a belt with these shorts and my wife will be like look at you those things won't stay up and it's like, yeah, they wouldn't fucking stay up on wings. That doesn't mean anything. I have three wardrobes. I have a fat wardrobe, a medium wardrobe, and a skinny wardrobe. And right now, I am, I, most of my skinny wardrobe fits, right? Like my 30-size nice. waist pants fit. My medium shirts fit. And yeah. Everything fits. It's nice. It looks nice and fitted. If I wear my medium shirt, if I'm being lazy, I can throw on the large. Everything's nice. All of my jeans fit. My my thirty uh, my thirty two jeans are a little bit loose. My thirty three jeans or whatever the fuck they are are like falling down. I can't even wear them. My pajama jeans, of course, just fit all the time, and mm-hmm. that's what I I like to rock those as much as possible. But but yeah, feel it. So no grand gala. Too many calories. And honestly, if you're going to chase it with a little bit of something, then what's the point of drinking something that's so sugary and, and flavored anyway? Plus, Tito's is fucking smooth, and it's cheap. Tito's is so cheap to be such a high-end vodka. I know it's not... Te- it, like I bet people probably don't consider it as high-end of a vodka as like um, uh, Grey Goose or maybe even Absolute. I don't know. But you can buy a handle, a handle of Tito's for $30. Is that a normal-sized bottle? 
No, no, that's not. the that's the size that's the double jug. the normal size. It's a jug. Oh. It's a jug. It's I don't know what it is. Maybe a gallon. It's a huge bottle. Yeah, I don't it's, buy vodka. Is it? I think vod- it's one point seven. What is it? Is it vodka Tito's? Vodka. Yeah, yeah. I definitely yeah. don't buy that by the gallon. Yeah, one point seven five liters. That's, that that's... would handle me through two thousand thirty. Oh, it's, <laughs> it, it, you, it, you should just buy one gallon of Tito's. And you will never have to purchase anything for a drinking episode ever again. Like I when, have a when PPA ends left over, I years think. from now, you'll you'll still have half a bottle of that. <laughs> but yeah, if you it you know, I, I chase it. I don't drink it straight because I think that's some real alcoholic shit. But uh but yeah, it tastes it it goes down smooth and it doesn't burn that much. And that's really all I'm looking for from a vodka. Uh, I had Tito's like for the first time like six, seven years ago when it was a really fledgling company, I feel like. And like um, the guys who own the paintball field in Chicago, they are friends with the guy who owns the Tito's company. And so they were like, this is Tito's vodka. Our friend owns this company. Like, like it's going to be huge. It's, it's handmade vodka and it competes with all of the big boy vodkas, but it's cheap. And at the time I was like, right, yeah, sure, sure. Your friend, don't, your friend's going to be a vodka empire, emperor or whatever. But sure enough, Mexican like, vodka. Sure, buddy. So, oh, it's, it's not Mexico. It's, it's made in uh, Austin, Texas. But the say. name Tito's. When I remember when Tito's uh-huh. came out, I was like, oh, yeah, okay. Tito's vodka, you fucking idiots. Why didn't you call <laughs> it like Sven's vodka or something? But now it's, I, mean, I, I have a bottle. Wouldn't drink hey, anything else now. Yeah, if you were walking up in like a, you know, festival, a vodka festival, and there was a booth with a bunch of Mexicans behind it, and then next to it, a booth with a bunch of like <laughs> tall Swedes yeah. or something, or Russians. Like, I admit, that's my racism showing. Like, I would walk to the Swede or the Russian one because I'd assume this is what they drink. Mexicans, you guys are aces at tequila. Go to, go to the make your tequila, not not yeah. vodka. But they they proved us wrong, Tito Tito and his friends. Fucking tasty, fucking tasty. I can't believe right. you never drink beer ever. Me? Yeah, I don't see the point. I, I don't see the point of drinking beer. I feel like it's a lot of empty calories. Um, but but most That's of true. all, but I it's feel, full of life. I feel like there's a lot of actual drinking that has to happen. Um, but you drank uh, beer, like it, the way Taylor described it made it made it sound like you've never tasted beer. Well, well, I mean, like he keeps beer in his fridge. Like he drinks beer socially, and like he drinks beer because he wants a beer. Mm-hmm. You know, if he's having hot wings, he probably wants a beer with it. The times when the only time that I drink beer like with food is if I'm at a Mexican restaurant with friends and we're going to like, you know, we're going to be there for a few hours or whatever. And, I, yeah, you know, Dos they've Equis. got to, I get a like a either a pitcher of Dos Equis or uh, like one of those big frozen mugs of Dos Equis, And I just eat those chips and salsa. And I like I want the salsa as spicy as they'll make it. I, I like I'm like, no, 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 not this watery tomato sauce bullshit. Give me the salsa that you would eat, Pablo. Go get it. I know you got it in the back. Is it a coffee can or something? I don't care if there's rust. Give me the real shit. And, you know, I, I eat my sauce and chips and then I, until my mouth is on fire. And then I glug, 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 glug my giant thing of beer and, and you know, eat my Mexican food. And I I go through a couple of – I go through a whole pitcher myself for sure of Dos Equis, especially if it's cold. I want it so goddamn cold I almost get a like a like an ice cream headache type thing going on because it's like yeah. watery piss beer there, there's so something about those mexican beers that like on their own just like socially drinking like without mexican food not good like not not that good but if you have mexican food really compliments those mexicans you know say what you will but they've got a few things figured out yeah like, they know what's wow. up Guacamole's there's a 100 percent chance that i'm going to a mexican restaurant the second this podcast is over and coming home in an uber 
Yeah, man. A lot faster <laughs> than when I left. I Wait, go what time zone are you in? Are you Pacific? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. So uh, one last thing on pathetic meal time. Look, mm-hmm. guys, you, people are listening to this. Anthony needs our support, both uh, emotional support and financial support. Okay. Woody, would you show them Anthony's chair? This is the chair that he sits in every day. Okay. I just linked it down there. This is the base of Anthony's gaming chair. Hmm. He sits in this every day. I feel like Sarah McLaughlin right now. In the arms of the angel. Every day, little Anthony sits in this chair. How does that Pro- work? <laughs> Are you with me? <laughs> Propped up with duct tape. Kyle, that was so good we're going to get copyright struck. In the arms of the angel. <laughs> the bots will pick that up for sure. <laughs> it's fucking duct tape and two by fours to keep this thing like going his microphone stand like 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 what i've got going on like right here Mm -hmm. he's got the microphone and then the the arm but there's no connectivity so it's duct taped it's all just duct taped together it's okay i find that easy to believe it's (laughs) This is a hell of an engineering feat. He's got this is he's got these two two by fours sandwiched around what must be a broken chair. Kyle didn't even mention what what I think I'm spotting an industrial strength zip tie coming out the I bottom didn't catch there. That. You're absolutely right. That, yeah. I think that's that, that's yeah. part of the mix. Yeah, yeah. And, and then, duct and tape then the white, and zip ties. This guy has redundancy. And then there's that white milky substance all over the base of the legs. Let's let's ignore that as well. But yeah, Anthony. <laughs> Anthony needs our prayers, our our viewership. It's, it's the masturbation station too. <laughs> I, I, I'm sure it is. I, I, I that that, that but, explains but, the yeah. white milky stuff at the bottom is what I'm getting it. For sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand. I follow. Follow. Yeah. Man. So so yeah. <laughs> Pathetic meal time episode two preparing tonight. Uh, I hope and uh, getting some getting some corn dogs and I'm gonna make him eat an entire bag of corn dogs. Like like he better eat eight of those bitches or uh, w- we will pull funding. <laughs> full funding. Oh Jesus! <laughs> All right, so support, uh, support pathetic meal time. But I've got a real hankering right now to watch a ghetto fight or someone get hit by a car. Is there someone? Oh, you have a couple videos. Let's let's watch one. I, I have so many videos. <laughs> Jesus. Um, Kyle spent the. Week I didn't think scouring. I would get. I, I didn't. I didn't think I would get that into watching people get hit by cars. I thought I was more of an animals fighting and attacking and and people messing with alligators and getting their arms ripped off. That Thai guy, look that up. Arm ripped off by alligator on on YouTube. That's great. Fucking idiot right. fucks with an alligator and he's surprised. So we're gonna start off strong. Okay, this is a yeah. locker room fight between two girls. It's a short Shit. video. It's a short video, but it, it 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 it's sweet as a punch. Okay. It uh, it really gets to the, the 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 core of what girl locker room fights should be. I am at zero. Is there music or can I? Uh... There, you're 100 percent good. I I pre I previewed all of these videos to look for video, to look for uh, titties and music. We're good, dude. Just by and the if you guys want to find this, see where this is yeah. headed. Uh... If, yeah, if you guys want to find this and, and, and track us, it's called uh, it's got 794 views and it's called Girl Fight in Locker Room and She Bites Her Pussy. <laughs> Ready, set, play. All right, there's a clear victor. Ooh, some ground and pound. Oh, <laughs> 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 
was not clickbait. <laughs> she, she better Dude, write her pussy. I'm gonna play it again so my laughing doesn't ruin the audio. <laughs> I'm gonna watch that again. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> oh man. I had to delve deep into YouTube, right? It was it was Girl, difficult. That had 794 views. That is a rare girl locker room fight. That's absolutely right. We are we are we are one of the few to have seen that fight. <laughs> now it looks like uh, uh, I see. I don't like the fighting dirty that of the pussy biter. However, if you review the tape, you'll see that the woman <laughs> doing the pussy biting has her bra. Halfway either on or off. So it's possible that the pink shirt girl attacked the pussy biter first, which would make the pussy biting completely okay in my book. I don't know well, what you guys think. Well, it. yeah, and based on like the flow of the fight, like I wouldn't think yellow pants initiated it because she was getting her ass beat. Like pink shirt was throwing her around. Yeah, well, I, 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 somehow. And I. And I I don't know if I want to stand by this position, but as I was watching it, I was thinking to myself that Yellow Pants is losing so badly, I'm more forgiving of what I'll consider dirty tactics. Mm. Yeah. She's in a locker room under full mount, about to get ground and pounded. You know, chomp chomp. Bite that pussy. Yeah. Do what you got to do. Yeah. And and you know what? That woman is lucky she didn't fight Taylor. (laughs) <laughs> do you know what? Ah! Do you, <laughs> Taylor, I'll take a tooth off in that cunt, bitch. Taylor and the American <laughs> crocodile share this distinction for the best jaw in North America. It would have just been like an ice cream scoop, just getting rid of that whole clip. <laughs> oh, I'd have a mouthful of labia majora. <laughs> like, that, eating pussy. Yeah, no. spit it up sticks like old ladies do with pasta. Yeah. I also think the pink shirt, uh, the one who got her pussy bitten, I think oh, she's wearing dude. shoes, which would also be an advantage over the pussy biter. Yeah. If you, if you review it, I think you can see that Yellow Pants has uh, either a design or odor eaters on her socks, and her feet <laughs> seem to be bending in a foot-like way, whereas the other one has just, like, keds on her. Maybe right. some new balance. Um, let's go to... Uh... I already linked one, but let's go to this one instead because Chiz is saying uh, the terrible girl ran up on to get run over by video is is a real winner, according to Chiz. All right. Oh, it's on World Star. It's got to be a winner. World Star! Can you guys take a quick listen for music? I don't know if I need audio or not. Oh, uh, you're all good. These have all been previewed right. uh, for, for titties and music. All this right. is called Terrible Girl Ran Up to Get Run Over by a Car During a Scrap <laughs> on World Star. World Star! Oh. All right, let's watch. Uh, all right. Ready, set, play. One-on-one, don't jump with it. One-on-one, one-on-one, one-on-one. That's a bright yellow, black, and white jumpsuit. That's a girl. Oh, girl. One girl. Oh, there's another one. Another one's around. A new challenger entered the play. Oh, boy. At first, Boy, I thought the one backing up might just be a talented counterpuncher. Oh, you guys are ahead of me. Right when the white girl comes in. That's not a white girl. Oh, God, it's not. No. That's a wig. I have to rewatch that. I need to see exactly where it happened. I, I was... 
sets I up. was going I full wish- Joe Rogan, thinking about the counterpuncher, how the styles, you know, the you know, styles make fights, and all of a sudden the car runs through. Like, ah, there's the style <laughs> bender. Three is in a Muay Thai stance. Watch out for those elbows, Jim. Oh. You think yes, she's dead? It's the, it's the girl throw <laughs> stance where their leading hand is the same as their leading foot. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> That's the female fighter slash throwing the baseball stance. Dude, the first mistake you make when throwing a punch is trying to put your hips and body into it. You want it to be a, an isolated <laughs> arm <laughs> your foot forward so it's more of a punchy jab. More of a stab. Just watch the UFC. Yeah, just, just a one, one stab thing. No power. Air pulling. I know I'm not looking at pros. And if a, yeah, if a when, wig, I, when I see clam biting, I know I'm not looking at pros. If, if a wig doesn't come off halfway through the fight, these are amateurs. All right, they haven't even managed to get the the, the weave out yet. Man, she got hit with that car so hard. I think she does. I'm trying to watch it happen so quickly. Like she does a whole flip. I think like I think a she's full. Dead. I think she's dead. She might be. She might be dead. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, does she get clipped by the mirror? It seems like she gets a takes the mirror in her lower back. I think like the back of her, car. her right <laughs> back of her right leg seemed to get hit by like getting nicked by the front left of the car and it spun her. All right, so this is another video. I I want to say that either came from Chiz or maybe the Discord. This is called "Girl Gets Hit by Car After Fight in Virginia." Concise. I like it. I'm ready. Uh, three, two, one, play. So far, I can't tell who the combatants are. Oh, I think I missed it. I... I'm not following the plot of this one. What, what was the motivation? I need to rewatch this. Yeah, but who? I, I can't even tell because of the brightness. What's happening? Yeah. Oh, I see. Uh, yeah. That was suggested by others. Uh, I will not take credit for that one being of poor quality. I'm watching it again. That's tough to see. It's. I, there's definitely a solid contact more than more than the other one, but it, as Woody says, the story leaves a lot to be desired. Yeah, you know, I why do when, I care about this woman? If, if I'm gonna watch a movie, I need it to flush out the universe a little bit to, to explain okay. like how we got here. Well, this next video does that soundly. I think maybe <laughs> <laughs> this one is called "Crazy Black Ghetto Hood Fights." <laughs> I think there might be more than one fight in this, just based on the title. We'll Kyle, see. I'm noticing a trend in these videos. Are you? Yeah. Do you have any fight videos? That they videos hold their cameras not... at the wrong angle? That they hold them in? Uh, that they've been holding them in portrait mode? Was that the trend that you noticed? <laughs> you know, that is a trend that I've noticed. But the other one was, Kyle, do you have any fight videos where it's not all black people? You know, I I YouTube searched white people fighting in the street, and I got zero results. You didn't get the Vancouver Canucks rioting from 2012? Nope. What about nope. those guys flipping each other off across the street? That's how my nephews fight. I, Look I, at each other. It, uh, it, she's not in the call. I, I want that. I want to watch that video after this one. <laughs> Can we? I'm, I'm queued up at zero. Yep. Ready, set, play. Slow-mo. 
It, it speeds up, don't worry. Is this woman a nurse by her outfit? <laughs> Ooh. Right in the kisser. Oh, she took advantage of that woman's. Oh, it's pride rules. <laughs> oh, this is just like that fight. Oh, what was his name? A lot of hammer fists. Uh, how do I not know this? That American dude. Yakamoto or something. Tom Fry. Don Fry. Look at these people. Look at these people. Eyeball clawing. Oh, God. Well, now she needs a little ground and pound if she's going to eyeball claw. Let her go. Have you ever been in that position where, like, they're like, let him go, let him go? And it's like, I'm not 100% sure I'll regain this position if I do. Right? You know, I really like the way this is going. Can we not just carry it from here? Yeah. I'm not letting them go. Like, like for some reason, in a lot of these, like, hood fights, I'll call them, people don't seem to appreciate ground and pound. They're like, oh, no, stand back up. It's like, no. I just got him down. It's yeah. time to fucking finish this it's shit. It's going great. Can we not do this for a while? Yeah. Like, like th this will be the end of her if I if you give me a few more pussy bites and some eye claws. <laughs> like, like I don't want to stand back up and box. Yeah, Kyle, I feel like you've almost spoiled fighting videos for me now because now, in all the fighting videos, if someone doesn't get hit by a car at the end, I'm not enthused. <laughs> oh, really? That's interesting because I find the car ones to be a letdown after the pussy biting. What if, we started what if, so strong? What if Fair at enough. the next? What if at the next UFC event, like, like, like you? Said, you see Kevin Lee out there, and he, he fucking gets the KO, and he's like, yeah, yeah. And all of a sudden, a sedan just rolls through the <laughs> I'm like, and the winner! Dude. By TKO, the Ford Taurus 1998 yeah. SVO. Are you, you know, is it the, there a big UFC fight this weekend? Max yeah. Holloway, Brian Ortega, and I think there's a girl championship on the line, too. Does that uh, sound is, right? I, I want to say Shevchenko is fighting, um, um, what's her name, not champion. Um, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, that's a huge mistake for her. She's stepping up from bantamweight up to 125, where she doesn't belong, against the fucking bullet. I, I think Shevchenko beat Nunez when they fought. I didn't like that decision. I, I think I feel like Shevchenko is one of the baddest fucking women on the planet at 135. Definitely in the top two. Yeah, and Joanna Jerzejcik, something very close to that. John Jacek, I think. Yeah. Okay. Has no business in there at 125 with fucking Shevchenko. Shevchenko is gonna fucking bite her pussy all she wants all night long. I predict like a round one fucking TKO, like like get her off of her kind of into that fight for her. That's You're gonna be. A you're a big do you watch the chick fights? Fan. Yeah. yeah. What do you? How do you feel about the chick fights, Dick? Um, I I can't tell if they're uh, I can't tell if they're fighting or uh, or making dinner. I don't know. I can't get into the chick fights at all. I don't care. I, can, I, don't, I don't know how to <laughs> interpret that. I'm. A, you, you, <laughs> I can tell I if watch, they're making dinner. When or not. I watch the guy fights, I feel what they're doing when i watch the girls fight i feel for people that don't nothing. know dick has a has an actual background in boxing right like you you box yeah. it's a way that you keep in shape it's a thing that you know yeah i used I, to I, do it i used to do a lot of boxing and uh, wing chun kung fu and I would spar a lot Got i think that the, the the high end of the women's fights is the only place to be i feel like the the undercard girls sometimes can cannot be at the high level that you expect or that you could appreciate especially after watching like the guys fight because 
whatever reason, right? Like, I just don't feel like women's MMA has gotten to that point. I feel like five years from now, it'll be there. I feel like all those girls who, who like were like 10 when Ronda Rousey was killing it and were like, I want to be an MMA fighter, will be fucking 18 and 20 in like five more years. And there's going to be some bad fucking girls out there. But right now, there's a handful that are. I at, mean, at, at I don't watch level. college baseball. I don't watch college football all that much. Like, I don't want to see the not as good crew. I hear what fi- you're saying, fighting. but I don't agree. What Same, I like yeah. in, a, in a fight is heart, right? Like, if there's one that they don't have to be that good at fighting, it can be a street fight. It can be some Kimbo versus Sean Gannon fight, right? Like, it, they don't have to be great at doing it. I just need to see them have a fighter spirit and i enjoy it and a lot of times these women bring that not not every woman fight but but if there's two girls going at it i feel like they're fighting with heart in a way that i really find entertaining if i see women on the card i'm usually like oh this will probably be good i i I, if it's uh if it's thug rose it's jan jacek it's shevchenko it's nunez or it's cyborg i'm 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 buying i like, like like they have my money because mm-hmm. I know that those girls are going to, are, are are extremely high level with their striking, their jujitsu, all around, and they are champion like levels like like heart. Like they're in there to win it. They're not gonna get fucking a broken nose and stop. These are the girls who like they've all had broken noses. They they're, they're not afraid to get Paige Van a li- Zandt. A li- nah, I was about to I was about to say it's Paige Van Zandt. No, thank you. No, thank uh, you. Who did she? You- she got pummeled. I think it was Thug Rose, Rose. that Rose bloodied beat the her the fuck down. Or maybe yeah. Michelle Waters. And that went the distance. Like Paige Van Zant, that fight where she got beat by Rose by quite a bit, but never said die. I, I think she went the distance. I think it was five rounds. And she's she's so beautiful. And she was such a bloody hamburger face at the end of it. I was like, my God. Like, say what you will about the win or the loss. She's Not- a fighter. I don't think it was five rounds. I don't because she wouldn't have got a title shot, you know. Like, uh, like not all, doesn't have to be title shot to be five rounds. I'll look it up. I thought it did. Um, I know. I, I want to say Paige fought Michelle. Um, you know, Karate Hottie, the Waterman or Waterson or whatever her name is. I, I thought that was the fight. I could be wrong though. It's been a while. I I really dislike Paige Van Zant. Um, she, she got some. Fi- uh, Rose finished her in the fifth. Is what cool. Happened. You were right. Uh, you see her fake titties. Paige got some big old fake hooters. I did, yeah. I um, there is a theory out there that she doesn't want to fight again. Uh, she's there's something about her arm that's giving her a really long layoff. She yeah, has fake boobs, um, which make it a little tougher to make weight. That's another pound or two. I don't know how much fake boobs weigh. Um, that she'll have to cut a, a body fat because now she's carrying those things around. A lot of people are like, ah, eh, she's just gonna use this arm thing and leverage it into a modeling career. You can't even fight with those in certain in certain states. I, I don't think New, I don't yeah. think New York will let you fight with fake tits. Huh? They could, they think they could rupture if you get titty punched. And yeah. look, if, if I'm the lady fighter, I'm popping that titty, bitch. You come in here with the fake hooters trying to get some extra money on me? I'm popping that titty. Do you remember the guy? I think he was a tough fighter, but I'm not positive. Anyway, he had an ear that was like yeah, everyone Hanging has off. cauliflower ears, but this particular one was ready to pop. And uh, the guy targeted it, and when he hit it, it like it, there was a it, yeah, it was like a small balloon or something, and the blood just popped. And they, I think they stopped it was, the fight. It was like not cut long ways. I, 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 it's, I'm having a hard time explaining the, the fight. It was like it was like this is your ear, and like 
it came, it split apart like that. Like, like, like it didn't get cut on the side of your ear and like a little ears hanging off. Like it came apart. Like it, it, it was like, like it came apart long ways, like, like two sheets of paper being pulled apart. It was disgusting. And there was so much blood, so much blood. It was yeah. bad. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've seen some brutal ones. I, but ah, what? it's not like I'm a just bleed guy who can't appreciate technique at all. Um, I, I appreciate that too, but man. <laughs> Displays of heart make me just in awe. That, that's what I like to see. For sure. Let's watch this scale. Uh, another girl get hit by a car. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, just queuing up. <clears throat> ready? Play it. Oh. Okay, ready, set, play. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. All right. Doing the hair base takedown. Two fights at once. Why aren't they on ice? <laughs> you know what? Portrait mode, but not bad photography. I mean, what do you want from the guy? Someone got the stun gun. Just flip it over, man. You think he has the editing Almost software? Almost all of these fights that? happen in parking lots. <laughs> that goddamn neighborhood. This is the middle of the street. Lot, is it? Yeah. I'm not seeing the fight, really. You will. It's hard to see with this camera angle. There's going to be a real battle between that Dodge oh, Stratus. Oh, is that a bat? This woman has a yeah. baseball bat. Yeah. There's about to be a real battle between that Dodge Stratus and this fat woman. Now that's hard. Uh-oh. And the Dodge Stratus takes it. <laughs> oh, oh. 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 Jesus. Oh, now another fat woman is going. Oh. Oh. <laughs> surprise, surprise. The Dodge Stratus can take on multiple attackers. The fatties are at war. They've gathered against the tribe of the Dodge Stratus. I'll tell you, Woody, I've seen some clean striking in my day, but the, the, the technique shown by that Dodge Stratus is going to be hard to overcome. In the 3,000-pound class... It is the clear champion. <laughs> <laughs> it's usually to be it's fair, they were both of the 3,000 pound class. Yeah. <laughs> if only the Dodge could figure out how to... If only they put a wig on the Dodge. That's how... <laughs> then they could grab the hair of the Dodge Stratus and funnel it. But it seems... It, I, I know the weight is a factor, but I think it also might be that the Dodge Stratus has no hair. That's <laughs> off to the Dodge Stratus and its driver, LaQuisha. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Now one of these, one of these is going to turn into a demolition derby one day because they're both going to get the bright idea to get in their cars, that, yeah. and that will be in the new. Then that will ruin all of these videos right. for us. Dodge Stratus is out. Oh shit! A Monte Carlo enters the field. <laughs> that is a four thousand pound car, and it changed sporting forever. That moment. <laughs> Who is somebody's got to get to work on these videos too because it's always you always have to put the slow mo of the impact at the end and they're not doing it they're failing us with these videos that's probably why they have such a low view count but it's always impact <laughs> slow version of the impact double slow version of the impact we need it I I, I love this shit it, I, I was searching for these for about an hour this evening you know like like changing search uh, search parameters and such trying to. Try to really narrow in on on what we like here, which is women beating each other up and then getting hit by cars. 
Uh, I know we're off UFC rarity. talk, but this the, the 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 main fight, the second to main fight, Gunnar Nelson's before that. Kyle Botchniak is before that, and he's the guy that like showed a ton of heart against one of the up and comers, maybe one of those crazy Russian dudes. It's thin but good. Anyway, yeah. Jim Manuel, a lot of good fights. This a lot of good fights coming up too. The next event's going to be good as well. A uh, lot, lot of good stuff happening. Um, I, 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 I don't know. MMA's real good right now, and I, 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 I hope that nothing awful happens because it, it's, it almost always seems to. Like, oh. like I could totally see Max Holloway missing weight. You know, he had such a hard time with if those, he these misses last... weight, but fights. I'm okay. You know, I, I, it's not what I want. No, 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 no. He, if, if he misses weight, then he won't fight because, like. I'm sure you remember, but basically he tried to make weight for the the Habib fight, but he went into that at like 180 pounds trying to cut to 155, and he was having like concussion-like symptoms mm-hmm. without a concussion. He he was just draining his body too heavily, too fast, and he had to stop. And then they then then there was a 155. Uh, a He's missed three or four fight. fights in a row. Yes, two. It's and then there was a 145 after that, and because of what he just done to himself like a month and a half, two months before. He went into it again, and now it's like, as of this moment, it's like two days before weigh-in, and it's like, what the fuck happens if he doesn't make it? I'll tell you what's going to happen. It'll be an interim title, because there's a guy, in, I, I don't remember who the fighter is that they have, like, in case someone doesn't make it, yeah, it might but they have a guy. M, maybe, I forget. They've got name. a guy. Yeah, so people don't know. They usually don't do this. They, they're, in the UFC, typically you get paid to show, and you get paid to win, and they have a standby guy who's a championship level guy. Like, you know, maybe you could throw him in there for if one of them doesn't make it and he's getting paid to show, even if he doesn't fight, all he has to do is make weight and be there. And they're paying this guy, his show money. And, uh, if one of the fighters drops out, then he gets that chance. So, uh, yeah. And if he doesn't make weight again, I think that's like, I really think he's missed two in a row. Maybe it's two in a row. And, and then it a was third the, would be the other one. It might be more than you're saying, though. I, I, I think it might be three in a row if you count the Khabib thing. Mm. Uh, I, I thought it was two, but but you never know. You're right. You're definitely right about the five round last thing. But in any case, like like I like Max Holloway, incredibly talented guy. You know, rep in Hawaii. Got a got a really strong fan base, uh, and he's a talented fighter, and he's got some cool tattoos, right? But he better make weight, or it's gonna start looking bad. Dana's saying he needs to go to 155. Like, like stop he all does. this. Go to lightweight. You know what they need to do? They need to put that 165 fucking uh, weight class in there, man. That's going to open everything up. Then you get all kinds of cool super fights. Because they're going to kill the, uh, the the 125 uh, weight class. They're doing that. After Henry Cejudo fights uh, DJ TJ Dillashaw next month, they're going to kill that class. Uh, 165, you could end up with like a uh, Ben Askren, Habib Nurmagomedov fucking showdown for that belt. Oh, I'd love that. It might be four in a row he's missed, but they're not God all weight. Damn. Like three in a row for weight. One of them was short notice, and one of them was a leg injury. Yeah. Okay. God damn. Well, that ain't good. Yeah. Not what you like to see out of your champ. <sighs> yeah, I do like the guy. But yeah. yeah anyway, I, like I got to see that. I have a uh, a new thing. If we're done watching, um, Ooh, black ladies get rented by cars. <laughs> oh, video! Oh, on. did you click? I on was it? wondering what it was that Brett Favre says. Who else? Who else got caught in this net? By the way, what Soldier Boy. Soldier Boy. Soldier Boy. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I can't find. The oh, I got, I got video. this. Video is unavailable. Me too. Bullshit. What? Yeah. 
This was up earlier tonight. Yeah, we can't have fun. We can never win one. We can't laugh at Brett Favre and Soldier Boy getting tricked into saying something shitty. What did they? uh, Damn it. Don't don't tell me because I want to know what they actually said. Oh, my God. I hope I can find it because it's hilarious. I'm only finding like CBS videos and I'm not looking for. Yeah, I'm skipping through the CBS to see if it. Oh, my God. It cuts it up. I'll find one. Yeah. I got it. I got it. Do you? Yeah. Did you search for Brett Favre anti-Semitic? Uh, Brett Favre. That's what Cameo. I did. <laughs> Brett Cameo. Because Cameo is the website. So a little bit of backstory before we watch this. We've discussed Cameo before on the show. Cameo is the website where there are celebrities of all sorts and sizes who, for an amount of money, will make like a shout-out video for you. Personalized, right? They'll say... Happy birthday, Taylor. Good luck with the new house. And for, you know, $500, you can get, like, a pretty high-end celebrity to say that shit. Like, someone you've heard of. I was thinking, Taylor, it'd be really funny. To, there's there's a couple of Blackhawk legends on there. I don't know their names, cause, but you'd know them. Like, like retired, like, Blackhawk, like, Stanley Cup mm-hmm. winners. I thought it'd be funny to get one of them and be like, Taylor, just give up. <laughs> Your team is loser never gonna win. You fucking loser. Yeah. A loser is a loser is a loser. They ah. call him the St. Louis Blues. You fucking <laughs> idiot. Yeah. Exactly. Give it up. Support a real franchise like the Chicago Blackhawks. And maybe yeah, that's how most it. hockey players sound. You know, we play <laughs> hockey down here. You know? <laughs> you know, Can we like telling a hockey player to do that? Yeah. Oh, go ahead. I need yeah. to see it. I'm on edge. So, so essentially, what happened here was someone paid Brett Favre for a shout-out video, and they got him to say all of this stuff. He has no idea what he's saying, and some of you <laughs> may not either, but pay attention to the things he says. Ready, set, play. Brett Favre here with a shout-out to the handsome truth and the GDL boys. You guys are patriots in my eyes. No. So keep waking them up and don't let the small get you down. Keep fighting too. And don't ever forget the USS Liberty and the men and women who died on that day. God bless and take care. All right, all right. Okay, so yeah, the, someone's going to have to break this down. Okay. GDL passage. Yeah, GDL boys are a white supremacist group. The the, the, the the phrase is, don't let the small get you down and keep fighting the fight are dog whistle, white supremacist, buzz like, like buzzwords, uh, buzz phrases. The USS Liberty was a ship that in 1967, a U.S. ship that was attacked by Israel. All right? This is all anti-Semitic, Accidentally. racist shit. <laughs> The smalls Wait, like, are the, I, I, the smalls are their yarmulkes. That's what he's talking about, right? <laughs> Don't let the smalls the means. Is what's the that? Small really a, is the smalls really a, a yarmulke thing? Like that? Yes, see, that's what they're referring to. And the uh, and the um, the GDL is the Goyim Defense League. I'm up to, uh, <laughs> because I'm so not racist. I'm up on all my racist terminology, thanks to the Southern uh, uh, whatever Poverty Law Center. But yeah, as a small- member of the No Hate '88, I can say for sure. <laughs> yeah, in California, they play a big siren every couple of hours, so you sit down and read up on the latest developments in racism all over um, 
America. It's the <laughs> don't let yeah. the yarmulkes keep you down. The survivors for, <laughs> for the USS Liberty was a ship that Israeli that Israel accidentally shot. So they got him to say it with like the somberness that he's <laughs> that he's uh, uh, eulogizing some kind of a war veteran. Yeah, but if somebody <laughs> gave me five hundred dollars, somebody gave me five hundred dollars and said to read that passage, I wouldn't think twice. I'd be like. Yeah, GDL, I don't fucking care what that is. The small, that must be like a sports team reference, whatever. And then, <laughs> uh, must be, I'm paying homage to people who died on a ship. Like, I, I wouldn't read that without the context and know that anything was off, would you? I, uh, I, I, I mean, I, yes, but because I'm assuming everything's trying to fuck with me. Like, what, what did they think would those? happen? What if you had eight or nine of those to do? And you do every week, like your agent sends you like mm -hmm. eight or nine of these, right? And you're just yeah. like reading off a fucking like screen, like don't let the small keep you down. Shout out to the GDL boys, the anti-Jew task force, the KKK of Memphis, the Civil War monuments of slave owners protection society. Wait a goddamn minute. Mm -hmm. What? <laughs> <laughs> like a page for the GDL. Like I, I can't even Google these people. Yeah. No one, no one would know this. Shout out to Auschwitz Commandant Gunter. <laughs> Gunter, the Jew Slayer, having time, a real patriot in his own time, who's only been downtrodden by history due to the lies of those small hat wearing Jews. I mean, even like, it'd be almost less obvious if there was like reading like the industrial revolution and its consequences have been a disaster for the human race you know like reading <laughs> uncle ted's fucking <laughs> manifesto i wish they had somehow gotten him to do the nazi salute <laughs> like 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 some <laughs> like somehow like 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 and like, they were this tall they were approximately <laughs> three and a half feet tall and then show it because some of our some of our members are uh, deaf, so we want you to show how tall they were. And, if, and, and, and Mr. Farb, if you could please do the Coast Guard salute, which is a flat hand from the brow and straight out um, to, to, to remember the men of the USS Liberty. Um, that is, of course, the Coast Guard salute, as you know, sir, I'm sure, as a patriot. He's like, well, all right, then I... Yeah, I knew that shit. Yeah, yes, yeah. Oh. yeah that's, that's one of those things that might fool me. Like if a real Coast Guard guy was like, all right, we're, you're going to do the Coast Guard salute, flat palm, and then extend to the heavens. Like <laughs> if it took me until I was in the position for a second, they'd be like, fuck, you got me. Like, <laughs> this is like, yeah. Oh, that's so fucking, I, I, I'm sure he's not getting any trouble for this or any backlash or whatever, but it's still funny oh. that he was made a bit of a fool love in the, in this way and it like, like obviously racism's not funny <laughs> but this is funny this is this is hilarious it's so it, funny how serious he's being <laughs> other than Arvin sold who got bamboozled by this that's it oh that sucks that'd be hilarious if it was someone like Kathy Griffin or I don't know Neil deGrasse Neil Tyson deGrasse yeah i i would love that uh. if they got Neil Tyson deGrasse Oh. Do you I'm get your money back if they, they don't both read it? They sound right to me. <laughs> they all sound good. And Ty Kyle used to say Degrassi or Degrassi or something. I, I don't know if he was that was a goof or what, but there's a you know what? You say tomato, I say tomato. <laughs> no, no one says we say tomato. tomato. You so 
Timiko? Yeah. Timiko. It's hard. And in my head, it always starts off the same way. It's like, well, I'll just get close. And then, like, you know, it'll help us arrive at the right guy as a group. But that's never how it goes down. So bad at that. <laughs> I'll just get close. Uh, <laughs> oh, I have the gist. I, I I love that clip. I, I someone linked Chiz. Chiz found that earlier this week. I think maybe he was the first one I, person that I knew that found it, and we were just having a real laugh about that. Uh, I like Brett Favre. You know, I I, I I really wanted him to win that last Super Bowl he was in. That would have been like one of those like, like movie style endings. Sounds about right. I I, I want to say through a pick for the end of the game, like his last. I I want to say his last throw was an mm-hmm. interception. Uh, which is, you know, you might be right, but it was a tough spot too. Like you really had to be the hero <laughs> on a final drive. So they were making risky plays. And... Yeah. That's where champions are made, baby. That's where like, if you want a legacy that lasts an- another 50 years, go out there as 40 year old Brett Favre, whatever he was at the time and fucking, you know, two minute, two minute drive down by three and fucking score that. Did John TV Elway do that? Like, I, I want to say he might've. I don't know football history. I, I, you know, they're they're all interchangeable to me. I, I've, I've watched a bunch of highlights and shit like that, and I follow the teams I like when I liked them. But I don't know much football history at all. John Elway went out on a Super Bowl win. I'm not positive he had a last minute drive to go out on. Or what. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You want to uh, see my topic? I've had it for a while now. Yeah. I Taylor, are you going to have a bunch of uh, NFL superstar fatheads in your garage in your new place in your workout room that could really nothing. inspire you? I'm going to have nothing but NFL player fatheads on my wall. <laughs> and then I've already planned, like, for when I'm bench pressing in the garage, I'm going to have motivational posters like that one of the cat trying to get on the counter. Quite <laughs> uh, <laughs> a few things. Because I'll think, if, if, that, if this cat can get to that counter, I can bench this. Like, that's what I would, that's how I'm going to do it. That or, like, a, something, like a scary picture. Something that like motivates me to get away. I was thinking that one of that naked girl in Vietnam who's trying to run away from Agent Jesus Orange. Christ. <laughs> <laughs> like, that would motivate me. It would both yeah. make me think, you've got it pretty good, and also make me think, work out like you're running from Agent Orange. Like Napalm. the Tiananmen Square guy. Tiananmen <laughs> <laughs> Square guy. Yeah, I'm going to Photoshop it. So run, it's like, run, man. <laughs> just run, dude. You got it. Dude, that guy is so fucking dead. He was dead like three minutes after that picture was taken, right? Ah, I thought it was say. alive. Oh well, I, I made that up just now. I was just saying it seems likely that China oh, wouldn't. I think fuck they didn't him. Um, identify him, and no one ever identified him. No one gave him up, and he's around somewhere. Good for him, man. It's hard to keep 1.8 billion people quiet. <laughs> they don't all know him, but oh no, 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 that's not what happened. The fucking Chinese government took him. Hmm. That sounds more right to me. That's like the um. All right, so so here's China's fucking evil. You stay in the right in front of the tank. You make us waste gas. You make us look like fool. No longer. We put you in you prison like for life. On the stage. What's the um? Help me here, Taylor. What's that? You um, five, five six with black hair. <laughs> <laughs> Yellow skin. Who's that guy? <laughs> Find him. Uh, who's the um the religious leader um for the um the the Buddhists? Like, oh, like, the wait, like the Dalai Lama? The like Dalai that. Lama. All right, so so I hope I don't get any of this wrong. I'm pretty solid on these facts. So I want to say the way it works is like at some point the Dalai Lama finds who's going to be the new Dalai Lama. Like he finds a child and he's like, ah, this is who I'll be reincarnated into. Well, that happened, okay, years and years ago. 
like they knew who was going to be the next Dalai Lama. China grabbed that kid up and he has never been seen again. <laughs> and you I, know, I don't this about the Dalai Lama, but we better take him just to be safe. <laughs> China grabbed that kid up and he's never been seen since. And that's not an exaggeration. Like, like who knows if he's dead, if he's like living in some sort of like pseudo witness protection. What you have protection. to do is like, I don't know, keep him for seven years or so, and now they won't recognize him. I, um, yeah, just keep him away from that weird cult that wants to take a <laughs> child. They stole all Dalai Lama. What he looked like? Well, he five six, black hair. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he loved rice. <laughs> oh, by the way, Tank. Yeah, that would be hilarious. Picturing him like in a, the the poor llama kid in the basement somewhere, like just getting prodded with cattle prods. Or like they tell us, you powerful wizard, you do nothing since you come here. When you show us power. <laughs> Tank Man, also known as the Unknown Processor or the Unknown Rebel, still unidentified. No one knows what happened to him. You know, they got him. It's, if they got, got him, then his believe. family never talked about it or anything. Oh, they got them too. Man, okay. Yeah, it, that's like Kim Jong Un or one of those North Korean leaders like get someone where it's like it's not like well there were records of them it's just like oh no these people never existed they never were like they they just wipe them off the map they they don't know what happened to the tank crew either like there's no there's no <laughs> word about that the people that stopped it didn't run them over the like, guy who took the picture <laughs> <laughs> yeah I I don't know that's that the, the tank team got reprimanded. Oh, I bet it was like it was like you fucking stopped. <laughs> you fucking stopped my tank in my road. <sighs> Tell your family families to show up tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, never. We'll, we'll find them. We'll find them. Right. If you could be dictator of any country that's not the U.S., which one would you be dictator of? Oh man, I think you want to run Canada and be dictator up there because you've got the U.S. down down there to like protect you from any serious threats but you were the fucking ice king up there and nobody's gonna fuck with you you're the king in the north yeah i would make people say that shit (laughs) i would make them say it and if anybody smirked during the king of the north chance when i walked out with my john snow style like furry collared (laughs) robes and shit (laughs) one smirk (laughs) and we put you on that fucking ice float and push you out to sea like the goddamn Eskimos used to. That's it for you, buddy. It. And I'm carrying a sword. I'm the king of the north. Okay, Kyle's crazy. I mean, you have a short reign, probably. (laughs) (laughs) I'm the king in the north, Taylor. Canada would be a really good place to rule like that, because if anybody ever did invade, I feel like they'd get five miles in and be like, we don't even want this. Right? Right? Yeah. There's Canadians sure. listening, Taylor. Fuck those fucking there, Canadians. Yeah. I think you I said get Canada. real weird in one of those African countries. The little, like, uh, Black Panther, Zamuda, African country. People don't even know what the name is. You could miss and you could pretend like you don't know American culture. Yeah. Dress everybody up in old, like, Knicks uniforms and really go nuts. <laughs> I feel like the percentage of people listening to no, who, who could find Senegal on a map is so low. <laughs> That if I'm the king of Senegal, I can do anything I want. And you might think to yourself, but Woody, that's a poor country. Why would you want to be king of such a shithole? Um, One, don't assume it's a shithole country. And two, it's not a shithole country for me, right? I'm rich. Every place is nice for me. 
I would feel really good being so much richer than these people. Yeah. Whereas in like America, if you're the emperor, you're not doing everybody's got an iPhone. You still have an iPhone. But over there, you know, everybody only lives till they're like 35. Yeah, if, if I'm king of Senegal, then I, I'm still fine. Right? I don't have to worry. Like, I'll get Amazon to deliver overnight. We'll make it happen. I was a very wary of King Dick initially, but then when I yeah. received my brand Nick's gear, I was sold on his policies. <laughs> I'll be pirating shit over there. They'll see movies and everything. Like release Star Wars. Like I fucking made this Star Wars, you guys. You know, <laughs> didn't know that? This is I'll be story. taking credit for stuff. Woody That's blew me. the national budget on getting faster internet for his castle. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they also like, have low expectations. You take over Canada, those people have very high expectations. They want things that are not even possible. Mm. You go to Africa, they're like, well, I mean, what are you going to do? The last guy was just killing everybody all the time. Are you going to do that? And I'm, I'll think about it. <laughs> now, better. the best he does nothing for us, but this man, Dick, this great man, Dick, he provides each of us. I do not know if you know. It's called a Twix bar. We get three a year, <laughs> as well as. Brand new Knicks gear, the 2016 champions. Knicks. <laughs> <laughs> they were not the two. <laughs> <laughs> you just we could have a Disneyland. Them. I'll open up a nice them. shitty Disneyland forum. It doesn't have to be that good. Kind of crummy. Right. You know, but <laughs> I, know, ride, I know what just actual elephants. Like. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll look good for them. I feel like it's like it's like dating a fat girl, like or not. Like I'll think they will appreciate me a lot more than any other country in the world if I was dictator. Like they would be. They're like, you know what, that guy Dick. Uh, our con- we get it. Our country kind of sucks. Others got those other guys on the on the PK show would have been go been dictator somewhere else, but he just he just wanted to come here, and we respect that. <laughs> and you think that would win them to your side? Yeah, every LeBron's in L.A. Fuck LeBron, right? That that doesn't make me. If he went somewhere where where it's where it would be a sacrifice, that's respectable. Ah, that's so if LeBron yeah. went to like the Minnesota Timberwolves, he would exactly. be really embraced there. Yeah, that's what I want. I, you know, I see where you're coming from on this, and I don't see a flaw in your theory. Thank you. <laughs> then in that case, like Mongolia would be good. Because all you have to do is nice few roads. Yeah, because like, but they have like main roads and stuff. It's like still totally. Hell, if you just nomadic. made the dirt roads have fewer ruts in them, you'd be a king. Yeah, I would do a Mongolian. Speak and Chinese though. They sound. They speak Chinese in Mongolia. I don't know. I think they speak Mongolian. I, Mongo- yeah, Mongolia. Right? Uh, they both sound right to me. Uh, Even the Chinese. Is Mongolian? I mean, the Chinese speak two different languages. Just, just to be fair. Lots. Yeah, of Cantonese and and Mandarin. Uh, and Mandarin. The big one. Yeah, Mongolia. They speak Mongolian. The more you know. Well, let me tell everyone a little bit about movement. Once I make the text large enough for me to read. You guys have heard us talk about movement. You know those two college dropouts that started their own watch company? This watch, uh, this company has grown like crazy, and now with almost 2 million watches sold in over 160 countries, they continue to revolutionize fashion on the belief that style shouldn't break the bank. I don't know if you've checked out their website lately, but they've doubled the number of watch styles and are still expanding. Movement watches are all about looking good and keeping it simple. Movement watches don't tell you how many steps you've taken or blow your wrist up with text messages. They tell time, and they look good doing it. Movement watches start at just 95 bucks at a department store. You're looking at four to 500. Movement figured out that by selling online, they were able to cut out the middleman 
all that retail markup and provide you with the best possible price. Classic design, quality construction, and styled minimalism. You can get 15% off today with free shipping and free returns by going to mvmt.com. That's movement.com slash PKA. See why movement keeps growing and check out their expanding selection. Go to movement.com slash PKA to join the movement. Uh, like, I, like I always say, big fan of their sunglasses. Those are the sunglasses that I wear every single day. Uh, get the polarized lenses. Uh, the ones that look like something Tom Cruise might have worn in the, uh, in the in the early 90s. Big fan of those. Um, they're high-quality glasses. They, they don't scratch. They look good. Uh, the not scratching thing is pretty important to me because uh, I, I used to wear some like $250 glasses, and I would go through at least one pair a year because you drop them once, and they would be scratched. And the, 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 the lens just seemed like it was so soft. It was soft. It was as soft as my goddamn eyeball. But uh, these things don't seem to scratch. Maybe it's because the lens is, is set a little bit inside of the frame. Or maybe it's just because it's a better lens. I don't know. But they work really nicely. They look really good. And uh, I'm a fan. I really am. Check them out. I like the fact that you use the hardness of an eyeball as your metric. Right? Like yeah. That could catch on. Like these glasses are four eyeballs hard. Mm. I think that's how Fahrenheit was invented. It absolutely is. They scratched like a hard-boiled egg. They were just, they were just no good. Uh, new ones are great. Check them out. Uh, when it comes better to your... than a baby's ass. I'm sick of saying, like, oh, it's softer than a baby's ass. Like, ah, da, 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 I don't want to hear about a baby's ass. Think about a baby's ass. Tell me eyeball, more about this please. baby. <laughs> yeah. Soft as an eyeball. Don't be weird. You know what would be funnier? <laughs> is if, like, when you saw a hot woman, someone was like, man, that's sexier than the baby's ass. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck's wrong with you? <laughs> Those are some nice wheels you got. That's tighter than a baby's ass. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. Um. Man, my girl, my, my girl, she got an ass like a baby. <laughs> That's because she's six months old. What? <laughs> when it comes to your health, brushing your teeth is one of the most important parts of your day. Quip knows that. They've combined dentistry and design to make a better electric toothbrush. Quip is the new electric toothbrush that packs just the right amount of vibrations into a slimmer design at a fraction of the cost of those bulkier traditional electric brushes. And guiding pulses alert you when it's time to uh, switch sides. Then that makes brushing the right amount absolutely effortless. Quip also comes with a mount that suctions right to your mirror and unsticks to use as a cover for hygienic travel anywhere, whether it's going uh, in your gym bag or into your carry-on. And because the thing that cleans your mouth should also be clean, Quip subscription plan refreshes your brush on a dentist-recommended schedule, delivering new brush heads every three months for just $5, including free shipping worldwide. Quip is backed by a network of over 10,000 dental professionals, including dentists, hygienists, and dental students. Most toothbrushes don't get named one of Time Magazine's best inventions of the year, but Quip did. Find out for yourself why. Quip starts at just $25, and if you go to getquip.com slash PKA right now, you'll get your first refill pack for free with a Quip electric toothbrush. That's your first refill, refill pack free at getquip.com slash PKA, spelled G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash PKA. Check it out. I thought teeth. my whole life that you're supposed to change your toothbrush every three weeks and not three months. So I was dating this girl who... Um, she needed a toothbrush. She was over at my place, and I was like, oh, here. I pulled out of this giant pack of tooth toothbrushes. I'm like, here you go. Handed to her. Why do you have so many toothbrushes? I'm like, well, you know, swap them out. It's like, yeah, it's like, oh, honey, that's that's three months. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Did you feel like go. an ass? Yeah, kind of. I was like, I found the nearest dentist and, ro and uh, robbed him. Give me that back. <laughs> <laughs> 
you know, toothbrush every three weeks, so it'll change every 50,000 miles. That's how it works. <laughs> I like older toothbrushes. I might be crazy, but, you know, once you bite on them a little bit and their their bristles are, are coming out to the side, they're nice and worn. That's when you get the no, gums, yeah, probably. No. What? <laughs> oh, you, you yeah. need a, like, there's the, it's I like the a best fucked up toothbrush. Look, I, I have great uh, dental. I have a class A mouth, according to my dentist. I don't mean to show off, but hey. And, uh, <laughs> and, and, and yeah, I just, once the toothbrush is, is really fucked up, I feel like I can you know, get all the nooks and crannies a little better. God damn God, like... I know we're just doing a tooth filling, but you want some nitrous? Yeah. <laughs> Puts nitrous on you, and then he like calls his dental assistant. He's like, God, look at the mouth on this guy, and you should see his ass. It's like a big mouth like a champion. Can you imagine sliding your dick in and out of this man's mouth while he's lying unconscious under my desk? You know what? I'm going to fill it. I'm going to bring this sweet-ass lap mouth and these big, fat lips back. You're like... Yeah, he's been coming here for a while. You want to hit? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Isn't that what uh, what's his name does? Um, the Tim guy Watley. from Breaking Bad, oh, Tim Watley, yeah. and celebrates yeah. hit before he does it. You anti-dentite oh, bastard. <laughs> I, okay, uh, that, that whole uh, anti-Semitic Brett Favre thing got me thinking. What is some dog whistly, wildly inappropriate thing we can get a celebrity to say? Oh. If they I'm refund gonna be... the money, if they don't say it, shouldn't we all just be doing that constantly now, trying to get them say outrageous? <laughs> they can't possibly screen that many. <laughs> I was looking at some of the celebrities, and I honestly didn't see anybody I wanted to say shit. I uh... like, 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 I saw Jake the Snake, and I, I, I enjoyed his Joe Rogan ex- uh, um, uh, appearance, and I was like, ah, I'm gonna pay Jake the Snake whatever it costs. We're gonna get him to say something silly. I wanted to do his Macho Man impression, and then I looked, and it's like not available. Again, apparently, he's Mr. Big Shot now. He doesn't need any any fucking cameo money or something like that. But I didn't really see but anybody Brett else. Favre does. I... Yeah, he's not selling rank. You know what anymore. we could do? We could have some like one of us or a fan or someone could pay them, and like Brett Favre could say something like, "Not only do I watch PKA, it's my favorite show, and I love their stances." <laughs> I love PKA. It's better than a baby's ass. (laughs) It's better than a tighter than a baby's ass. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, I was trying to go for it. Was it tighter, better? It's not smoother. I don't know if tighter fits. Uh, Hotter. It's wetter (laughs) than a baby's ass. (laughs) After after a long day in the stroller. Mm. No powder. (laughs) No powder. (laughs) Sorry if I'm like talking over you guys or anything this show. Like my internet has been total shit since our snowstorm last week. Like it hasn't recovered. You've been good, I think. Yeah. Dick, what's new okay. in your world? What do you got going on? Uh, well, I read a last. Uh, I think it was last week. I read the restraining order courtroom transcripts that my girlfriend got against Maddox's now ex girlfriend. That was pretty funny. I had a whole super team of. Lawyers and uh, Argentinians call in and read that, and then I read every, and then I read every page of the de- of the defense. What was that, Taylor? Ex girlfriend now, so him and yeah, uh, yeah, they, they split up. Maddox lost his girlfriend and his lawyer at the same time. I'm very confused. Uh, so your your girlfriend, one of the reasons Maddox is upset with you is your girlfriend used to be his girlfriend. She, she yes. went for the upgrade. Yeah, and yeah. then. 
he got a new girlfriend. And why does that yeah. new girlfriend have beef with your girlfriend? Well, um, the new girlfriend, Mental Jess, Maddox's, Maddox's new girlfriend, she called my girlfriend's school where she works and uh, listed a bunch of reasons why she should be fired. Um, okay. That's the quick version. So uh, I told my girlfriend before that happened, like, hey, go in and talk to your Go in and talk to your principal because I got an email saying if I don't stop making fun of Maddox, they're going to call your school and they're going to call every teacher and parent in the directory of your school and tell them what I'm doing. That's and some... that is – go yeah. ahead. That uh, Wow. So they're, they're attacking your girlfriend hard for things that you do. I think that's, that's inappropriate. Well, it's – yeah. It's kind of – when the whole thing started um, – they were going after pretty much everyone I knew. Like my my company, my the marketing company I founded with two other guys got sued for twenty million bucks in the lawsuit. Uh, <laughs> they didn't do shit. Um, the some of the some of the assholes on Maddox's network would will do entire shows like don't, dedicated to or they used they used to do this a lot, but after after the lawsuit and after um, after my two years of dealing with this, I think I punched a lot of the starch out of Maddox. Like he came out strong and he would do like entire uh, episodes dedicated to like shitting on my family and putting pictures in, which is I don't care if people shit on me because I think it's funny. But like when you didn't when you didn't spend the last 10 years on the Internet of your life being an asshole, it's right. it's a crappy feeling. So it's so like he was attacking uh, your family. I wasn't even familiar with that. Yeah. It, and, you know, I don't like to cry cyberbullying because at, at the end of the day, my because you're my Republican, like, yeah. <laughs> uh, my family doesn't give a fuck. Like they, hmm. they laugh it off. They say my mom doesn't laugh it off, but everybody else pretty much laughs it off. Um, an email came through saying to me, saying, "Hey, if you don't knock this shit off, we're going to call your girlfriend's school and uh, all the parents and all the teachers, and we're going to let her know, let them know what you're doing." Meaning me. And even though I'm doing nothing, I'm sure everyone realizes full well that any kind of association with a, someone like myself would be a death sentence. Like, you're a social pariah. Your fucking career's over in normie world. Um, because for obvious reasons. Uh, so I said, go to, the, go to your school, go to your principal and cut in uh get out in front of this, like tell them that this is going to happen. Cause it's going to happen. Cause I'm not going to stop doing what I'm doing. Obviously. Mm -hmm. uh, so she did and they sat him down and people are much more understanding when you come at when you, the first story is the one that is it's the true one, right? Yeah. So she told him what happened. And of course, as exactly as I predicted and she told them it happened, the call came through. Um, the call came through and listed a whole bunch of reasons why my girlfriend should not be a teacher and shouldn't be around kids. And it listed a bunch of like fake uh, psychiatric conditions or uh, just bullshit, the kind of stuff you'd say if you were trying to get somebody fired. And the person calling very stupidly, the secretary said, well, who is this in case we have questions? In case we have more questions to ask you, who is this and what's your phone number? Fucking girl gave her name and phone number to him. Jessica. <laughs> Yeah, she said, oh, it's Jessica, and here's my number. It's fucking what a retard. Yeah, exactly. So, 
I tell the story on the show and a guy listening to the show happens to be a criminal defense lawyer slash restraining order guy. And he's like, oh, yeah, give me a call. We'll we'll talk about it. Bring her in. Like, I do this all the fucking time. This is my job. Like, this is literally all I do all day, every day. So we went in there and uh, took a it took a while, a couple of months to get the restraining order going. Um it's a whole saga in and of itself. We had to serve. We had to. We. I got a friend of mine who's a paparazzi, an ex-paparazzi, to serve Maddox with a bouquet of roses. <laughs> knock on the door. Knock on his door because I know where the motherfucker lives. And he's like, "Oh yeah, hey, is uh, is your girlfriend here? Is Jessica here?" And she came out screaming on the phone about the restraining order that was getting filed against her. And he's like, "Oh yeah." Uh, uh, she goes, "Oh, are those for me?" And he goes, "Yep, you're being served." And handed her the the service envelope that you got to show up in the court to defend yourself. You know, I'm funny. Everybody adds their own flair, I guess. Wow. Uh, <laughs> so the court in court, it was it was a good uh, I don't know. It was a good uh, good twenty minutes of this uh, this chick trying to defend herself. She admits right away that she made the call, and then spends the rest of it. Trying to justify that what she did was in good faith, she begs the court to let her boyfriend in, so he, so Maddox, so he can explain it. Uh, we read through the whole thing, and then did he get to explain it, or did the court just say no? Of course, said no. Fuck you. Mm. Uh, you don't. We don't call people's jobs in this country. If you got a problem with somebody, call the police. Mm. Um, the actual document, the actual defense of the restraining order document. Is fascinating because it is all written about me from Maddox's point of view. And he included shit. He weirdly included emails that he sent his ex, citing them as evidence of, of, uh, of psychiatric conditions. However, he didn't redact anything. So it's like he included all these emails begging her to get back with him. And saying how he goes to her her apart her new apartment and she wouldn't let him in, like he t- he goes over all this uh, psycho ex stalker shit that he did, and as stupid as he is, he just included it in the defense. Um, so we had a good time with that. So I it, is Maddox having any luck with it? Because I, I hear your perspective of it, and it's always like, oh my god, this guy is crazy. This guy's losing it every turn. Like nothing's yeah. going his way. Is anything going his way that we haven't covered? Like it is. Oh, no. Um, he just got, let's see, he just, it just got decided that he owes Asterios Kokonos. You guys know him, right? Yeah, he yep. was on the show. Yeah, we had him funny. on. Yeah, he's fucking great. He's fucking hilarious. Mm-hmm. And fuck him because I guess he beat me in the poll of who's the favorite PKA guest on your fucking subreddit, which did, which definitely pissed me off. Well, uh, oh, that, that unofficial, in your defense, unofficial bootleg poll. I, we'll, I we'll voted 10,000 times. We'll them to so. do another one. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You guys need to like, start. It, Having voter IDs for those polls. Um, <laughs> Asterios is now owed two hundred and ninety dollars from filing fees from Maddox for. That's it. For, wasn't isn't Asterios out like five digits from all this legal stuff? Yes, yes, he's out thirty six thousand dollars or something like that. And well, it he's out uh, thirty five thousand seven hundred and ten dollars now. <laughs> so you are in finance. Um, <laughs> that was only. For the filing fee for the initial dismissal, so Asterios has sanctions coming up, uh, which is uh, sanctions are for Maddox, 
his ex-lawyer, Kevin Landau, this guy, this lawyer who, this scumbag lawyer who's got an interlock device on his car because he's uh, been caught drinking and driving so much, hmm. which I'm not one to talk for drinking and driving, but I think getting caught is, is <laughs> different. <laughs> getting caught three times and then failing the interlock thing, that's a very different level of drinking and driving. Anyway, Maddox, Kevin Landau, and this ex-girlfriend with the restraining order, they're all due back in court in New York to defend themselves against sanctions for um, for costing Asterios' job, and which could be, who knows what. He could get all his money back in one fell swoop. It's going to be great. Does Maddox have that kind of money? No, absolutely uh, not. Well, I don't it's hard to get his money back. Speaking of that, that $290 that Asterios just got, I think that he's selling bonds on it. I think that he's going to be selling to, in order to get the debt. You've got to, you, you know, you've got to sue people to get the money that they owe you. Uh -huh, so uh -huh. Asterios doesn't have money to spend on chasing after his $290. I think he's going to sell shares of his $290 to fans who can then go pursue Maddox for their share of whatever debt they purchased from Asterios. So I'm excited about that. Yeah. <laughs> I really like your fan involvement. That's hilarious. <laughs> The show is the fans. The show is all the fans are uh, uh, fucking crazy. What do they call them? Dickheads. Dickheads. That's good. That's oh, speaking branding. of the of speaking of the ranking thing, is is your ranking list in like first to last place order on your site? Yeah, I think you're on top. I'm you're winning. High. You're the, I'm, you're I'm number on, one. That's I'm, not a surprise. I'm number one on Dick Show for for my rage. So there you go, guys. Just goes to show, if you put your mind to anything and you spend four minutes before the podcast trying to finish your shit and thinking of something funny to say, you can achieve anything. What did you rage about? Uh, shit, what did I... Oh, oh I remember. Uh, I was, I was mad. Happy yeah. fall, y'all. Taylor talked yeah, I... about getting dragged to all these pumpkin patches and festivals with this girlfriend who's got... I think it was your girlfriend who's got happy... Yeah. Who, who put the cherry on the shit holiday Sunday... With this ticky tacky CVS mass produced decorations of Happy Fall, y'all. Exactly. She, it was. It was. That was part was of the rage. One. It was mainly. I was really upset by having to go to a pumpkin patch, hungover as fuck, on a Saturday morning because apparently all the Walmart pumpkins aren't okay. Like you have to drive 50 minutes through East STL to get there, and it's just a shithole. And then spend like forty dollars. When I went up, when we went up to check out with the pumpkins. And we, like, put it on a scale, this fucking bootleg scale with that scammy 16-year-old's thumb on it. And they're like, all right, well, that's, uh, that's 20 pounds of pumpkins. That'll be $45. And I, I, wanted, I wanted to just say no. Like, no, I'm, not, I'm absolutely not paying $45 for two pumpkins, you fucking, you fucking crook. You asshole. And, uh, and they still did charge me $45 for the pumpkins. Yeah, well, you know you got to pay for the experience of picking your own pumpkin. It's not a fun experience. Was my point is, <laughs> it's it's enraging to be like. It would be like me going to you, Woody. It's like, hey, it's it's Cinco de Mayo. There's a place two hours from here that has a great burrito, and I'd love to take you there and spend all day doing it. I love not just some of the day. I'd love to spend your whole day, Woody. Your whole day doing it. And then you're like, actually, there's a Chipotle right down the road. There's actually a Mexican place twenty minutes. I'm like, no, no, no. There's a place two hours away, and that's where I want my burrito from. And then being a good boyfriend to me, Woody, you would say, okay, let's do this. You, you take, you take, when you go to blues games and stuff for me, and you watch me get aggravated at my shit-tier team, 
You know, I, I owe you this. I think the so, real hallmark yeah, of a quality boyfriend is to fuss and complain about it for months afterwards. Yeah. I don't do it to her. Well, yeah, I just no, she it needs to pay. Of, she needs to pay. How will she learn if you don't if you don't like really just drag this topic up every time she fussies? <laughs> every time she's fussy. Then next year there's just gonna be another happy fall, y'all two and three. Even be mad at because like we got Pretty there. Soon you'll have and a storage container full of it. She bought me a beer and she bought the pumpkins. And so all I had to do and she even drove, to be fair to her. So like I just had to attend. Basically, but even then, it was like God. All the things I could be sitting at home doing nothing right now. I'm missing out. I don't see out. why we're being fair to her. She fall y'alled you, and and she needs to pay the piper. That was a good one too. Is I was talking to Dick about like uh, decorating your home, and as I sit here now, there's a Christmas tree right there, and there are still cobwebs with spiders between my hanging <laughs> kitchen lights. And I keep telling her, you got to take down the Halloween stuff, and she's like, well, I'm not tall enough to reach all that, and it's like, I got to take down the Halloween stuff, I guess. Who put it and up? So, but then uh, I let her. I, I very graciously allowed her quite a bit of decorating autonomy, and then she snuck in with a happy fall, y'all pumpkin with spiders. <laughs> on the side and like like i can't even articulate the like the the pouring away and leaving of masculinity i felt when i saw in my own home one day when she wasn't even here walking in and seeing fucking happy fall y'all over there i literally hit it she still doesn't know where happy fall y'all is and i'm not telling her because it's in the trash <laughs> is it really? It's the talking. Yeah. I don't want to have to interact. I'm fine with the decorations, but don't make me interact with them. Don't make me look them in the eye. See, I, I took Dick's advice on the show because the second I brought up the happy fall y'all thing, he's like, throw that away. That You have to burn it in effigy. Save yeah. yourself from what's coming. And I, I immediately, like, after the I finished recording, I'm like, you know what? Dick's right. Dick's right. I'm throwing this away. And I went over, threw it away. And the next time she, she comes over and she, she was like, where's the, where's the happy fall, y'all pumpkin? I was like, I don't know. <laughs> I must have misplaced it. You know? And, and so, uh, I'm I drawing mean, a hard line that. on the decorating around here. Like, so Christmas is coming, right? And, uh, like this house takes a lot of Christmas decorations. Otherwise it looks like you just did a token effort. And, my God. I mean, it takes over an hour to get the Christmas decorations. Maybe two hours to get the Christmas decorations out of the attic. And uh, it could be between 20 and 25 cubic yards of Christmas decorations. It's filling the Game of Thrones. <laughs> She's been working at this full time for ages. And then she fussed at me for like painting the garage and cleaning and reorganizing it when I could have spent that time doing Christmas decorations, but they aren't my priority. I, I, I'm not telling her she can't do what she wants to, but I'm certainly not fussing at her for not doing what I want her to. Does this make sense? Why would I be a Christmas decoration person? Totally. I don't give a fuck. She signed up. For, oh, and then that apparently is bad too. You know, like if I walk in the room and don't notice that there's like 12 new things put somewhere or other, then it's like, Did, didn't you see? Didn't you see? Like I and, and she's put a lot of effort in. A lot of these Christmas decorations are like homemade, or like maybe they started as a plain ornament, but now they're all like hot glued and glittered or something beyond what they were at once. And it's just See, not my priority. More, there is nothing more enraging than the pace at which women want to put ornaments on a tree. <laughs> 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 because splay, they want to put lay the endlessly splay the branches. Like I, I, I knew that we were working out the other day, and 
she went to go take a shower because she finished before me. And I was like, all right, I'm cutting out the rest of my workout. I'm putting this tree together while she's in the shower. So I got the whole thing put together real quick and like, like half-ass splayed the branches enough because I knew that she'd want to be over there. Like, well, it looks a little empty over here doing that kind of thing. Mm. And then we, she bought a giant bucket of blue and silver and uh, white, uh, just regular round ornaments. A and she giant also bucket? A, how many cubic a, yards did you get? How many, <laughs> how many dead bodies of buckets did you get? That, that, Taylor, giant. Yeah, You're adorable. Storage container, Taylor. If you're not stacking storage frustration, for sure. But I, I was on there and I kept hanging them up super fast because I wanted to get it over with. And so oh, I was like, boom, 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 here. And like she kept going and like retrofitting all of my decisions. Was like, well, you've got you've got two of the metallic blue over here, and you want a white one here, not a whole field of metallic blue. And then all the white on the other side. And I'm like, well, whatever, but just, just, I just get it done. And, uh, and so I kept, I ruined the tree and then she bought, she bought me an ornament. Let me, let me grab. I, I, See, I in I, Africa, Christmas doesn't work this way in my African country. It's you come home. Oh. <laughs> I do like the ornament. Now, now, <laughs> That's actually pretty cool. I like that ornament. I would put it front and center of one of our five trees. No, <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Is this a, are you shitting right now? I'm counting a tree that's actually just like a spiral that you hang ornaments from. It's metal, so it's that we have like four. We inherited two more trees from her. Her mother-in-law passed last year, but they emptied the house over the year, and and uh, yeah, we just have so many trees. Like, yeah. <laughs> sounds so shitty. You have to deal with five trees. We have Christmas every... trees on the front porch. We've got Christmas trees in the southern sunroom. We've got one or two Christmas trees in the Game of Thrones room currently. We have a Christmas tree in the chocolate. I'm not even sure where all the Christmas trees are. Or if they're in their final places. But Oh, I yeah. wanted to mention. House I'm buying. I have a, a north sunroom. I don't have an east, west, or south sunroom, but I have a north. <laughs> so you're disambiguating it just in case you get more sunrooms. Okay. Yes, yeah, so I have a quarter of what you've got. <laughs> we only have the two sunrooms. We just call them the southern and the western sunrooms. Well, I hate Christmas trees. I think they're fucking stupid unless you have little children and a real waste of time. And I'll have none of that. But let me tell you about Get Quip. I already did. Let me tell you about Monster Energy Espresso. This episode <laughs> of PK is brought to you by Monster Energy's delicious new espresso drink. When you need an extra burst of energy but don't have time to wait in line, grab Espresso Monster. Uh, espresso Monster is a premium blend of smooth espresso and cream packaged in an 8.4-ounce can. It's just the right size and perfect for when you're on the go. Each can has three shots of espresso blended with European milk, just the way the Italians do it. And with 150 to 160 milligrams of caffeine per can, it's sure to give you the energy you need to conquer the day. Espresso Monster has two delicious flavors to choose from, espresso and cream and vanilla espresso. It's produced in Denmark and the Netherlands. Espresso Monster is made with freshly brewed espresso coffee, hormone-free milk, and a unique energy blend that's complete with taurine and B vitamins. Close your eyes, take a sip, and enjoy Espresso Monster today. Yeah, that's that. Check them out. Check them out. Very tasty. Excellent. Gives you lots of pep. Yeah, I got a pile of them over here. Big fan. Kyle's a big fan. How's your uh, vodka and pineapple mango, whatever the hell you're drinking, juice? Yeah. 
Yeah, that was a big glass of vodka I drank there. Um, Man, how do you drink so much and only eat once a day? Were you saying you have one meal a day? Yeah, yeah. Lately, it's been it's Indian terrible. Food. I can't believe that. When I drink, I like wake up like a werewolf with just wrappers around me and crumbs. No, it, it puts me right to sleep usually. Like, like, like that wasn't enough to put me to sleep. But like, you know, if I, oftentimes I'll uh, I'll drink uh, like like late at night. Like, like sometimes my meal is at like one in the morning or two in the morning. Like I haven't eaten all day. And so I'll get myself some Indian food out of the fridge, some nice chicken vindaloo, spicy as fuck, or some tikka masala, also spiky, spicy as fuck. Get some garlic naan bread, heat that shit up, get myself a nice big old glass of vodka, and uh, get good and fucked up, and then eat all that crazy spicy food, and then just pass the fuck right out. <laughs> Do you ever, like, like, Dick, you were mentioning this, do you ever, like, drink quite a bit, get home for the evening, and then, you know, watch TV or whatever you do. And then the next morning you wake up and you think like, hey, you know what? I really wasn't that bad last night. Like I had you like try and like calorie count the drinks you had. And then you'll walk outside back into your living room and be like, oh, no. And there's like yeah. a pizza you don't remember ordering <laughs> and like wings. I did that. I did that once where I came out and I saw an empty pizza box and empty Chinese food. And I had... <laughs> And like for a while, I was like, "Oh, you had company over last night." And then like four <laughs> hours later, I was like, "No, you didn't. You ate a whole pizza and then ordered Chinese food and ate that. You fucking fat fuck." No, I, I never uh, drink so much that there's mystery food or anything. Um, oh yeah, I usually oh I like drank my way into mystery food before. Like drunk Taylor eats like an asshole and he ruins it for sober Taylor the next morning. I don't continuously drink though. <laughs> like like I think that maybe what you're doing is like having a drink and drinking it and then getting another and another and another and another and then yeah. things get, well things can get carried away that way so what i do is i get myself you know like one of these glasses like this like half full of juice and another one half full of vodka and then i boop 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 see boop, i can't boop, do that like I, that, that gets me drunk way too fast like, that's I don't what i'm going for it. yeah what about I, I when you run out run out of what of the glass of vodka then you got to get another one no, once once I finish that whole glass, I'm talking about like literally filling it's like four up. shots, like four or five shots. Of yeah, when I, earlier I did, it, you know, I, it was pretty much half full. You know, it's this is a this is not a small glass. It's it's four or five shots of vodka. So you just shoot that down real quick, and I'm blitzed in five minutes. And I'm you know, if I go back for a little bit more, if I'm like you know, I can still walk straight, and I go back and get myself like one more. Now I can't walk straight, and that's curry zone. That's you gauge it, based on your walking ability. <laughs> Where am I going? <laughs> no, I just like that's, what like, are you, a decathlete? Like if I drink so much and then like I stand up and I'm like, whoa, uh oh, I, I, all right, let's, let's get I drink too much. Get what am I? Whatever will I do tonight at my walking contest? <laughs> 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 I'm gonna suck at Twister, please. <laughs> you know, I, I, I'm drinking to get drunk. And then I'm going to eat my delicious curry and I'm going to watch some shitty TV. I watched Predator last night. The Predator. The new one. It's shit. Wait. It's, well, I'm not familiar with this. Is it a? Is it like the Arnold Schwarzenegger new. remake? Is it a no, TV no, no. show? It, it's no. a brand new is movie. It's a brand new movie written by Shane Black who was in the first Predator who's also written a lot of really good films. He's a good action writer. It is so fucking bad. Here's the premise. You're going to think I'm kidding. You're going to think I'm being silly. The premise is 
the predators, those uh, the 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 yaucha, I think is what the species is called, but called, but that doesn't matter. Um, they have been going to every planet in the galaxy and finding the most dominant species there, the most wily, uh, uh, aggressive, yeah. dangerous yeah. species, and sampling their DNA for for generations now, and then applying it to themselves to hybridize their species and become bigger and better, smarter, faster, and for a time, they used our DNA, but in other places, you know, maybe they found some giant race of people and they needed some of theirs. And so they have come now to steal autism. Oh, what does that mean? It means they've come to kidnap an autistic child and apply his autistic DNA to their race to make themselves better. And this is, that, is the plot you know, of the Predator. I'm not one to, to I, I have an autistic kid, and I wouldn't normally make fun of it, but if a predator race came and wanted to apply autism to themselves, I think I'd say, I support your efforts. Knock yourself it's, out. It's just That's a bunch it. of predators who just love My Little Pony. Yeah, can I interest yeah. you in some Down syndrome? <laughs> <laughs> you know? They make, they Soon make you're going to be called the prey. They make yeah. autism... <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> they make they make autism seem like a goddamn superpower in this movie, right? Mm. This kid, this kid's like, oh yeah, I understand alien languages now because I looked at it for thirty seconds. I can also memorize chess boards. I'm incredibly antisocial and scream a lot, but the government will use me at the end of the movie to help them decipher the alien language and use their technology. I'm sure that it <laughs> you could totally tell that like the studio came in and was like. Uh, let's cut out 30 minutes and add 30 minutes of horse shit. Olivia Munn is in it. Who look? I like her. Ter yeah, terrible actress. They really got like all the predators there, like dressed up on like on on the orders of the autistic kid, but instead of like capes, they're wearing weighted blankets. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's funny. They're soft. It makes me feel insane. <laughs> so what? She will fidget spinners. Does he read the... any Sonic fan art in the movie? It's so Sonic bad. Fan fiction, dude. dude <laughs> Olivia. So that, that is yeah. Olivia Munn's terrible. She's a terrible actress. Like she's her? sexiest. She's a terrible actress. She's bad at acting. She's a sexy woman to look at. I'd love to fuck her. And she's I funny. Put my... She did. I think she'd be a good podcaster because she was good at um, what was Attack that? of the Show. Yes. Yeah. Sure. That reminds good... me of the many podcasts I listen to hosted by women that are hilarious. <laughs> yeah, that one. What's it called? Oh wait, it doesn't fucking exist. No, Nikki Glazer's on a podcast and she's funny. And it's bad. Oh, I've I, never seen it. I, I don't know who I've Nikki Glazer is or what it. she is. But Olivia Munn's garbage actress. Mm. Terrible at it. Her titties are lopsided and small, but she's very pretty, and I like watching her on, on, on camera. Anyway, she goes from, like, a biologist or something, they bring in as, like, an alien bio biologist expert, even though she's never fucking seen one before, to immediately a hand-to-hand -hand combat specialist with weapons training. Like, she's shooting grenade launchers at spaceships. She's, like, shooting machine guns in the forest. She's jumping around doing silly shit. They can't figure out what the movie's about. It's like back and forth. Is it, is it a ragtag bunch of PTSD veterans? Or is it about this autistic kid and his Halloween uh, Halloween night struggles with, with fucking predators? Like, like there's fucking predator dogs that, that literally just no. stand there barking. Like it, it was clear that they cut out a bunch of shit because the predator dogs get there. They show up as like this ultimate scary thing. They're like, woof, woof. And like the good guys all spray them down with machine guns that we never see them acquire. 
Like somehow they go from prisoners to like the the A team and they cut out the middle part where they acquire grenade launchers, machine guns, sniper rifles, tactical gear. It, they just have it out of nowhere. It's garbage. Don't watch the Predator. I spent $19.95 last night on wow, the Wow, you Predator. must feel like an idiot. Like an <laughs> idiot. An uh, idiot. Kyle spends Jane a Black lot on his you money. I yeah, I'm not I'm not like some people stealing from content creators. Yeah, who you I will for? steal from, from any mirror, content You got a mirror creator. back there? <laughs> Is that what you're looking for? <sighs> yeah. No, I, I pay for my content, and normally I don't like purchasing movies. Like, like I had been looking at this thing for like six days, waiting on it for it to go from $19.95 to $6 or $5 or whatever it's going to come down to for the rental. Mm-hmm. But, you know... I had my glass of vodka and I had my curry there all spicy and delicious and steaming hot. And I was like, I really want to watch a movie while I have this delicious meal here. And they, I, I've gone about as far in a designated survivor as a sane person with any kind of taste can go. I'm like season two, episode 15, and it's gone off the rails. I heard it does. Just, yeah. th- dude, that, that, that <clears throat> sassy Asian uh, CIA, FBI agent mm-hmm. turns into fucking Clubber Lang by about season two. I literally, this is no joke, they end up in Cuba somehow. Her, couple senators, and like the White House chief of staff somehow are in Canada and, and Cuba, get taken by a rebel group. She goes to the, to the toilet, pries the, the floorboards loose, starts running through the jungle. Two Cuban commandos have her at AK-47 gunpoint, and she and takes the gun away, knocks them both unconscious. They lost then me earlier gets, in the season. I, I don't even like it. No, 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 no. let, let me finish this. It gets worse. Hmm. She okay. beats them both up real good. You know, a couple whacks to each one. They're unconscious. These are full-grown, burly jungle men. She weighs 120 pounds top. She's I was a skinny, say 15, yeah. skinny little. I, I don't girl. even like. I don't even like when in movies they pretend women can do math. <laughs> what's she doing driving a car <laughs> so so look 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 earlier in the series like episode three of season one she's like hitting a heavy bag for exercise and she's so uncoordinated with her like pumping arm punches from shoulder level it's embarrassing and i remember thinking like well yeah it's just exercise she's not supposed to be a combat specialist she's an analyst she's a she's an investigator now she beats these two men up she runs a little more and she gets captured again. And then they get her back to like the the cell that they're holding everybody in. And the the leader of the rebel group is like, she killed two of my best men. <laughs> That's right. She beat them to death with that little show of 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 hand-to-hand combat. She hit them like twice each with her bare hands and killed them both. And I, I was like, this is the last episode I'm watching. That's it. I'm out. Because every episode, the episode before, she was in Afghanistan with 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 a with a spe- with a Secret Service agent off on their own, hitting an IED roadside bomb. They just hop out; they're fine. I'm showing a, her while you're like talking about how badass she is, and yeah, she she could weigh one ten. Yeah, skinny little girl, and a, a fucking Afghani sniper has them pinned down. So, <laughs> Don't worry. She kills him. With a pistol, I'm sure. It's like watching a a naked gun, but really. Like Leslie (laughs) Nielsen looking at his punches, but like treating it like, oh, this is a serious movie? I thought this was a a naked gun. What the fuck? (laughs) On. It was, it's, it, 
look, Des- Designated Survivor Season 1 is fine. Like, like, you might enjoy it, watch the first season, turn it the fuck off after that. Because, like, then it just becomes a shitty version of the West Wing with, with, a, with a B-plot that involves this Asian girl being, like, not just James Bond level. James Bond doesn't do the shit she does. It's so absurd and ridiculous and over the top. She's mm-hmm. always, like, right in the thick of a global conspiracy, beating up henchmen, like, grown men. I was in the gas station today, and I saw this big dude in front of me. Like, I couldn't see the top of his head. Like, like he's at least 6'3", six, 6'4", six, really much thicker wider than me I, and i was thinking like if i shoved that guy right now with everything i got i don't think he'd move very far these are the men that this woman is like Wah! and like killing I, I and i'm just thinking like i mean he doesn't even know what's coming he's got some cheetos <laughs> and a fucking snapple but i could <laughs> barrel into that big motherfucker i need a car <laughs> and he'd turn around, and he would he could beat me to death. He could kill me right here with his bare hands. And I better hope I get a good eye gouge or crotch kick in. I better use some of the, that's my purse! And fucking <laughs> so I could kick, it, kick him in the crotch or something and run for it. Because, like, I got no chance against this man. He might as well be a different fucking species than me. He looks like an NFL running back. They need a feminist empowerment score for movies. Like, what do, <laughs> what do you got here? You got to... It's time to film some bullshit. Female Batman. Bullshit. This is up to a ten. <laughs> you know? Girls are strong and they're leading the way. Like, like, like. Uh. Time to film some bullshit. No, I, I, I'm tired. Hey, I've it. been told reliably that the future is female. <laughs> so, so we have to all pretend we're all the same, and that women fighting isn't totally ridiculous. I, I'm not a sexist. I'm just a realist. I'm and, okay and with women with superpowers fighting. Totally. Captain right. Marvel. Well, the superpowers, that negates any unbelievability of it. You know, I'm not even a superhero fan, but if I see Wonder Woman or uh, uh, Captain Lady or whoever uh, the, the big <laughs> women ones are, yeah, like, and, they, and they beat yeah. up, and they beat a up a guy, fan. it's like, okay, well, that's a, super, that's a superhero. That makes sense. They can but, even like, beat up other superheroes, right? Because not all superheroes are created equally. Sure. Uh, I, I just saw yeah, Thor that's get beat up by his sister on a YouTube highlight today. And uh, yeah, sure enough, yeah, she's she's one of the yeah, big strong much, baddies. Much stronger. Yeah, I don't I don't fucking care about the superhero movie thing, but it is like unless it, it's Batman. It takes you out. No. It, it takes you out of the moment when you're watching a movie and something like that happens. So what Kyle's describing, where a woman beats up like a six four muscle bound Hulk, yeah, and you're like, God damn it, couldn't you have made it like a five foot nine like engineer? <laughs> who like just happened to be walking there and like you beat him up like it's just oh my god i found it i found the scene hang on let me skip to the part where she beats these men to death there's gonna be music on it though uh we can watch it on mute then oh yeah, yeah. We could, that, that's right that's i could try that all right yeah there is some sort of like there's tense. always a soundtrack dun 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 dun, dun. It's like tense music playing. Yeah, I think I timestamped that appropriately. I'm uh, queued at one three four. This is called Designated Survivor two X eleven. That means two, season two, episode eleven. Hannah's escape. Uh, let me just put her on the screen. Ready, set, play. So she's walking through the jungle rainforest. I don't know. There's a guy with an AK. Two guys with AKs pointed right at her. She goes, oh, there she is. She's grabbed one gun. She's kicked the other gun. She's They're gra- dead. They're dead. That killed them. That killed them. Oh, wait. Now there's like 17. 
I, I'm shocked she didn't kill all those guys, too. She killed two of my best men. <laughs> That's literally what he said. She I, kicked I, him I in the thigh. She wasn't like, there's 15 of you. Oh, too bad. Could have even Good the odds of 30. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> throw the gun aside and be like, like she's supposed, I don't know what she's supposed to be. I'm gonna watch it again because what I, I want with one of these shows is I like love that woman just had enough. That's what she is, Kyle. She's had enough. <laughs> she's had enough of the constant comments and catcalls and the uh, disrespect. I, she's um, had enough, and she's manifested it in her fists. So the one guy she kicks in the belly, I guess that's the death blow. <laughs> the other one she backhanded on the chin. I, I assume that was the fatal blow. Broke his neck. <laughs> <laughs> Rupp, so that other guy's spleen. He bled out eternally. <laughs> I love Who that the they're dead. Who the fuck is this for? Who are the boomers <laughs> that are watching this? I, all of entertainment Wait, why dedicated. are you attacking boomers? You know they're millennials watching this. Boomers aren't, oh. aren't doing this. Woody. This is a this has boomer written. Even it the lighting does it's all does boomer. Not this when boomers boomer. made shows, and we're talking about my parents here, not me, for people who don't know what a fucking boomer is. But when boomers made shows, women wore dresses, they danced in high heels, they got paid half as much, and they certainly did not beat up men. They were sidekicks and wives and support staff. This is not boomer shit. This is a this oh. is a this is a fucking boomer show. The boomer that was that was their boomers that were doing the the um, the Captain Kirk fights and Ahura in a skirt and that this this is re that was the silent generation, the greatest generation fueling that. This is pure boomer nonsense. <laughs> it is not. It is not. My parents are boomers and they are currently seventy years old. You think they're making this? No, my fucking, this is my the dad, influence of a millennial. I guarantee you my dad watches this fucking show. <laughs> <laughs> They're both 65 or 68 or whatever. That motherfucker, that motherfucker watches shows that have killed men. He'll watch it. It'll be so bad people will have died. They put Surgeon General warnings in front of the television. My dad watches, he still watches a fucking show and it's full of shit like this. I'll sit there and I can feel my brain rot as I'm watching TV with him and it's exactly like it's- That a, it's, is not what my boomer parents watch. My boomer parents have given up largely on lots of TV because it's not right wing enough. They have found various YouTubers <laughs> who are right of Fox. Wait, really? <laughs> yeah. Your, your boomer parents Wait, you're know how to use YouTube? Yeah, yeah. they're all surprised. over your YouTube. Your parents are they, YouTube? That's where they find the truth. That's where the truth is, right? Because that is the next level. That's you have millennial boomer parents. <laughs> my, my new TV. I don't have cable. I get we watch everything through the internet, like Hulu and shit. My father doesn't even understand it. I've we've I've given him a fucking TED talk on how TV comes <laughs> through the internet. And he's like, "Well, how do you watch TV?" I'm like, buddy, you don't know either way. It's just a magical wire that comes into the fucking house. Don't pretend like your version. Don't pretend like you have any kind of knowledge of this. It's just a different remote and a menu. That's bullshit. That's not my, my grandparents did that same shit where my grandma got really into Game of Thrones because I told her to watch it. Mm -hmm. And like she would text me out of nowhere and be like, Grandma, it's got sex like, and my, violence. You'll yeah. love it. My my grandma is from deep southern Missouri, grew up with an outhouse. Like, like, and she's like, now, Taylor, did, have, you're all caught up on this show. Yeah. 
I'm like, yeah, Grandma, I'm all caught up. She's like, now, I just saw in season three the Red Wedding, and my Lord, <laughs> my goodness, I did not... How do you even watch this show? This is so great. And then she like got to the end of where her streaming capability ended because she lives so rural. And I kept trying to explain to her like what she'd have to do for her internet package to make it a little better so she could stream. Like speaking Mandarin. Eventually I had to just be like, I, I just literally bought her all of the seasons on there DVD. Yep. And that's that was the, the winning combination. So there she could watch it on her, her year, so she could watch it on her twelve year old TV. In this giant, wonderful house that has a stripe down the middle of it where nothing is... Dick, you don't know this. My grandparents live in a very nice home. They do well for themselves in a very rural area. And they've had the same TVs for 14 years, I think. 14 years they've had the same TVs. Like when flat screens were new, that's when they bought them. And now there are giant stripes in them where you can't see anything. Like a black stripe in the middle of the street. And I was sitting there like over Thanksgiving like, Grandma, how are you watching this? She's like, well, you know, I don't even notice it anymore. I've just gotten so used to it. I just don't even notice. And I'm like, what? what? You, you owned thousands of cattle a couple of years ago. You know you can afford a TV. Like, you're fine. She's like, well, you know, it's just a lot of trouble. And I don't want to go to Best Buy and have somebody try and sell me yeah. something I don't want. Are it's they true. retired now? And so I, yeah, no, 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 they still work uh, because they just, they're from that generation. They like continuing to work. But uh, I, that's my, I know they don't listen to the show. They literally don't listen to the show. This came up over Thanksgiving where my, <laughs> like my, my, my grandparents, uh, we, like somehow it came up and my grandma was like, I have still never listened to that because it would just break my heart for you to hear the things that I know you're saying on there. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, it, it absolutely would. Yeah, absolutely. I, yeah, I, 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 I fully converted my dad at this point. Like he's got his 4K TV. He's got um, he still has Dish Network, like the satellite thing, but it has oh, that's a, old as fuck. But it has a channel that has all the streaming services. Like 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 Netflix is a channel on there. I was I was like, wait, there's not like a whole different app. He's like, nah, let's go to channel 236. That's Netflix. And I was like, <laughs> they boomer did. They boomerfied it. Oh shit, yeah, it is. All right, now we're in Netflix, and you just sign into your account from that channel, and you, and you're in. Yeah, it was. I was. I, I couldn't figure it out. I was, I was standing there for like ten minutes trying to. I was like, I, I, I felt so dumb asking my dad how to get Netflix to work. But I was like, how do you change? I'm changing inputs here. I'm, you know, I'm going <laughs> to the main menu. Like, where's Netflix? I know you got it. I saw it last night. And he's like, oh, you, channel two thirty six. And I'm like, what? What are you? <laughs> <laughs> my grandparents are so what old are you with talking it. about dad <laughs> we want to rent a movie at my grandparents house we're for there overnight for thanksgiving or christmas we still have to physically call the pay-per-view thing and like place the order on a phone like it's a thousand years ago <laughs> like, it, it, isn't that insane to be I like i want to watch this movie you pick up this landline and call I remember that. I, I had for completely forgotten that that was even a thing. That's so long. That's that's that literally like fifteen. Yeah, it's over fifteen years ago. That's like almost twenty years ago that that was a thing. That, that's crazy that that yeah. still exists, dude. I, I, I'd be at a hotel, right? And the hotel, I'm on a business trip, and in my head, I'm like, well, it's fairly reasonable, you know, twelve ninety five or something to watch a movie. I'm up here. I'm away from home. Like, what am I supposed to do? You guys owe me whatever, so I'm gonna. I'm going to put a movie on the uh, expense report. All right, no big deal. The problem is that regular movies are $12.95 and porn is like $14.95. So if that shows up on the expense report, then they know what you did. 
<laughs> Therein lies Who's the paying for porn? Oh, well. Oh, uh, you had when to, you're on man. a business trip in 2003. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> you don't have time to download 64 parts of a file over a six or over yeah, a 14 yeah. four modem. Hotels don't even have Wi-Fi in this day in that day and age. I remember like loading single images on the family computer when I thought I had enough time, and like one would like slowly load, and then like two thirds of the way through, you're like, this one isn't going to do it for me, so you have to <laughs> yeah. go back and then find another one, and then like at some point, it, it just got to that like crux where you're like, I. This is this is gonna have to do. Like this is this is gonna have to be the thing I use right now because I don't have time. I could hear people milling about upstairs, and I'm I'm playing a risky game here. <laughs> I am a Russian roulette with my cock. I've told this before, but yeah, it used to be that pop-ups were out of control on the internet. The Yahoo had pop-ups. Everything had pop-ups. Stupid X10, whatever. But porn sites, you'd load a porn page, and you'd get no lie, thirty-two, sixty pop-ups. They pop up all over. And uh, they pop up, you know, and I'm like, Haha, the joke's on you. I like this, too. <laughs> <laughs> this will do just fine. Yeah, you thought you were getting one over on me, but uh, I like all your choices. So, the expense report I, thing's funny, though. We were, I remember yeah. we, were, we were at COD XP, and uh, the bar had closed. And it was like me and Hastro and Fwiz, like downstairs with a few other people. But that's kind of who I was hanging out with. And we were, we were, pretty, we were pretty drunk. And the bar in the hotel lobby had closed on us. And, and I was like, well, that's it. We're cut off now. And Fwiz is like, don't you have a mini bar up in your suite? And I was like, yeah, but it's like $8 a shot. He's like, fuck it. I'll clear, I'll clear it with, with the guys up at Machinima. Let, let's go clean that bitch out. And I was like, you sure? Because I'm not paying for that shit. I'll, I'll make a stink if they charge me $300 for clearing out this mini bar. He's like, nah, nah. I got this. And so we just go up there and cleared out the whole mini bar. And we come down with like between our fingers, like <laughs> like 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 a like dozens of little mini bar like who wants a little Captain Morgan? Now we know Crown why Michelle went out of business. <laughs> Kyle's mini bar. One mini bar did the trick. Yeah, we, we were the life of the party then because we had like, you know, eight or nine people outside just chilling outside smoking cigarettes and shit, and then we showed up with like a whole new party's worth of liquor. It was great. My uh, my my grandparents, like obviously they're old. So my grandma How old bought uh, in their seventies, okay, uh, mid late seventies, and uh, my grandma bought for soreness CBD oil, for mm -hmm. which is like the marijuana thing, but it doesn't get you high. But that does not. My grandpa and grandma don't know it doesn't get you high, and so like I would like. <laughs> Be talking you, to my grand, my grandpa it? about it. Like, no, no, it was like it's like a cream. You like okay. rub it on whatever area you're sore, and it's like a topical analgesic. And so, uh, apply directly to the forehead. Apply directly, head on. Head on. Apply directly to the forehead. And so, uh, I was talking to my grandpa about it. Like, yeah, I saw Grandma has a uh, CBD oil for her soreness, and he goes, ah, shit. I tried to yell at her the other day to make me a sandwich, and she was too high to even listen. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, Grandpa, I don't think that's how it works. And he's like, shit, I, that's how it works. I tell you what, like, like literally like Hank Hill kind of sayings, like as he's doing it. Uh, he's, he's the same Grandpa. I, I know I've told this to Woody and Kyle, but I haven't to Dick, where uh, we were talking about like technology. He still has a flip phone that's old as, as time, and uh, they're talking about texting. And my grandma is all about texting. She loves it. She loves Facebook, you know, just like a standard old woman. And she's like, now, 
Now, Richard, I got you to text once, didn't I? My grandpa's like, yep, yeah, you got me to text one time. You asked if uh, you asked if uh, the Stevensons should come over, and I, I texted back, no. <laughs> <laughs> so his only text ever was my grandma saying, can people come over tonight? Uh, and he texted us, and his response was just no. <laughs> the Stevensons specifically. They must have been so bad that he had to violate <laughs> the non his non texting perfect record to keep them the fuck away. He just doesn't like people around. Like every time he comes to St. Louis, like in his head, St. Louis is New York City. Like he's like, I hate coming to the city. When I moved into the city, and he was here to like eat dinner that night, and like we were, he just happened to be in town when I moved in here. He was like, shit, why in the fuck would you live here? <laughs> like he like, didn't pull any punches. It was like you're gonna get stabbed or something. Like it, it was very. Very not a, a fan of it, but I, I almost envy that mindset and that generation. Oh, dude, you'll like, get it when you get your house and you move in. You'll get. You'll suddenly understand. Fuck! I don't ever want anyone coming near me again. Stay the <laughs> fuck away from my house. Oh, this is something I wanted to ask you about the house setup. Like I know you you box, you know, and and you lift and everything. Do you, you do that at a gym? Do you have a home gym? Like, where do you do that? And like, no, what's I went to a routine? gym for a while, but I like working. I like working out in the garage. I like watching old episodes of Duckman and doing my routine. I don't care that it takes a little longer. Like, I like um, it takes longer to work out at home. Mm -hmm. Yeah, when you're at the gym, like you can't get on your phone, and uh, you hate every moment of it, and everyone there, and every second of it is torture, and it's like. Just it's the people. It's the people everywhere that drive you nuts. It's a nice, like, therapeutic, um, mm -hmm. zen-like, relaxing pump that you get in your own garage. I think going anywhere what, uh, what takes forever. What do you have? What was that? What's your like equipment setup? What do you have in your in your garage, Jim? I got a rack. Um, I have the benefit of. Sorry for being nitpicky. I'm just trying. I'm I'm looking to pick this stuff out now, so I'd like what you've got, like the input. I'm a I'm an inheritor. I, I get all the great stuff that my brother in law got that he can't that he doesn't use anymore now that he's got kids. So I got a nice Olympic rack and a bench on top of that and a, a dip uh, all the like dip attachments and shit like that. And a bunch of resistance bands. That's all I I only do uh, resistance bands lately because they're they don't fuck up your shoulders and uh, injure anything. I'm, get, I'm too fucking old for a bench. Really? You don't bench it all anymore? No. No. I should learn. I feel like I spend way too much downtime cuz uh, like I'll get stronger, I'll lift more and then something's broken. And it's like uh, I should really take like, you know, 2 days off this week or something like that. Well, okay, I'll give you um I'll give you a good tip that's also a plug. Um a good friend of mine, her name is Jamie Lynn Hughes. Uh she's a miss bikini fitness competitor model probably one of the most uh, beautiful bodies on earth uh she wrote me a training routine for upper body lower body uh like a cardio day she does meal plans and stuff like she does this for her job mm -hmm. she wrote me a resistance band routine that is as good as my free weight routine like there's some dumbbell stuff but i was addicted to bench because i love the feeling and i like like getting pumped and i like to think of Arnold schwarzenegger but as it started to chew away at my shoulders um she came up with this whole plan to do 
it's like rotations and you know it's it's rubber bands so you feel gay for the first couple months that you do it but it is just as good which i never would have said before she wrote it but it was it's all her uh it's all her fault jamie lynn hughes i think she has a patreon where she does it meal plans and workout plans and stuff other, yeah i just uh, tried to follow her on twitter but it's protected so i'll have to wait um, <laughs> <laughs> the uh cable machine would be neat too i don't know if i have enough, mach- enough room for a rack and a cable machine they're pretty big and they're expensive. See, I was looking at, at, at cable machines, like really nice ones, and it seemed like to get one with like two 200-pound stacks, like what you'd need long-term to make sure you didn't outgrow it, like where you could never yeah, sure, outgrow it. I know what it. you There's mean. No... Yeah, because sometimes I lift yeah. 200, 300 pounds <laughs> with one of my arms. <laughs> no, no, like it's 200 pounds ter- per arm. So what I'm saying is like right. there's no way that you're going to outgrow this. I'm like, I'm, there's, I'm there's suggesting no that maybe way. a smaller machine would be fine for me, but carry on. Oh yeah, but that one was like twenty two hundred bucks, and then I looked at like power rack, like just a Titan power rack, a uh, a bunch of bumper plates, and then a Rogue uh, Ohio bar is mm-hmm. the one everybody's recommending, saying you know buy it nice, you buy it twice, like you'll never have to get another one. Uh, but Dick, do you do like deadlift and and squat still, or oh, like you're all resistant? No man, that is a young man's game. I like I can't. deadlifts. I like deadlifts and squats. They don't bug. I'm sorry, I cut you off, but I, I'm okay with those. You know what you need? A mini jack for your deadlifts. Can't do it without it. No, I, I didn't even consider that. Yeah, they're not too much, but I used to do it without it. And you know, you'd like lift one side and slide the 45s on. And what double sucks is I do it with Colin, so he's working in. And we're going for my, like, you know, I don't even know what I put on, like 110 per side plus the bar. And, and then Colin's doing, his deadlift form is terrible. So he's still doing like 10 pounds a side because I don't. Another bar might be a real time saver. I have never thought of that. <laughs> <laughs> I have never thought of that. <laughs> Look at Kyle coming in with the hot take. <laughs> and, and, you know, yeah, but before we had the mini jacks, we would have to lift bar. one side and slide all those goddamn weights on and off. And it, it was awful. Another bar would be, I'm looking for excuse for another bar. Maybe I'll get an Ohio like Taylor. Don't get, see. All right. So, look, I, I'm sorry. This, this It's not really my forte. Mm-hmm. They're recommending the Ohio bar because those fuckers are squatting 650 pounds and shit like that. And they're worried about one of those cheap Chinese bars bending on them permanently and, and injuring them. For us normal human beings who may get up to 300 one day, let's get a cheap bar. Right? See, like, I'll... I'll... That's what I thought initially, where I was like, I'm not going to be some strong man. But then I did more research into it, and it's like, it's got a better knurling. The knurling is all that matters. Standard knurling. It's like got, it's, it's, it just lasts longer. Like the reviews are fantastic. You don't use gloves, do you? You're not into that? I I don't use gloves or chalk or anything. I used gloves when I was a teenager, but now gloves are like. I mean, you might as well have two earrings. Like, th- th- there couldn't be anything gayer than than gloves. I want reason. the gloves. I like wearing gloves, even when it's cold out. I don't like wearing gloves. I want I the use... gloves, and I also want, if I'm doing squats, I want that squishy thing that goes on the bar on the back of my shoulder so it doesn't hurt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I use two fucking sets of gloves. That's There's nothing <laughs> gay about that. I need these hands, motherfucker. This is my livelihood. I, I'm Look, look I, I like my hands to be soft like a lady. So that so that when I when I you know I I can just imagine like like I've, I've taken they often like go back to their girlfriends and they go what do you like most about him and they go he had the softest hands 
I, I, I don't know if you're joking or not. I don't think any Me woman's either. ever went. I don't know if the woman's ever went back to their girlfriend. I'm joking, like, because they obviously don't want uh, baby soft hands on a man. Yes, they, they want fucking to, do. When he, when he, Only when, when they're getting finger blasted. When he <laughs> fingered me, it was like being fingered by a hot dog covered in sandpaper. Oh, I loved it. Oh. He has his hands like a baby. He hollowed so, me so. out like a log. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. It was There's like no fucking way. a cat because of his barbed Look, dick. You, I mean, hands. I mean, think about it. If you were gonna get fingered, would you really want it to be by some Paul Bunyan motherfucker still had splinters in there and like fingernails all jagged and shit, or from Kyle over here with his manicured nails and his hands that are so goddamn soft you can't even imagine? What had, women I, are looking for been. is a man that can protect them and provide resources. They're genetically engineered to seek out these things since the beginning of time. And There's a money in bed. Your baby yeah. soft fingers ne imply neither resource gatherer nor protector. Oh, you're out of your fucking mind, Woody. You think you you think no one poor has ever had rough hands, you fucking idiot? What are you talking about? I'm uh, I'm going on a caveman level here. You're There's some. There's some mechanic out there whose hands are all oily, greasy, and and scarred up, and he's like, yeah, yeah when women see me. They know I can bring home the bacon and I can grab a pan out of the oven with no gloves. <laughs> That's hot. Women only Actually, want to fuck themselves and they have very soft hands. They want oh. your money, but they don't want to fuck you. He slapped <laughs> me and I swayed me immediately on this because now I'm imagining shaking hands with Bill Gates or Warren Buffett and those would be yeah. the softest <laughs> hands ever. Warren Buffett and Bill Gates don't even pick up their own piles of money. Oh, he no. slapped like, me on the ass and I bled for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> That's a real man. Like, if, if, if you're Wilma Flintstone, then you're like, yeah, his hands are so rough. Mm -hmm. Well, he wrestles men down and beats them to death all day. And last week he killed some sort of cave. He man. works at a rock quarry. Yeah, he works at a rock quarry. <laughs> With levers. He doesn't pick up rocks. He's a brontosaurus <laughs> operator. Come on. Unfinished wooden levers. Yeah. That, that's why it, that's why it takes her so long when he goes well, ma! <laughs> yeah that's why it takes her so long to come over because her pussy's just been blasted by giant you know <laughs> fucking stone age hands when he was like sliding off the brontosaurus what did, what did he do broke rocks for a living yeah yeah uh, he, yeah. he works some sort of excavator which was actually a dinosaur which would pick up rocks and put them somewhere else i assume yeah. to make them smaller i don't know well fashion them into two-wheeled right? cars yeah, they, I mean, what, is, the what does Fred Flintstone sound like? I wish I knew how to do an impression of him. You did a pretty good Wilma just now, I thought. He sounds like the Honeymooners. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. It's the same guy. Bang, zoom, Alice. Did you guys see the Flintstones movie? Bang, zoom, Alice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With, uh, <laughs> they with had the Goodman, right? Yeah, they had the greatest <laughs> ending. Like, the ending of that stupid Flintstones movie has stuck with me ever since I, I saw it. I, you know, I was a kid when I saw it. But at the end of the movie... Fred Flintstone invents concrete because of a mishap at the quarry. And I thought that's the greatest ending that this movie could have ever possibly had. And whoever wrote that is a genius. And there, there is no, no one will ever recognize the genius of the it ending of this out, movie. It came out in like 1993 or 1994. I remember watching it and, and loving it. Cause I was seven or whatever. Yeah. yeah. It, it was good. It's good. It's Flintstones. Yeah. But yeah, moisturize your fucking hands and wear some gloves. There's no reason not to. Not, what, are, what are we trying to prove? I, I, I don't get it. Like the, the rough hands are never going to aid you in life. 
soft hands. I don't like the way lotion feels on my hands. the wrong lotion. You don't put lotion on your dick? I'll put it on my knuckles, and I'll put it on my elbow. Like, for dryness. But I don't like the way lotion feels. It makes you greasy and feel... I don't know. I don't like it. I use a very thick, I use a, like a cocoa butter uh, uh, lotion. It smells nice. When I get out of the shower, I exfoliate in the shower, so I'm, you know, everything's getting slothed off. So when I get out, if I don't moisturize, I'd be itchy everywhere. So I just full body rub down with that thick, really thick cocoa. But the, the lotion is so thick. Is that the nice stuff that you get, like the expensive shit? Yeah, I, I mean, not crazy expensive. The stuff I put on my face is really expensive. It's the Jack Black um, moisturizing SPF 15. Uh, comes in a blue bottle with right, uh, it, it, and it's not Jack Black the actor. It's I don't know Jack Black the face lotion man, or something like that. I wouldn't but, buy a lotion from Jack Black the actor. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But but that's the the face lotion I use. But the the body lotion is I don't know a vino or something like that. But it's so thick that when you pump the bottle, the pump takes a really long time to come back up, as the, <laughs> like 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 the spr- it's spring loaded. But it's like it's like when you're trying to. Uh, uh, eat a milkshake when you first get it yeah. and it's too thick you're like <laughs> like you can't get anything out of the goddamn straw that's how thick this lotion is like like it's it's legit and I put it everywhere I'm soft as a baby and I'm you have ass stop. soft as a have baby's ass <laughs> are you tight I, I put it on my ass I put it on my ass Kyle have you ever have you ever stopped your skincare routine for like three weeks or so and to- like been able to tell like a big difference or yeah, I, I, are you well, so never, consistent with it, you, you just never have. I, it's part of my routine, you know. I doubt there'd be some like big difference. I'd be I'd be itchy because like my skin would be dry from because you know or whatever. But like, I don't think it'd be a big difference. Uh, the sun might burn me because I wouldn't You're have my like, pendant now. Like your skin probably doesn't moisturize enough on its own. You're like someone who takes anabolic steroids and their testicles get all fucked and then they come <laughs> off. <it. laughs> <laughs> Tyler doesn't produce his own sweat and, and, and oil anymore. He just he has to apply it externally. Maybe. Yeah. I, 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 I don't. I've I don't heard think that can happen with chapstick. That people can get like chapstick addicted and their lips don't that's work. Oh, I mean, if I heard it, I'm sure it's true. Who would lie? No, I yeah. guess you said. I believe. You. And if you're ever in a situation where chapstick is unavailable, you just die. Your lips yeah. drop right mm-hmm. off. No, mm-hmm. I, I, I could believe that. I, I, I feel like I've experienced that, like in the winter. Like I'm using chapstick daily right now because it's the winter and like your lips dry out and the cold, dry air or whatever. Uh, I, you know, I break out the chapstick. I carry chapstick. The in only the lip shit that I use ever is a Breva if I get a cold sore. Yeah, from oh. your herpes. And that's the only thing that, that gets rid of cold sores. Yeah, from your herpes. From yeah. my herpes. Man, I, I got them so bad as a kid. Like, once a year, I'd get just a brutal one How right on my lip. How old as a kid? I'm like, five? I don't know. Oh, that sucks. How did you get it? Most yeah. people have, uh, like, the cold, sore simplex when they're born. Really? And I've never just, heard of yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, most people have the cold, like, the kind of herpes. It's not cold the sores, STD like, herpes. It's the other yeah. one. Yeah. There's herpes one and there's herpes two. Um, and, and I don't What's know if... They're both sex ones. To be, I was about to say you're not exactly accurate with what you're saying. I'm a bit of a herpes expert. I have herpes one. I got it from sharing a drink when I was a kid originally or whatever. He got it that way. Yeah, <laughs> I, originally I got it that way. Um, yeah, my, you know, my, sharing my dad a drink had, with a guy you fucked. Uh, with my father. <laughs> so no, 
uh, uh, he, he's always had, had them. So, you know, I, I got him, him shared, shared a soda with him, got him for life now. I have, and I've told the story many times, but I have gone down on a girl, not with like the full-blown cold surf, which would be gross, and I would never do that, and I, don't, I think any intelligent girl wouldn't allow me to do that, but it was healed, and I mean 99.9% healed. It was gone. It, I couldn't see it anymore, but apparently it was, it was transmutable still at that point, and so I gave her pussy herpes of some kind. I believe... It, oh! I, I, from my re- I've talked about this before. I, I believe from my research, it's still type one. It's just in her vagina, and Uh-oh. and so like oh, and the, it happens immediately. Basically, it wasn't like okay, now you have type one herpes, and maybe a year from now you have an outbreak. It was like oh shit, five days from now it's game over, bro. And she had like herpes all over her pussy, and oh she's like God. she's like sitting on frozen peas in excruciating pain. She's like, what have you done to me? And I'm like. I, it was the cold sore. I didn't know. I didn't know it worked like that from the mouth to the pussy. I, I didn't know. How old were you? 25, 26. Ooh, like that. And uh, she was very understanding. She understood that, it, you know, I, I didn't know. And, and she didn't even know at the time. And, and, you know, it was gone after maybe a week, 10 days. And she never had that outbreak ever again, you know, because it, and, and I don't and know. And now you still heard of never in keep in touch. But now I know, like a hundred percent, that like like and, and I, you know, I, I always, if I'm seeing a, a lady and I have a cold sore and she's like, ah, you want to hang out t- tomorrow night? I'm like, no, I have a cold sore. There will be no kissing and there will be no oral. If you are okay with those uh, guidelines, then yes, you can come over. But just know, there's gonna it's, be nothing. My mouth is doing nothing during it's this. It's safer to just you never do oral on a woman again. Like they should understand medically. That they that you can't medically you can't they have to do it. I in my experience and and and, and like I I've certainly read that somehow it, it, there's a small chance that at any point you could give it to someone through the oral. I I'm I lean toward not believing that through my own personal experience. The only time that it seems like it's transmittable is during an outbreak. Like like and and, and like. I know that a day and a half before I'm going to have an outbreak, there's a tingle that's very specific. And oh, be, you're totally right. There'll be a very, very small bump that at first will feel like a pimple or something like that. And as soon as I feel that, I immediately start taking a thousand fucking milligrams of Valtrex a day. And Valtrex is the prescription um, herpes medication. And if you do that, you don't even get a cold sore. It never blisters. It never turns into something ugly. It's like you, 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 you caught them in their spawn. You, you, you immediately spawn trap that herpes. You don't let it get out. You don't let it cap any flags. And it's done. You don't have Do to you still, about as an adult, get them randomly? Because oh, yeah. like, as oh, an yeah. adult now, like pretty much the only time I get them is if I'm coming down with a cold or the flu. That has like, not- if I'm sick, I'll, I'll notice them cropping up. But other well, than that, I really don't get them You get them anymore. when you're... You get them for a few things. Um, stress can trigger them, and a weakened immune system can trigger them. People with uh, immune deficiency disorders, uh, not just HIV, AIDS, but, but, but there, there's a lot of immune, uh, immune deficiency uh, issues. That can often uh, trigger them. Uh, but also, if you're fighting off something like a, like a bacterial or, a vi- or, a, or some other kind of viral infection, like the flu or a cold or something like that, then that can allow the virus to present it or the, uh, the the herpes virus to present itself because it's always dormant there in your in like your nerve uh, cells like in your lips 
I always get mine in the same place. It always comes on the same exact area. Where do you get it? Yeah. Oh, that left corner of the mouth? The corner of the mouth not ones the are corner. the grossest. Because you have, the corner, like, open like, your mouth and it cracks. Like, right there. I remember um, when I was maybe 17, whenever I was, like, working at a video store at some stupid job I worked for a couple of weeks, uh, it had gotten really bad. Like, I, did, I, I didn't have anything for it, and I'm 17, so I'm not smart enough to, like, go to a goddamn doctor and get the Valtrex or whatever. And my parents are just like, yeah, it looks pretty bad, huh? It'll mm-hmm. go away. And, like, I, I'll never forget how embarrassing it was to work the, ca- the cash register. And this old man, like, maybe 70, was like, oh, looks like somebody popped you in the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, cold sore. Yeah. Cold sore. Just felt so trashy. I wish they'd and, cure that, right? They like have they'd... essentially. I, I mean, the 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 Valtrex is, is is so effective. Like like like, I know what you mean by cure, but the Valtrex is such an incredibly effective treatment that I wouldn't care if I had herpes too on. If I had gentle herpes, wouldn't be that big of a deal at all. Really. I care. Okay. Yeah, well, 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 we'll wrap it up, big boy. But I'm just mm-hmm. saying, it's it's it, on the tier of STDs that are scary. It's extremely low on them because Valtrex is just so goddamn effective at like instantly fixing the problem. Yeah, but like you get a parade if you have AIDS. Nobody has a herpes parade. No, mm. that's either. true. But I also don't just think I get AIDS for the, about the gay pride parade. They got lots of parades. You know, <laughs> I don't got remember the gay the pride AIDS parade, parade, the AIDS parade, the Puerto Rican Day parade. Same they parade. Just <laughs> roll them all into one. Come on, Day parade. <laughs> We got a lot of crossover here. Oh, Macy's, the Macy's Day. Day. Yeah. Turns out the same people show up for all three. Let's just roll this into one. Parades are a menace I hate parades. to society. When, when you have a parade and you shut down entire roads, like, I, I hate that. Well, I mean, like, most of the parades here are, like, Ferguson anniversary riots, so I may be skewed. <laughs> We're going to riot right. every year on this date. <laughs> yeah. that, that's, that's literally a thing here in St. Louis. People will be like, you know what day it is? I'm like, what? And they're like, the Ferguson day. And it's like, all right, well, I better get home early, you know, <laughs> and make sure nobody, you know, nobody blocks traffic and forces me to, you know, sit there for 10 hours. <laughs> anyway. I you guys like call- doing the ceremonial burning of the 7-Eleven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've talked about it before. A friend of mine, when that Ferguson initial shit was going down, he worked, a good friend of mine worked in Ferguson. <laughs> and he, he sent me a photo the next day. And he was like, you know, I work here in Ferguson and I really hate it. It takes a long time to get here. It's awful. I showed up today. And the only place here I've ever gone for lunch, McDonald's, right across the street, was burned down. I, I don't know what I'm gonna do. Like mm. I, they they burned down the McDonald's. I'm the only. He even told me he's like I'm the only person at work today. No one else came following the Ferguson riots, and he was very upset. <laughs> so, yeah, that was. Uh, <sighs> they burned down a wig store. Right. And I, I'm not an expert in like black women's hair, but apparently this wig store exclusively served black women. Oh, hell no. And there was a big like to do like, why would you burn down this store? 
It serves us. You know what? They burnt burnt down the wig store and the Popeye. (laughs) Jesus. God damn. I'm going to run DeAndre down with my sedan. (laughs) I I don't remember. I don't remember the uh, the wig store thing. (laughs) That's pretty funny. (laughs) All right, Dick. Would you have anything you'd like to tell your our fans about your what you got cooking? No. I think, this is, I think I got it all out there. I'm going to go obsessively hope I don't have herpes all night. <laughs> yeah, right? Dude, I, I don't have herpes. Now I'm I, stressed about that. I've never Me been tested either. for herpes, but my wife was tested for herpes just like a week or two, not, not a month or two ago, uh, for some sort of physical. So if she doesn't have it, I don't have it, right? Like, by, that, that has to be case. If, if you've never seen a cold sore, the odds are very, very good that it's not that you don't have it. And if look, if you don't get cold source, then who fucking cares if you've got it? It, it, it might as well just be like, I might oh. as well be, just be saying you've got pizzazz. No, but it's like saying, hey, <laughs> there's a gun to your head. <laughs> who cares if they never shot? We've got pizzazz. <laughs> I, I don't want the gun to my head. It, just like Dick, he's like, I have to pray I don't have it. Like, I don't want to know that this is a thing. You guys are describing a, a tingle. I've had a pimple near my lip before, and now I'm like, oh my god, what could that have been? I don't want to have a tingling anyway. <laughs> unless, unless the pimple gets bigger for three or four days, and then becomes a bloody scab that hurts like hell. You know, no, it just it. does normal pimple things. You know? like yeah. you, you don't have it. Yeah. You uh, don't. I'm pretty sure you're good, Woody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, Alright. Uh, PKA episode 416. Herpes talk. Oh, were there any outros? Yes. <laughs> we well, look, I'm glad to talk to you guys again. We have to do the outro. When you need energy on the go and you don't have time to wait in line, grab Espresso Monster. Espresso Monster is a premium blend of espresso and cream made with a with freshly brewed espresso coffee, hormone-free, hormone-free milk, and a unique energy blend complete with taurine and B vitamins. Each can has three shots of espresso and comes in vanilla espresso or espresso and cream flavors. Close your eyes, take a sip, and enjoy a monster espresso today. Check them out. I just saved Chiz like six hours of re-rendering and uploading and craziness. <laughs> wait, wait. I, I was going to ask you guys. Did yeah? you have the, the Did you have the uh, dick sucking machine as your uh, sponsor? The auto blow is that? It, somebody tweeted at me. The yes, I did. Yeah. Kyle, I lost you, your video. Yeah, oh, I don't fuck. know. Um, did you guys use one of the auto blow machines? Because they yeah. emailed me yesterday. Yeah, it's very effective. Is it? They got a new one coming out. <laughs> the full auto blow. <laughs> auto blow too. It's like internet AI Skynet auto blow. Oh my god! I'm very uh, excited about it. But I wanted to, to know be if a you guys chatterbait plug in. Yeah, man, they work. They're very effective. And when you see the inner workings, you won't be afraid to stick your dick in it. The only problem is after you come. You, you're usually not down to like now clean out this artificial pussy inside this robot, so it's easy to forget about it. And <laughs> and I don't know if you ever like left a dirty dish like on a desk or like maybe it got like ended up under your bed or something. And you forgot about it for for three months, and, it, and when you found mm-hmm. it again, it was disgusting. Just imagine a fake pussy full of your load that you just stuck in a drawer and then remember. Oh, I'm imagining. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I do that routinely. Now, and, and and I don't know about you, but I don't have anybody around who can be like, "Hey, Jeremy, will you clean up my fake pussy for me?" Yeah, it's real rank. Like, there's there's no one to call in for that. That job. I do have a cleaning lady, but I'm gonna have to up her to once a week, I guess, if I get one of these auto. <laughs> All right, guys. 
PKA 416.